49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome. Sorry, everyone, we're a little bit late, but things are going nice out here at Back Alley Brewery in Galt, California, Alex. Oh, they're going they're going swell now. Now they're <laughs> going swell. Took a little bit, little bit of time, TCC. I apologize. Apologize. But, hey, uh, up and running, uh, going, streams going, uh, people yeah. starting to trickle in. So, day two, let's do this. Yeah, well, we're, we're ready for this, and we know the draft is getting going, and we're kind of seeing some of the things that happen, especially – Christian Watson already coming off the board. We know that that was somebody that San Francisco would have been interested in, but at 34, a little bit too rich uh, to jump up and trade for him. 45, right? 40, 40, 45 was roughly the range we were looking at in terms of this being some place Niners would come up for a guy like that. Yeah. Um, but we're waiting to see who else is still on the board because there's a lot of names. A lot of names still on the board, a lot of guys still available, and a lot of ways for the Niners to go about addressing this draft. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, the 49ers <laughs> are going to have to address it uh, in a different way than we thought. And right now they're saying Sky Moore is Mel's best available oh, player. God, no. Um, no. <laughs> please, no. I'm just not going to go with that. Jaylee, I know, man. You're sitting there going, please, please let it fall all the way to 61. I'll, I'll love it there. I'm not on board with you there, my guy. But listen, I, I get it. I understand the intriguingness with, with a guy like Sky Moore. Um, really, the question is now is what are the Jets going to do? I mean, they had a, themselves one heck of a first round with did the they? guys they made. But did they, though? I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, of I know Pick 10. Oh, okay. uh, I'm okay. not feeling the the Garrett Wilson. I'm not on the same bandwagon as everybody else. He's a <laughs> he's a good player, but uh, I think that's why New Orleans came up and got who they got because he's a uh, he's better than his uh, teammate. You like the yeah, Alave? Yeah, I like Alave. I like Alave better. Yeah, Alave's a lot better. Um, well, so I would have I would have rather had Alave than Garrett Wilson. I get what they were trying for. I get what they're they're trying to do right now. They're they're, try, they're trying their darndest right to get as much talent as they possibly can in there. Yeah. Uh, they get their corner that that runs the cover three that that Robert Sala likes. So there's that at least. All right, that's that. They get their cover three corner early, and uh, now we see what they're going to do now because they come up and get Jermaine. Uh, was it Jermaine Johnson? Yeah, they got Jermaine Johnson at the end of the first round. A nice boy, out pick out of out of Florida State. Yeah. Hey, Ellie, what's up, man? Yeah, Florida State. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Jermaine Johnson's one of those complete guys that can really bring it off the edge. He's a good player. Uh, I, I think that was a nice move, uh, but the 49ers, uh, they're going to have to do something here, probably in the middle of the draft, uh, the second round. Potentially 50 would be a hot bet. I think they could come up and potentially grab a player, depending on who's left. Uh, not wrong with that. They, they definitely could. And David V, uh, up the membership, and nine months, TCC, wow. let's freaking go. Totally let's freaking go, nothing else. Yeah, uh, well done, David V. Nine months, that's, that's a long time. That's impressive. That's like the beginning of the membership process. That's about as long as we've had memberships available. So look at that. I mean, day one TCC member there doing 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 his doing his part, man. Yeah, doing big things. Doing uh, his part for TCC. Look at that. Yeah, Mr. Corey, uh, how could you sit there and allow the Saints to steal Trevor Penning? Shame on ya. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Corey's not happy. Uh, the Penning was always going to be the pick for him, and that didn't happen. No. And then Jay Ellie says, of course, Ant knows What's up? I get it. I see what he did. I did with the nose. I get it because y'all the you the Knowles. Knowles knows. Well, it's close. Knowles is N O L E S. True. True. Come on. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Come on. I'm I'm sorry. This doesn't really work. No. It doesn't it, compute, it's man. not Come not on. for me anyway. At least yeah, not for exactly. me. Exactly. Not for me. 
Fair enough, though. Fair enough. Oh, uh, Jan Stewart said, out. Hey, you're not wrong, my guy. She not. I mean, she 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 not wrong, my guy. She's not wrong, my guy. Uh, Jan's a dude, so. I mean, Jan's a dude, but you're not. Oh wow. She's not wrong, my guy. To you. I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get. We're gonna have to play the drinking game. Someone's gonna need to probably bring me a beer here in a little uh, bit. Alex is gonna. Alex is gonna be in trouble here in a second. Uh, if I if I don't quit it, if yeah. I don't quit it, you are you are not wrong. Yeah. Uh, you are not wrong. There man. you go. But look, this is exciting. Pick is in for the Jets, so now we're just waiting to see what's gonna happen and. Waiting to see what what names end up going off the board. I'm trying to it's, pull up. It's Brees Hall um, from Iowa State is the oh, pick is. for the Jets. The Jets go and get a running back now. Uh, what a, what a what a nice pickup that was. Well, compliment right to, to the guy they got last year. A little bit more of a speedy running back. Now they get the power to go along with that in that backfield. And the guy who's a little bit more dynamic, maybe a little bit more closer to a three down guy. I don't know uh, him and Michael Carter. That's gonna be a nice tandem back there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid pickup. That one of the better running backs in this draft. The guy that shows a great explosion. Uh, speed power ratio is really there. This guy's an impressive player, and the Jets really got themselves a good one. Somebody that I'm sure the Niners would have been very comfortable with taking, but this early in the in the draft, nobody's coming up to get a running back, not from 61, uh, but they get a dynamic player there, and the Jets are are building something for Robert Sola. So uh, 49ers in New York uh, coming through with some players that would definitely have fit Kyle Shanahan's system, so well done. And while we're at that, David V says, hey, are those new hats? Oh, they are. Uh, David V, man, new hats. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, new shirt, because uh, I'm a 49ers stand and ant. I mean, since I'm an original, so. You are you are the original. You're, yeah. you're the OG. I, I am the was the new guy on board here, so, I mean, I go with the new shirt, but we do got the new hats, and, uh, I mean, I think there's no not a better time other than now, right, to, to let them know about what's going yeah, on with the merch it, shop? let it roll. All right, TCC, buckle up. Uh, merch shop commercial coming your way. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Got a little little lag on the on the thing there, but yes, hey, it's okay. Commercial there, uh, merch shop, new items for you. You don't want to miss those. New yeah. hats, new shirts. Yeah, the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, get the cutback swag going. Head on over to 49ersCutbackShop.com right now, and you can get everything you saw on screen. Uh, you can go ahead and pick up that stuff uh, whenever you want. So it's all at your disposal. Go over there and peruse a little bit, see what you like. Uh, I, I guarantee you guys will like some of the new stuff and new uh, things that are available. Uh, they ain't gonna hate him, man. They ain't gonna hate him. It's a, it's a lot of positive, uh, good stuff going on over there. And uh, what did I miss here? What did I miss? Uh, in chat? J Jan Stewart coming with. Uh, we need some. You're not wrong, my guy. Merch. Oh. Uh, so there, there is a, a, a push for that. She's not wrong. Yeah. She, she's not wrong. Uh, Uncle Rob says, "My dudes, what's up?" Uh, what's what up? is up? What's up, Uncle Rob? What's How up, you doing? Uncle Rob? How's the, it going? The, all the way in Texas. All the way in Texas. And the Texas. Speaking of Texas, the Texans pick is in. And so now we're just waiting to see what's going to happen uh, there. Thirty-seven with Houston. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Petrie, is is that is that what it's going to be? I don't know. It could be. Yeah, Jalen Petrie to the Houston Texans at pick 37. So here's a guy that a lot of 49er fans have fell in love with since the Senior Bowl, but he he's off uh, the market. He's going to be good. He's going to be playing in Houston. A guy that has a lot of versatility to play both safety and in the nickel. One of the better guys in this draft. One of my favorite guys. In fact, a star player for me. So this is one of those ones that doesn't surprise me. Going 37, he could have. Easily went into the first round. He could have snuck in there with the immense ability to 
play a bunch of different positions. And I think that's versatility is what you're looking for in the NFL now. And he's one of those guys that can really get it done. Uh, definitely, definitely can. Uh, a lot of versatility there. Um, uh, going to be very, very exciting to see, you know, what happens here, what guys are available, what guys fall, fall down the board here and what the Niners decide to do and what route they decide to go, right? Uh, fans, faithful fans have, have been consistently talking about how, you know, the guys that, that they are looking at and guys they're targeting are interior O-linemen, uh, wide receivers, right? We've heard cornerback, yeah. we've heard safety. Um, there's a lot of good names on the board. Ebiketti is still available, and this is a guy that we're looking at here. The further we get to 40, uh, the more enticed I am to see if San Francisco is going to be aggressive and come up and take care of this. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Ebiketti and David Ajabo are still available, in fact, N'Kobe Dean is still available from Georgia. Uh, this is a guy I told you the other day, Alex, that I'd be willing to go up and get if he was still around. I'm actually very surprised he's still around. I'm not surprised to see Drake Jackson around. Uh, no, I, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, I, everyone put him in the first round. I knew that wasn't going to happen. But there are some very, very good football players still available. And we know that there's some of those guys that are high on our list. And Ajabo and Ebiketti were very high on our, our 49 big board. So those guys sure. are still there. Potentially the Niners could come up and get them if they continue to slide. They could, and the Texans did go Petrie, so that was the pick for them. They, they did go uh, Jalen Petrie, safety there out of Baylor, so safety off the board. TCC fans maybe getting a little worried, worried a little nervous. I don't, I don't know. We're waiting to see what the Falcons are going to do. Uh, how did you like that Falcons pick, by the way? The, they go they go wide receiver, did they not? Did I, did I miss oh, that Oh, yeah. I mean, are you talking about yesterday? Or, yeah, or, I'm talking about yesterday. Yesterday yeah, they go yeah. wide receiver and go Drake London early. Yeah, Drake London adding another big threat to go with, you know, the tight end they got last year. A Kyle, lot Pitts, of, yeah. Kyle Pitts, a lot of ability there and a lot of size. They're definitely going for a certain type of look, and they're going to have to to be able to compete in the NFC South. Uh, two of the better you know, players to go ahead and, and, and put there with the new quarterback. I guess we're going to have a Marcus Mariota quarterback there in uh, Atlanta. Are you excited about Marcus Mariota? No. Right. No, I mean, nothing about that is who, exciting to me. Who thought, who thought coming out of that draft, we'd be talking about Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston being in the same division and everyone would still be like, nah. I mean, it's it's hard, right? It's hard to wrap your head around just that being. Jameis is still better, by the way, Alex. Uh, Jameis Winston? Yeah. Yeah, Jameis Winston is still solid, solid choice. Solid choice to, to compare to some of these other guys and other other names in the quarterback room, which yeah. is it's crazy to me, right? It's crazy to think that this is, uh, this is the route that the team like Atlanta is going after moving off of Matt Ryan, that they're going to go. Uh, a, a direction that is a, an unproven quarterback with the talent they have offensively. Yeah, there's still questions defensively, but this is a team that has been built identity-wise uh, around their offense. Uh, even when Dan Quinn was there, Dan Quinn did a lot of great things with that defense, but after that Super Bowl run, that defense kind of took a nosedive. Um, so interesting. They've built through O, haven't really addressed the D, don't address it this year, and don't necessarily have the quarterback to, to make the big plays. Yeah, and we got to give a quick shout-out to Sac Francisco, uh, John Nevels. He's out. She's checking in from Highway 39 South, Illinois to Memphis. So uh, thanks a lot for listening along the way. Uh, John, San Francisco, one of the, the many followers that's around. So really appreciate that. Uh, uh, super appreciate it. And Caleb's asking if we're going to be getting People's Brown merch. Caleb. We, we could do a People's Browns uh, merch, apparently. We, we, we could do that for Win sure. Win the cutback league first, Caleb. Win the cutback. Win the cutback lead first. Take take care of business in the cutback lead. <laughs> Actually, show up against Drew and do something first, and then then we can get you some people's Browns merch. Until that happens, man, you're, you're you're just come on. You're wasting our time here. Wasting our time. Come on, Caleb. You're better than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what he wants. I see Todd Woodthrow here is talking about Jimmy G. He thinks Jimmy G is going to get traded tonight for draft pick guys. I believe it. He's trying to speak it into existence, Ant. Speak it into existence, Todd. Maybe. I mean, everyone thought that Debo Samuel was going to get traded last night. That did not happen. Now everyone thinks that it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see if that happens. 
Uh, but if it's going to be Carolina, they don't have to do anything until closer to the fourth round because that's the first time that Carolina has a draft pick. So that's a day three pick. That doesn't mean it's going to happen right now. It could happen between day two and day three unless oh. players are involved. And Arnold Abichetti is the selection for the Atlanta Falcons. That's who it's going to be. Um, so Arnold Abichetti is going to be off the board there, Ant. going to be a little... Uh, a little frustrating for San Francisco, but they're sitting pat right now. Looks like they may be waiting till 61 or maybe at least waiting to the 50s. Yeah, Arnold Evacetti's a guy that could have easily win in the first round. Right now he's a situational pass rusher, but it is a very good first step. He's going to be able to get after it in a big way. Uh, a very, very talented football player out of Penn State. He's going to have to develop as a three-down defensive end in the league, but uh, Atlanta's going in there and getting somebody that can get after Tom Brady and get after the other quarterbacks in the NFC South. It's a solid move. I think that right now this is a, a very, very much a huge value pick. Uh, probably the best player on the board, is, according to our board. So well done by Atlanta. And unfortunately, once again, another really, really good player that comes off the board. A very good player that comes off the board. Uh, we're going to see what happens here. We're going to see what uh, options are there. But again, uh, David Ajabu, Ant, a lot of a lot of mock drafts, right? Before we got into actual draft season, before day one of the draft, David Ajabu is going back into the first round, early second. Uh, we're now, you know, six, seven picks in here to the second round. Ajabu still available on the board. Uh, this could be a situation where we could be seeing Ajabu falling towards San Francisco. If he gets closer to that 50 range, do you expect the Niners to come up? Or do you think they may test it and wait to see if a guy like that can fall all the way to 61? Uh, there's no way David Ajabo is falling to 61. He's a top 10 talent, but unfortunately he tears his Achilles in the process of the draft and he's not going to be you know, at top level this season. In fact, he might not even play the entire 2022 season. You are going to be taking a risk if you're bringing in David Ajabo, but you know who has the the ability to do so? The San Francisco 49ers. Accurate. Uh, the amount of edge rushers they have is unbelievable. They're going to be able to rotate these guys continuously. Um, so I think David Ajabo would be a target, but at some point right now, his value is going to become so much that one of these teams is going to go ahead and take him because he's just too good. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make it past pick 45. I would not be shocked by that either if he doesn't make it past pick 45. Um, either it's, it's going to be a very interesting ant to, to see where he falls, what he goes, and the pick is in for the Bears. So now we're just kind of waiting to see uh, what happens at this point. Um, but like, exciting times, exciting situation here for San Francisco. Uh, just an exciting draft so far and, and what happened. A lot of trades in the first round, a lot of wide receivers taken. Um, I, I, I don't think anything happened in the draft that I was shocked by. I think a lot of... Uh, a lot of teams making similar moves, maybe shocked by how they decided to go or how aggressive certain teams decided to be. Uh, how the Lions were able to move up and not give up as much as I thought they were going to was actually impressive on their part. Uh, what I was impressed with was A.J. Brown getting traded and then signing a four-year deal worth $100 million, which set the groundwork for what Debo Samuel is going to get paid. So the 49ers sat back, didn't do anything, didn't move him, and now they have contract logistics set up. Uh, same agent, they can call and say, hey, we want the same thing, and they can get it done. So I think that was a, a good thing for San Francisco, A.J. Brown being on the move, ending up uh, – they're in Philadelphia, so they're going to have an outstanding wide receiver group there. We'll see if Jalen Hurst can get it done. I, I don't know if I fully believe in that, but if not, they'll be willing to make another move next year, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of quarterbacks that will be available. Uh, you ain't wrong there, man. You, you ain't wrong there. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, route they decide to go. Uh, but this is uh, exciting times, man. It's exciting times for the 49ers, exciting times for – just what they can do and, and what this team is going to be looking like in the future. And uh, exciting times for, I mean, this here, we got special guests coming up tonight. We got a lot of uh, positive things happening all throughout the night uh, that the TCC is going to want to be a part of and, and making sure they're staying tuned to. 
uh, basically the, the whole time, which is exciting. I'm, I'm yeah, excited for yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're not going to want to miss it. Of course, Jay Hill is here already. Um, in fact, I'm looking at his ugly mug right now. He's across from me. Uh, so if, if you thought you were going to be able to get escape draft day two without getting a little face off, I did not bring my referee gear, but Darn. who knows what could jump of off when Jay Hill and Alex share the screen again. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, Jay Hill is here, and, and that means it's going to be magic. Oh, it's going to be a lot of magic, man. Uh, and look at that beautiful face, Stacey. Look at that beautiful face. Jay Hill going to be coming on with us, doing stuff with us, talking everything that's going on with this draft and just taking a look at it. So, no, I'm, ex I'm excited. Uh, this is fun, man. We got, we got the crew here. We got the gang together, and uh, a lot of fun stuff uh, planned throughout the evening. So make sure you like, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell as well because we're going to be going live too tomorrow for day three, and you still got plenty of time with us tonight, TCC. Plenty of time with us tonight. Oh, yeah. So, we're, so we're, make, we're just getting started. Get strapped. Get buckled in. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's funny. The, the Bears pick has been in now for like two and a half minutes. The, the NFL is taking their sweet time announcing what's going on with what. Our, the, the Seattle Seahawks have been the clock now for a little bit. Wait, you're shocked that I'm the stunned. NFL likes to milk things? I'm stunned, Dan. No way. It's just baffling. Yeah, Roger, Absolutely baffling. Roger Goodell was like taking a complete circle last night every single time and just enjoying uh, all the attention that he was getting walks of adoration <laughs> for Roger Goodell were on full display last night. And I think, I think he does enjoy that more than anyone else. Uh, the attention that he gets is, is really impressive. It is. It's, it's very impressive, man. There's a lot of positive things uh, going on there. We're not positive, but I guess, uh, Egocentric. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to be nice to Roger Goodell without being mean. He got booed all night last night. Feel well, for the guy. I, you, you think I don't feel for Roger Goodell? Roger Not even Goodell. a little bit. No, he makes more money than the NFL players to to be in, you know the head of the owners. I don't. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> I, I would want all the hate too if I was making that kind of money. I have no problems with it's, that at it's all. That's fair. It's fair. So Mel Carver's big boy. They got Malik Willis, Nakobe Dean, David Ajabo, Matt Corral, Sky Moore. Those are his top five that are on the board. When do you think the next quarterback is going? It's not going here to the Bears. Obviously, that's that's not happening i would be shocked by that how far could malik willis actually fall uh round seven no i'm, I'm kidding but um, do you think it's likely that the seattle takes him with one of the next two picks maybe but malik willis was never going to be a first round pick he should have never been anyone's number one quarterback in the draft that's not who he is and now we're starting to get into the land where his value is going to be worth it and the bears take kyler gordon who could be one of the best nick oh. in the entire draft uh, out depressing. of Washington, what a great pick by them. Another Solid. guy off our, our 49 big board, Alex. Uh, yeah, another guy off the 49 big board and, and, and a guy that is uh, absolutely fantastic. Does a lot of uh, positive things, Ant. Uh, love, love Kyler Gordon. Love the things that that guy does. And I'll, I'll tell you what, man, that's a great selection there for, for, that, uh, for that Bears team solidifying your secondary and uh, – Doing some positive things with that. Yeah, look at him. I'm mean, right there. You seen the highlight on ESPN? He, the, the guy. We're watching ESPN for everyone on YouTube. Uh, he, he's. They're showing him making some drops and doing the things that he needs to do in zone coverage. But he's a very physical guy. But the understanding of what he's looking at and what he's getting from the offense uh, is next level. That recognition from. Washington secondary players uh, is next level. You've seen it last year. You had players come out then, and now you're seeing players come out this year that are the same way. They have three guys that are definitely draftable out of that secondary. McDuffie went last night. Now Kyler Gordon. Uh, potentially, you could get another one late in the, in the sixth or seventh round. True. Very, very good football players coming out of Washington, and I think this was a very nice pick by the Bears. Uh, he's, a, he's a great player. He is. He's a solid player, man. What a great selection for them. Great value here. Um, you know, still early in the second round. This is about where I thought he could go. I thought you latest would be like, you know, mid 40s. Um, but right here in this late 30 to early 40 range was was the spot that he could land. Um, definitely one of the best nickel prospects and guy who has potential to, to potentially shift outside. But uh, you don't need him to. You don't need him to if you're the Bears, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he does have versatility to play inside and out. Uh, so he can do whatever he's tasked with. He's a very good Accurate. football player. 
And now he's going to go up there and, and play against Aaron Rodgers and the lack of wide receivers that they continue to not get him. Uh, he has nobody. Uh, Sammy Watkins, hello. I guess I guess that's the way Green Bay is going to go because they, I guess they did get uh, Watson earlier, right? Okay, so maybe they got Christian Watson. So it's all fixed, Alex. It is all fixed. All oh, fixed TCC, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, TCC. X, hit that. Get, put your hand up above that camera real quick. Yeah, please. it's all right. We turned on the strobe light. We're, we're just enjoying life right now. Don't worry about it. Put your hand in front of it. Put your hand yeah, in front of it real quick. Give me, give me a little hand in front of it. Pull that away. There Pull that away. We're, That's we're better. Good to go. There thank it is you. right there. Thank you. Yeah, you, you fixed it. We're good. Appreciate it, yeah. my guy. Thank you so just much. Just every once in a while, you're going to get a disco look from us. So if, if, you're looking, if you're looking for a little disco, just get you know a little party boy going. It'll be fun. It, it's nothing, nothing to worry about there. Nothing to worry about. Nothing too much anyway. Ant. Nothing, nothing yeah. too much. So we're going to see. We're getting a little washed out here with the light, but uh, it, it'll be it'll be okay, TCC. It'll be all right. Um, no, it's exciting times, and a lot of things going on with this, and, and Seattle is, is uh, going to be making their pick, and their pick is now officially in. After Seattle. Say that again? After Seattle. Oh, a after Seattle? Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So no, a lot of lot of positive things here, and, and a lot of things to to be looking at. It's a lot of great players on the board. Ken Walker still available. Alec Pierce, uh, Ken Walker, you know, one of my favorite yeah, backs in this entire draft. Alec Pierce could be an answer for San Francisco if they're looking to go wide receiver. That that's potential there. Um, but there's a lot of good players. Andrew Booth still being on the the board, the corner from Clemson. That that surprises me. To be honest, I, I think he's one of those guys that has a first round potential. Uh, so he, he's going to be one of those guys I expect to go off the board here pretty quick as we maybe have a run on corners because Kyler Gordon could be the first of one of those guys to go. Uh, very well could be the case, and so we're going to see. We'll see what happens. We'll see uh, who the guy is, who the pick is, and, and who the gentleman is that we're going to be going with here. But uh, do we got Jay Hill coming up next? Yeah, yeah Jay Hill is going to be joining us. So if you're... You're looking forward to face-off. It's about to happen in a big way. Uh, very true, Ant. Uh, very true indeed. Um, exciting times. Exciting times for the Niners. Exciting times for the draft. Um, I'm just I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing where the Niners are going to come up and what's going to be happening uh, with this team throughout this I, I think we got a little bit of time for that, Alex. I don't think they're going to be coming up anytime soon. You, I don't, think, you don't think they're going to come uh, in the 50s? I, I, maybe the 50s, but we're not in the 50s. We're, we're definitely Same. not there yet. Seattle's going to have a couple of picks here. And then potentially we could start talking 49ers trade up, but I don't think it's going to happen here in the next five or six picks. I would love for it to happen. I just, I, I don't expect it. I think they're going to try to keep some of that draft capital and make moves later in the top 100 area. Um, it's possible, man. Yeah? Possible. Definitely possible. I'm excited. Let's see what some of the chat has to say here. I'm seeing, oh, oh boy. Oh, Jay Ellie. I, we can't say that here. We, we, got, we got people around. Uh, my guys, Debo was never getting traded. was just smokescreen. I'm seeing that from Todd. I, I agree with you there. How many players are left on your big board? Asked Brad Jones. Um, a good chunk, actually. I'd say over half. The, the crazy part the, about the big board, Cole Strange was the guy who was on our big board a little bit lower. Goes in the first round to New England. That was totally a New England pick there at the end of the first. Yeah, I had the same reaction that the Rams brass did. I laughed and said, <laughs> I thought that guy was going to make it to about 100. Uh, <laughs> that was the same reaction. So I think that... He definitely got valued by New England a little bit higher than everyone else, but Cole Strange is a good football player. The question is, can he continually be able to anchor in the pass rush? If he can anchor uh, and keep these pass rushers, the interior defensive linemen for the big guys in the NFC East, then potentially he's going to have you know a nice career. But if not, he's going to he's going to get walked straight back into Mac Jones, and we know Mac Jones isn't exactly the most nimble guy to be able to create uh, in the open field. I appreciate that. We really do. Um, and look, at Boy Mafia was just a selection. Uh, pick 40 for uh, Seattle. So wow. Seattle takes Boy Mafi there at the first one, and we'll see what happens uh, with their next one. They got back-to-back -back picks, Ant. Back-to-back -back picks. 
But definitely, yeah, uh, boy, Moffy's a great player. I, and Seattle gets himself a, a guy that's going to be a, a, primarily trying to get after Trey Lance for the next few years. Uh, Moffy's a very good football player, and Seattle got themselves a, a really good player. So I, I think that this is a, a nice selection and a tremendous value at this point. Top. Huge a guy that can play three downs in the NFL. And that, that's what you're trying to get, a guy that's not just a situational pass rusher, but that can definitely set the edge uh, in the run game. And he's, he's an impressive guy. And if you're watching on ESPN, you're seeing the highlights right now of him being able to do those such things, disengage from the, the offensive lineman to make the play, but now get around the corner and create pressure on the quarterback. He's got a nice bend. Uh, he's a good football player. Perfect. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Owen. Look at that. Teamwork. Teamwork, TCC. That's what it's all about is the teamwork around here. Yeah, you're be you're behind Jess. You're not you you ain't live with us. That's a okay. You're not live with this here. It's a okay. It's fine. It's it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world there. Uh, interesting selection there for Seattle going uh, O line there and going uh, boy mafia. And, and well good done, player. Jan. With I wear my sunglasses at night. There you go. Oh, so the, so that she can. So that she can. No, she. Jan, but Jan's a she. No. But but earlier it was not okay for me to say my guy because she's a she. But now it's not okay for me to change the lyrics because she's a she. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just want to get away from all that. <laughs> Fair enough. Eh? Fair enough. Uh, look, this is this is uh, this is good though. This is good. The TCC seems to be a uh, lit. Ant, they're, they're enjoying the chat right now. He wants the wide receiver from Alabama. Todd Winthrow wants the 49ers uh, to go with. Uh, with the uh, John Mechie, your boy, John Mechie out of Alabama, which is a good one. And JLA saying that the pick is going to be Ken Walker. It looks like Ken Walker was the pick. They go running back. They go edge rusher, then running back. Ian. Yeah, it seems like Pete Carroll's going to have his you know, style of offense again and his style of football team. He's going to be able to run the football and then get after the quarterback. Uh, got rid of Russ, and now he's going to be doing the things he needs to do to get after in the NFC West. And uh, you've seen Arizona take a nice shot with Hollywood Brown last night, and then now Fair. you've got Seattle making moves to do things the Pete Carroll way, and I think this is just one of those moves. Ken Walker's a very, very nice player, a lot of ability, and can do multiple things, including catch the ball in the backfield. So very versatile player right here in Ken Walker. I, I, I think this was a nice selection by Seattle, and to be honest, I kind of hate to see it. I don't want him playing against the 49ers uh, a couple times a year, but uh, this is what happens when Seattle actually has draft picks to use. Finally getting over the Jamal Adams uh, trade situation, even though they did lose a first-round pick from it, uh, they're finally coming out on the other side. Uh, that they are finally coming out on the other side. Go for Pete Carroll. And we didn't think uh, we didn't think an older Pete Carroll. And, and this isn't just us. Um, this isn't just an us thing. You know, when, when talking to uh, when talking to our boy Sam from the Always Compete Seahawks podcast, he said the same thing. He said, "Hey, I'm, I'm not sure Seattle is going to rebuild, and that uh, Pete Pete Carroll want to rebuild. All the trades start getting made. They're holding on to Pete Carroll. Um, they are going full rebuild mode. And they're they're developing and putting uh, effort in here to being able to establish a run game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's what the Seahawks are about. And uh, I think that this was what they had to decide. Russ wanted to cook, and he wanted to be able to go whip the ball around and throw it to Lockett and DK Metcalf the whole game." And this is not what okay. Pete Carroll's about. Pete Carroll's about running the football and playing good defense. He was, even at USC, when they had the, the high-flying offense with Reggie Bush and Lindell White. So this is, not, this is not surprising to me, and he's kind of getting back to his core beliefs, and now they're going to be moving on. Uh, the only question is, can Drew Locke get it done? Um, <clears throat> not going to bet on it. Not going to bet on it. Not going to put a lot of eggs in that basket. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if they... Uh... See if they could quarterback a little bit later in the draft and get another young guy in there to, to do some stuff there and, yeah. and push Drew Locke. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. 
see what you got here. TC is 61 too high for the Alabama guy. Asked Donald Johnson. Um, for John Mech. No, that's not too high. I love John Mechie. I, I think John Mechie is a top 50 player in this draft. He's got a lot of versatility and he's very, very good after the catch. I think he's explosive. But I was one of those guys that was kind of out on a limb on him. There wasn't too many people that were high on him. Everyone was focused on Christian Watson. And everyone was focused on some of the guys that were going in the first round. But I think Mechie is one of those guys that's uh, dynamic. And I'm not sure Jameson Williams would have had the same success he had if it wasn't for John Mechie. Uh Fair enough. And Jay Hill's giving me a bunch of a bunch of looks. I think we need to get Jay Hill on. All right, we're gonna get Jay Hill on. Jay Hill coming up next. TCC. Give us one second. We'll be right back. Here he is. Jay Hill is, is, is in the building. And once What's again, I had to sit between them. Uh, Alex and Jason are not allowed to round each other because uh, every single time they're around each other, it's just a huge face-off. I get it. I see what you did there. Yeah. Words you go plugged, bad. You plugged it, the it, show. ugly quick. You plugged the show. The one, well, here's the thing. If you didn't, if you didn't, if, if you didn't just spout on. nonsense, then we'd be fine. But you constantly spout nonsense. That, so we're just that we're part's wrong, wrong between a rock, rock you, and a hard place here. I've heard you actually steal stuff. I've said after I've said it when you. Didn't, oh, when not you, you couldn't even provide. Oh, here's the real question. Yeah. We brought Jay Hill on. Yes. There's only one thing that actually matters. Where in the world is our groomsman's gifts? Yeah. Oh, I didn't bring. Oh my! No, of course he no, didn't bring them. No, no, of course no, he didn't bring them. No, 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 no. Alex has his. Alex has his. Congratulations, Alex has his. Alex right here does not have his. No, I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring them actually today, but I, I got stuck at work. though. like, no, they're actually like they're really there. There, there's two guarantees when Jay Hill comes on here. Number one, Alex is gonna get upset, and number two, <laughs> Jay Hill is gonna talk over everyone. Um, that's just, that's just guaranteed to happen. Always, always gonna happen. Uh, so, so welcome to the show, Jay Hill. Hi, How's it going? How are you enjoying the draft so How far? How are we doing? I'm doing well. You know, I, I, it's, it was interesting last night. I, 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 I thought the Cowboys really messed up not taking your DN from, from, from FS. You when he was just sitting there. Jermaine Johnson, yeah. He, he's a guy that, that I would have loved to, uh, to see us get really, really aggressive on and and get because he, he's explosive. I thought the Jets have had a really good draft so far. Like the their picks yesterday and now round two getting Bryce. Like that's they're setting themselves up very nicely. Yeah, I, I think the Jets have done a good job, and they were willing to give all that away for Debo Samuel, potentially, according to everyone else. Uh, Jay Hill was very, very upset with me yesterday with, during text message time. I wasn't upset. Um, I, I, I wasn't I'd willing say, to take I, the 10th pick. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised because and, and you're, over. you're a, a <laughs> smart guy. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what happened, Jay Hill? I'm, I'm just wondering. They weren't willing to get four, so what happened? No trade. No know. trade. Yeah. Can you, hold on. I, I have a question for you. <laughs> Wait, I mean, do I, we know exactly what? Yes, we knew, we knew the what offer the offer was. We know what the offer was. and a pick swap. Ten and a pick swap for Debo That's Samuel. That's it. A late round pick swap. Which it even is clarify. not worth it. No, it's not even close to worth it. Now, if it was ten and 35 and... And a, a three and a two at, next year, yes. At, at the at the very yes, hundred percent, I would. I would agree with you, but that wasn't. I, I don't think it was ever going to happen. I mean, this is this was but, this whole Debo conversation was absolutely nonsensical because everything that was stated or said was going to happen didn't happen at all. Never, none of it no, ever came no. to fruition. I, I as much as I would love to have do number you ten. No, I'm just I'm wondering why you guys are surprised. Last year it was all about McCorkle. Mm. McCorkle Agreed. was obviously going to be Agreed. the 49ers quarterback. And so you are all surprised that there was false information about Debo Samuel. <laughs> I'm breaking su- news. I'm not surprised. I just, I don't know why everyone fault. Well, not everyone. I, I can't bring, paint everyone with the same brush, right? But why so many people are quick to jump on it. I, I guess people just want to have, either want to have something to talk about. Because or, a trade is, is a drama. Is it the drama? It, it, it is. Yeah. There, exciting. Okay. There's been like, what, 13 Tyreek seasons of the Kardashians? I mean, that's... Touche. No, hey, that's bro, bro. Do. I don't watch bro, the Kardashians. That's the problem. You watch like San Francisco 49ers Twitter, right? True. It's like 20. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Uh, the, Says the, Tom Rathman. not wrong. Thank you, Tom Rathman. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, actually, yeah, there you go. It actually, it really is Tom Rathman. He's on, on it. The, the gentleman over here is on it. Well, and the Minnesota good. Vikings are uh, on, on the, the clock, clock right now, so sure. we'll, we'll see what they do. See what they um, do. This, this could be were an you, interesting pick. And Jay Hill, were you shocked by that? By the way, the what? Vikings trading back as far as they did. Yes, and I was more shocked by the lack of what they got in return. True. To go back twenty spots, you you should be getting three picks plus a. a, a a future one, like they really didn't get enough. Like I, I thought I really thought that that was a terrible trade by a rookie GM to kind of get worked over there. Yeah, it was maybe interesting. It was an interesting trade back. I, I expected that to be a haul, and then when I saw what what, yes. what the Lions actually gave up, I was like, oh, that's it's, all. It's kind of beneficial like, for them. Wow, it's kind okay. of nice. Go yeah. on the Lions. Lions have had a a pretty good little. It's, it's, it's hard to say though, right? Because I mean, last, well, obviously, day one you can't say for, but initial indications, because you know, like I said, I, I never look at a draft class for two or three years actually. But day one reaction, they got Jameson Williams, like they, you know, like yeah. it's not, yeah. I mean, they had to get their guys. I mean, that was the thing. They had all those picks at the beginning, and the Vikings though, like. Yeah, and it looks like Andrew Booth is going to be the pick to the Vikings. So nice. uh, the Vikings go ahead and get the cornerback that they need. And this is what we were talking about just a second ago before we brought Jay Hill on. Is Booth player. is a guy that He's had a really a good first round talent. Really yeah. good player, yeah. Yeah, solid, well, so, solid player. He's got a lot, lot of experience too at the at, at the college level, high level. College big games, big, big game games, guy. big game guy. Um, this is a good pick for them late here. Well, not late, but here in the second round. Early I didn't think this round. was going to be a guy that was available at this spot. Yeah, I thought first round potential. Yeah, I did too. I actually thought this guy could go into the late first round. Uh, going right here is a very nice pick for the Vikings, and they're they're adding to that secondary, and they need help. They need help. Uh, and and this could be the effect, right, of Green Bay going out and getting Christian Watson. Is now that they're looking at Sammy Watkins, looking at Christian Watson, and saying, "Hey, we got to have guys that are going to be able to cover these guys." Um, but you see the dynamic ability to come up and stuff the run as well from Booth. A very nice pick for the Vikings. I'm not sure if you can look at that division and say that it's. It, it it's it feels like it might be the Vikings division to actually lose now. 
You think you think this pick and no 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 not this pick overall, but just like they've got more explosive offensive players. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is nowhere near as good as Rodgers, but Rodgers has Aaron Jones, and that's it. And oh yeah, Christian Watson now. He's rookie, and Rodgers doesn't throw the ball to rookies ever. Yeah, but I think Christian Watson is the the guy that's going to take over for MVS. Yeah. You lose MVS, you're not going to have, have to. Yeah, well, you don't have that ability to stretch the field with the guys they currently have, but adding a player like Christian Watson is going to afford them an ability. But also, Christian Watson can play in the backfield. I mean, he's yeah. one of those guys that has a lot of versatility. He's We've a- seen him even take snaps uh, in the backfield as a running back, and I think that maybe McFloor's M- – M- McFloor's oh, – LaFleur? LaFleur. Almost called him McFleur. Wow. McFleury? There you go. LaFleur is going to use him in that sort of dynamic way and try to get a lot of versatility out of the player. And Wondell Robinson uh, is the pick for the New York football giants. So they go Kadarius Tony last year, Ant Smaller. And they're trying to trade him, guy. They are trying to trade him. They they missed on that pick last year. Now they're course correcting with this pick this year. I do like actually Wondell Robinson, especially at this spot where they're taking him a lot better than when they took Kadarius Tony last year. Dave Gillum's a horrible GM. Like, yeah, he well, a lot of picks. Yeah, but this is this is a this is a guy that's really good in the open field. Correct. Uh, Wondell Robinson is is very very dynamic. So I think this is a nice pick for them. And Dabble's getting a guy that's going to be able to do a lot of things uh, in, in the open field. And I think that's what he's looking for: explosive players that can oh, trade yeah, in the open absolutely. field. The Raiders not committing to the fifth year option for Josh Jacobs. Is it health? It's probably health. It's health related because he's missed so many games over the course of his time. And- but Vegas. if they're obviously looking to move off of him, would you throw a fifth-round pick and see if they might? Uh, I don't know if they go for a fifth, to be honest with you. But, I mean, like a fourth or, I mean, something where they're, they're obviously not going to commit to him, so. Fifth would be intriguing, but I don't know if they move off him for a fifth. I think if they're going to move off him, they want something similar to what you're going to get out of Saquon Barkley. They want a third or a fourth. It's yeah. all about financial, uh, you know, responsibility, and you don't want to have to pay a running back more than what he is worth. And you see the way they go through running backs right now. Not a lot of running backs are getting big second contracts. Josh Jacobs is just not going to get that big second contract, so. I think that they will move, they'll potentially move on or sign him to a deal that uh, makes sense for them, but they're not going to want to pay him the amount of money they'd have to pay him in a fifth year option, which is yeah. more of an average of, of oh, other top, running backs. Yeah. Top four, five guys, right? There you go. Yeah. There it is. I, I was surprised though, that, that, that they didn't. Sam Howell, preseason top 10 guy, and. Uh, yeah, I think, I think a lot of running backs still fell. Two. You know, and, and you're looking at the running backs on the board. Uh, James Cook and Pierre Strong are still available. James Cook, I like him a lot. James Cook is a, is a huge fan favorite. Jason, uh, 49er fans absolutely yep. love James Cook, uh, the fluidity. And you got the Browns with the trade to the Texans. Jay Ellie put this uh, in the in the chat as well. So right now the Texans have come up and they're they're targeting somebody right here. Cleveland has decided to move back. I'm I'm curious about the particulars. They of this make trade. An, another trade then. Yeah, there you go. This, that's their second trade in the last month or so. And, and Frank's just want to know, guys, if we've taken Ariazi yet. Uh, no, uh, we, we got a little ways. Got a little ways. Got a little ways for a punter. Uh, where are we in the draft right now? Asked BV50. So we're currently pick 44. Pick 44. So Houston at pick 44 here. Um, yeah, 12 picks. You're basically on pick 12 of the second round right now. Uh, so still a little ways to go, but we're getting closer and closer to that 50 range where San Francisco is is likely to do something. Um, Jay, I guess based on what you've seen so far of this draft and what's happened. Um, what are you thinking the Niners are going to do? Do you think they're going to move up? you think they're going to be aggressive? Or are you thinking the Niners are going to sit back and take best player available there at 61? I, I would love us to 
move up if there's a guy that John and Kyle both love. Like, if there's a guy that, like, oh, my God, we want him, then if it takes takes two picks to, to go get him, go get him. Because to me, with not having a one this year and next year, our twos become hyper important. Like, they have to be the guys who, by week eight, can make an impact. Like, we can't go the next couple of years with our two and three guys being red shirt guys like last year. Like, these guys need to be guys who, who can step in early on, get acclimated to the system, and go. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think they need to get impact players. Uh, so, potentially, they're going to be looking for wide receiver and edge rusher. And I, I think that has been kind of the thought process the entire time through this whole process is the 40 yards need to get an impact player that can help them this season. And if you're going to go in and get an interior offensive lineman, you run the risk of them not being able to contribute yep. to your team in 2022. 2023, potentially, yeah. Alex Mack, we don't know for sure where he's going to be. Uh, so you could though. you could potentially need one of those guys. And there's going to be a, a run on really good guys in the interior offensive line coming up pretty soon. Has so, the, so we'll see what happens. Has the Colorado State had in? Gone yet? Trey McBride is still available yeah. at this point, yeah. I know that's one of the guys that... that you guys had on was in love with him, almost to like man crush. Well, I think status. it was. Uh, Trey McBride's a, a solid prospect. I think the question would be, where would he go top 50? I'm not sure Trey McBride's a top 50 player in this draft. And there it uh, is. But, there it is, guys. By the way, the Texans take John Mechie the third out of okay. Alabama at 44. There you go. John Mechie the third. What a great selection by the Houston Texans. Uh, wow. How Definitely one of my favorite wide receivers in the draft. A lot of versatility and flexibility with him. And now they're going to add him to the extended Brandon yes. Cooks, Jay Hill. Yes. Extended Brandon Cooks. Yes. Uh, so they're, they're definitely setting up I know a, this. a young quarterback for a lot of ability. My, it's true. My. B, B. Bob Jones said Malik to Houston. No, they go with uh, they go with the wide receiver out of Alabama there, uh, yeah. adding some more diversity and some more firepower to, to that offense. Yeah, I mean, did did anyone really expect them to go second-round quarterback no. after going second-round quarterback last year? No I, way. No. I didn't think that was a real possibility. So. They're, like, they're, more likely, they're more likely to go after a, 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 a free agent or a veteran quarterback that they could trade for before they would draft a rookie in this, in this draft this early. Sixth or seventh round, maybe, undrafted free agent possibly. Uh, definitely not that route in terms of drafting one in the first three or four rounds. Yeah, I mean, this is all about helping the young quarterback, and adding John Mechie is going to do that. That's you're going to you're going to definitely create some opportunities for him in the open field, and this is really a good situation for him as well. Uh, John Mechie going into a really good situation in Houston. He's a good player. You wouldn't normally say going to Houston's a good situation, but uh, with the young quarterback and Lovey Smith taking over the defense, taking over the team, you would think this would definitely be something nice for them moving sure. forward. Uh, it's very, very true, man. It's very pick. true. Uh, Frank is saying Nick Cross, Marcus Jones, D'Angelo Malone, Lou saying use some 2023 third round draft capital. And they, 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 the TCC and the 49ers faithful are wanting these guys to be aggressive and come up. And, and I understand it completely. Yeah, I mean, because right now you have the, the running, the possibility of running out of potential wide receivers that can help impact your roster this year. We know Alec Pierce is still one of those guys that's tall that has the 4-4 speed and the wingspan to be able to get the ball in the air. One of the better players to do it. But is this too early to be able to trade up and get him? Are you going to wait till 61 if you're deciding to go wide receiver? I think that could be the better option. So right now, I'm not sure there's a guy 
Um, I don't know. Did David Ajabo get drafted? Or did we miss that? He is not. It, he has not been taken. Still so he is still on the board. He's still available. The closer David Ajabo gets to 50, the more likely I would think the 49ers would be to pick up that phone and go up there uh, and be able to redshirt this guy for somebody that can play 2023 20, opposite of Nick Bosa and really get after it. Talk about meeting at the quarterback. Uh, this guy is special. And here's the thing, too. The thing, the thing you just said about – say again? Yeah, he has an Achilles, so he's he's not probably not going to help your team in 2022. But he's a top 10 pick. No, he, I mean, no he's great. Yeah. but that's just the one injury still that I just cringe about, though. I, it was that, that whole situation was was rough. And here's the thing: what you just brought up about injury. what you just brought up about with uh, with pick 50. It is Kansas City. Kansas City has already gone edge rusher. They've already addressed that need. So the Niners could, in theory, make that move up to that spot, <laughs> especially if Kansas City is targeting somebody who could potentially fall back there. Yeah. That actually does make sense. They're right at the 50 mark for San Francisco to go up and make that move. So 49ers fans, faithful, just stay ready, stay tuned, because that could be happening here in the next four or five picks. Yeah, and, and then you're only going up 11 spots. So if you're going up 11 spots, cost you uh, a, it's a, 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 a. A four, probably? Yeah, I mean, you, you have a lot of compensatory picks that you've been yeah. compiling, 11 picks next year, so you could potentially come up and, and use one of those draft picks to, to make a move, but we'll see. Uh, I, I think that there's still a lot of really, really good names on the board, and maybe the 49ers don't have to come up. I think Ajabo is just the most enticing. Other than that, I can't really think of another reason to come up right now. That, that goes against my idea of we need a guy who can play this year, but if... If the medical things check out and the rehab's going well, that that yeah, the the Achilles is on pace to be 100% again. Yeah, it, it, he he might be worth the the red shirt. As much as I hate to say that after I just went on a spiel of I don't want the red shirt guy. <laughs> yeah, he was so good and he was so explosive that was. Yeah. Did something change? Oh, he had Achilles. So yeah. there's some of the chat it, that is pushing for Sky Moore. By the way, why? Uh, Sky Moore is, is somebody that a lot of people like his press release skills, the way he's able to win one-on-one. So potentially there's a wide receiver as well the 40ers could target. But since there's more than one, you have to trade him to get one. No, you, you can wait, right? You can sit back and wait. You can sit back and wait. And we, we saw this, right? We mocked Nick Benito to San Francisco at 61. He's still on the board. That's the guy I really like. Um, there's a lot of people that okay, like him. Okay, so Dave, I like him a lot. David Campbell said Ravens take Ajabo. So Smart. It looks like David Ajabo is going to be the pick here. He's not going to make it past. Son of a, son of a so gun. There you go. People in chat getting it done for us. Uh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate, appreciate that, guys. That. Yeah. Yep. So Ajabo gone. Uh, LOL gone said Monica. Boo says Jay Ellie. And you are not oh, wrong, Jay. Yeah. Frustrated. Yeah. So no, Frank, Frank I, wasn't frustrated. wrong. I'm okay with that. Though. Like that. You know what? If we can get Nick, that'd be nice. Like I, yeah. Benito, I think I, he's. I'm good right now. I'm good. I'm good. Well, now Nick Nick Benito potentially could be the best edge rusher available. He's explosive. If, if you're looking to go edge, he's got one of the best first steps. Yes, but it, he is a situational pass rusher, which we have Jason. a lot I, of already. But we do. Uh, could Kamoko Ture actually be the reason why the 49ers wouldn't end up drafting Nick Benito with pick 61? Potentially, yeah. Actually, yes. So, it, it, if he's not the option, then. This needs to be a, a receiver then. Now, we all love the little the little corner from Houston. Is, the little Marcus Jones? Is this too early, though, at, at 61? 61 wouldn't be too early. Trading up would be too early. So I think 61 okay. would be the way to go. Gotcha. Uh, so I think 61 to you know 80 would be the hotbed for Marcus Jones. 
Uh, he's he's definitely somebody that every he's single nice. 49er fan is in he's love nice. with. No, uh, I, besides I, me. I, I, <laughs> And, and we, we, we know Solid. that we know that I'm a little bit higher on Damari Mathis in the same Correct. region. I like yeah. Damari Mathis from Pittsburgh, and so he's the guy that I'm kind of rolling with right now. But I I don't hate Marcus Jones. I think he's a very good talent, uh, very good player, very talented. This, that this, would be a nice nice selection for the. I like his ball skills a lot. Like he, he's he's aggressive in the air, for the ball. Well, this, oh, yeah. this is something too you might be seeing now is there's been some cornerback guys and options kind of falling and dropping teams aren't very aggressive right now going after cornerbacks they've been very aggressive going after interior d linemen they've been very aggressive going after edge they've been very aggressive going after wide receiver maybe the niners are thinking cornerback or safety right now and seeing some guys fall and being like you know we'll just sit tight wait uh, wait till 61 see what options are available for us at that position and and then strike well the The only problem though with with that though is if they want a receiver then they're left holding the door then yeah, and Jay Elwey brings up a good point. Jaquan Brisker uh, from Penn State, the safety is still available. This is a guy that could go, I mean, should have probably went in the first round. Oh, like, my. Very impressive. So Josh Pascal. Joshua Pascal wow. to Kentucky goes to the Lions there. So pick is in. They're going Joshua Pascal uh, out of uh, out of Kentucky. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Uh, I did not expect that. I didn't expect Pascal to be going before Benito. Uh, Benito would go off the board. I thought they would go speed, but uh, maybe maybe they're thinking right closer to being a three-down guy right now than a guy like yep. Benito. Yeah, Josh Pascal is a every-down player. He can play all three downs. Where Benito's a you know a specialized pass rusher. So you're looking for somebody to come in on third downs. Benito's the better option, but Pascal's going to be able to get it done. You know, in every situation, and he's better against the run. He he can yes, definitely he set the edge a lot better than Nick Benito currently. Uh, I worry about taking edge rushers out of the Big 12, uh, but Nick Benito is a special guy with a, a lot of potentials, and we're getting into Nick Benito area. True. Right? Anytime now, Nick Benito could come off the board. Uh, yeah, a- accurate. A- accurate there. Uh, That's a good pick. Lions are having a good, at least initial, good-looking draft as well. Well, how how upset do you think, uh, Jay? How, I, I want to ask you this because you you tend to watch other quarterbacks in the league, and, and yes. you know you like talking about all, all the other quarterbacks and yes. giving them rankings, even I though do. I may not agree with the rankings. You usually right. How do you yes. how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you think Lamar Jackson's feeling right now uh, after judging, trading Hollywood Brown and then no go no going no receiver? Judging by his tweet last night when the trade went through, <laughs> I'm gonna guess he's uh, what the blank. Thank you for bleeping. Was yourself. his um, comment, and I'm guessing that hasn't changed yet. I, I. I I wonder if how bad this could be, though, in terms of it, could this start to drive a, a potential wedge there where he might be like, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, you know, either pay me more or else I'm, I'm going to explore options because that's, that was a 93-catch guy that they got. Well, 93, 93 catch guy with no other really receiver producing a whole heck of a lot in that wide receiver. Although Bateman flashes, Bateman flashes, showing something though. Like, he might be, flashes. Yeah, got to be healthy though too. You got to be on the field. He well, to well to the Hollywood though too. Like that's an issue for him too. Yeah. Well, drops were too. Chad is also starting to talk about George Pickens, potentially George Pickens being a guy out of Georgia uh, that would have a lot of you know ability right here. A guy that was. Definitely hyped up before. Pre ACL, he was a up. monster. Pre ACL, yeah. he was an absolute monster in the SEC. Like I, I loved watching him a lot. I, I saw flashes, not a ton, but I saw flashes of, of a little AJ Green style guy actually. Between AJ, AJ Green, we're going all the way to AJ Green. Comp. Little, little, little bit. Little AJ bit. Green, bold. That's AJ really bold. bold. You guys know I love me some AJ Green, so yes. you just you also yeah. like being bold. Yeah, he does. I mean, somebody like, has to even if even if you're just dead wrong, you're gonna be bold. That's right. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I 
guess if you got to be bold, you you, you go that you way. Go so bigger, you go home, right? You have to. Yeah. No, I I. Well, I mean, you could just go home. You could just you could do that, and not not go that bold. Yeah. In fact, see you later, Jason. <laughs> Time's up. You're out of here. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think I think he's a, I think George Pickens is a good player. I just he was big time. Um, you're a little bit higher on him than I am. I've seen a little bit of struggles with separation, him being able to create separation consistently against man coverage. Uh, a guy that, that does well against the zone. He sits down well. He's able to present himself to the quarterback and then get upfield and get yardage. But uh, a guy that went, can't win in the SEC one-on-one, -on -one, and those separation things are going to be big in the NFL. I would agree with you, but I also saw that same thing from – from a certain USC receiver who went number eight overall too. So you, you're talking about Drake London. I am. Yes. But you're also talking about a guy that has is six foot four, well over 200 pounds, exactly. and has a longer wingspan than George Pickens. That's true too. So that's the reason George Pickens is still it on, the, helped, on yeah. the board and, but, is, and is not drafted number eight. He couldn't separate from Pac-12 corners, not SEC corners though. What are you What are you trying to say? That the SEC is a lot better at, at defense than a. Uh, Back 12 is. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you might need to go talk to the Washington cornerback. The Washington secondary would disagree yeah. with you. They're the only good secondary in the whole conference. Uh, agree to disagree. How many uh, other defensive? Well, Utah's okay at least, but the, but, <laughs> but but they got torched by by. Is the sliding scale coming into effect already? It is. Oh, we just we just started, my guy. It is. How'd that great Utah secondary do against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl? Is Ohio State's offense like pretty legit? I don't Did know. I miss something? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'll be honest. Sure. I'm kind of hoping the commanders will hurry up and make this pick. I'm hoping they will as well. And it's, I'm hoping as well. Hey, right Jan, Jan does want to know, Jay. Jan wants to know. Do you have sunburn? I, I a, a little bit, yeah. I was out on, on the golf course yesterday. And oh, how'd you shoot at least? Mid 80s. All right, not bad. Okay. That ain't too bad. So, yeah, no, picking's still around. I've seen a couple people in chat, too, talking about uh, Ken Walker. But, yes, the, the, the She-Cooks, as Jayla referred to them as the, the Seahawks, did take <laughs> Kenneth Walker III yes, out, of, uh, out of Michigan State. So they got themselves the running back there. He's no longer on the Yeah, exactly. And I, I think we're, we're getting closer to 50, which is kind of striking distance for anyone willing to make a trade, especially San Francisco, if they're willing to move up. Uh, but right now we're just in a wait and see. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the commanders decide to do. Because they've had an interesting draft so far. It could be and anybody. It really could. This and could be all of the board. It's not quite the Houston Texans where they need everything. But, <laughs> uh, the Commanders do need a lot of really good football players because they have a really bad football name. Um, a terrible, terrible name choice. Yeah, it's not great. That was awful. It's not those those poor commies. Those, those poor poor but commanders. We're, but we're uh, gonna say bye to Jay Hill right now. Jay Hill, what a what a great job you did joining the show. Oh, was terrible. Uh, fantastic. Glad to have you here, my guy. Yeah, game. thank yeah. you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for stopping by, and uh, I'm sure I'll be on in a little while. So yeah. Hey, man, we'll uh, we'll catch you later, my guy. Jay Hill. Good to see you. Pick sixty one coming up soon. Jay Hill checking out. Uh, but we got more people coming up later tonight. Warren Brown as well. You're not gonna want to miss Warren when he's on talking about the 49ers and and maybe you know just a little bit after the Niners have made their pick. So that is gonna be a lot of fun. We will see uh, Warren for that. Catch Jay Hill just a little bit later. Yeah, so, uh, so fun stuff. Yeah, in a shocking development, uh, you and Jay Hill decided to talk over each other for a little bit, so we got that. Nah, this is just a smidge. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be the pick that I'm most interested in right now because I think that they could go wide receiver. They didn't, though. They didn't. Ooh. The pick just came through. It's defensive tackle Fedarian Mathis out of Alabama. Fedarian Mathis, what a nice player this guy is. Um, very versatile at his size. He's able to get. 
you know, going, uh, he could play in the one tech or the three tech, I think, in the NFL. How do you think they're going to use him? Uh, I would imagine they're going to use him in the three technique. Uh, he's going to be a guy that plays three downs for them, I would imagine. Yeah. They're not taking this guy, I don't think, to, to have him kind of plug and play. They're trying to do very similar things to what San Francisco has done, though, in terms of building through that front, right? Building through that front forward, making sure you have quality linebacker play. Um, and then, you know, offensively, you're going out and getting Carson Wentz. You're trying to get an uptick in terms of production on the offense. Um, yeah. Very interesting how they've built this thing out. But, again, a, a very athletic guy there on the front. He's got some speed. does have some technique things he can clean up. But, again, bolstering the strength of that front four. Yeah, he's got a really good first step. I mean, he gets into it really fast. I like this guy's ability to get down the line of scrimmage as well. As you can see him run down a lot of plays when you watch his film. He, he's got some of that sideline to sideline ability from the interior defensive line spot, which I like. I think this is a nice pick for the for the Washington Commanders. So well done for them. And now they've gotten Dotson and Mathis. So, uh Wow, oh, the Azorian one has entered the building um, and is already getting excited. So there we go. Me wow. through the table. Wow. But but we have a stream. I'm like, you don't care. Oh my gosh. Through the table at eight fifteen. Wow. Oh my gosh, that means when we're ended. Oh, okay, I'm, so the I'm pick terrified. for the Bears is already in. I mean, they're already getting. They're already getting this. The pick is started. in, but they won't announce it for another four and a half minutes. That's true. <laughs> that, that that is true. We're, it's most gonna, likely going to be happening. I mean. Let's, let's, I was going to say, let's, uh, let's go to the, the draft party a little bit. You can kind of get a look at uh, everyone hanging out out here with us at Back Alley Brew in Galt, California. TCC having some fun, doing doing some things, and uh, just football fans out here having a good time. And so uh, glad that uh, they decided to join us and glad you're joining us here, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, wherever you're watching right now. Uh, appreciate you being here and watching the stream. Make sure you like if you haven't already and subscribe. Um, but look at waiting on the Bears now and seeing what they're going to do. Um, the the Washington Commanders, the 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 commies as it may be, and going with a uh, an interior defensive lineman there, bolstering that front four. Uh, teams like the Seahawks uh, building through running back here at this middle point of the the second round and getting closer and closer to San Francisco being on the clock. And there it is, safety Jaquan Bersker out of Penn State for the Bears. So the Bears address secondary. Uh, is that it? Is that the second secondary player they've gone after now? Yeah, they went Kyler Gordon just, uh, I mean, just a little bit ago here in the second round. So they are definitely addressing the secondary and making sure uh, they can lock it down. They're, they're not going to let Aaron Rodgers beat them. This is a great selection. Jaquan Brisker is a very, very good safety. I like this guy a lot. I thought he was one of the better safeties in the draft. The versatility, you know, to come up and cover guys in the slot. Uh, so this was a nice pick by the Bears and another guy. Alex at the 49ers definitely could have been targeting later on. Of course, weren't going to jump up to 48 to get him, but Chicago building their roster uh, through the secondary right now. And we know that there's different trains of thought. Some like the 49ers build it through the defensive line True. and then some build it through the secondary. And it appears that that's how the Bears are going to approach the 2022 draft. Uh, that's exactly how it appears. And the Saints are on the clock, pick not in. So we're waiting to see what they're going to do. And, uh, I mean, this has been uh, exciting so far, man. Second round, getting off to a, an interesting start. The, the Packers go in and get in our boy Christian Watson and basically all the faithful from the TC's boy, Christian Watson. Kyler Gordon going a little bit after that. Um, uh, no, no real surprising names. I think the only surprising name, I think the most shocking thing that's happened so far between day one and day two uh, has been Cole Strange at the end of the first round to the New England Patriots. But it seems also like it was 100% a Bill Belichick New England Patriots move. Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick doesn't really care, you know, what anyone thinks about his draft picks. He's just going to get the guys that fit his scheme, and he's going to put them in the right positions. And I think that Cole Strange is one of those guys. 
Uh, so it's 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 going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, and so we'll we'll, we'll see uh, see what the Niners decide to do and and what they're uh, what they're planning to do. Uh, but look, TCC, if you if you missed it a little bit earlier, if you're just joining the stream, we got new merch dropping. We got the the merch shop up and running, and a lot of positive. Uh, Huge, nice, nice gear. You can see some of the almost right now. 49ers stand shirts, 49ers cut back hat. So if you missed that a little bit earlier, you're not going to want to miss it now. I'm going to play it for you again, TCC, so you can get a look at the new merch drops on the shop. So make sure you head on over there, 49ersCutbackShop.com. Get yourself some 49ers gear. Rep the Cutback Crew wherever you go. Let's check it out. <laughs> What is up? I'm going to be on my own here for a little bit as Alex has checked out. Uh, but this is this is where we're going to continue to move. We got the New Orleans Saints on the clock currently. Um, and then I seen Frank uh, talking about potentially Mac retiring. Is, 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 is that confirmed? I don't know if anyone knows if, if Mac is retiring or not. Let us know if you think that Mac is going to be retiring. So, uh, New England. Drafted a very nice player in Cole Strange, and I think that Cole Strange is is a very solid player. But there are some questions about size, and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. It's off in the distance. There's people dancing around and stuff and having a good time. Uh, what is up, David Campbell? Uh, thanks for that. The Ant Colony shirt is awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, thanks everyone for checking out the the shop. But we got New Orleans, and New Orleans has already been making moves throughout this draft, trading up, uh, trading back, and creating you know some nice opportunities for them as they continue to build in the NFC South. They're going to be rolling with Jameis Winston again at quarterback. Uh, so that's going to be something that's interesting, interesting development. Can he recover from the ACL? Um, so right now, we're, while we're waiting on that, we got a, we're getting closer and closer to San Francisco. We got N'Kobe Dean, a linebacker. I know maybe the 49ers wouldn't be interested in linebacker, but a guy that has first-round potential. So he's going to be available right now. They could go up and get him potentially. Uh, but there's a lot of good players. Safeties as well. Nick Cross is is going to be a guy that's available. Uh, so right now is, is still a, a lot of players on the board that could have a lot of interest to San Francisco. Um, Jay Ellie says, hey, are you tracking your top 50? Who's left for 61? Um, I don't currently have that list in front of me, Jay Ellie, but I will get to that uh, momentarily. I'm on my own right now as Alex is you know, on a little bit of a, a break. So I'll, I'll let you know when I get a chance to get to my my top 50 big board, and then I'll let you know if anyone is still available. And yes, Mark Graves, Alex, I believe, is making a beer run. Uh, he said he needed to check out for a second, so um, I'm on my own right now. But I think this is something that's going to happen as New Orleans, you know, is getting closer and closer uh, to this pick being there. Uh, I think all 49er fans are waiting on pins and needles in the chat right now as they're saying Marcus Jones is still available and they're wanting Marcus Jones. That could be something that they need to get done. Uh, but right now, we don't know. The Saints pick is in, so we're going to be waiting for that. Uh, when we when we have an idea of what the, the Saints are going to be doing, we'll be able to discuss that. But right now, there's still some really good players available, uh, including Alex Pierce and Sky Moore. Uh, so 
Sky Moore, Alec Pierce are, are really good wide receivers, potentially. Trey McBride tied in from Colorado State. And Abraham Lucas, uh, the, the tackle from Washington State, who has position versatility. He's able to play inside at the guard position or play tackle. More a right tackle in the NFL than a left tackle, but still a lot of ability. Uh, so I think that there's still a lot of really good football players available. This is kind of a hotbed of talent um, for, the, for the 49ers and for a lot of the NFL uh, teams right now. There's a lot of picks right now. In fact, it comes all the way to about 70 where there's a lot of talent and there's a little bit of a break until you get into the 80s. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens when uh, this pick comes in and, and what direction. Maybe, maybe somebody's going to have to make a move. So far, it's been a little bit quieter uh, than, it, than it was uh, last night. Last night, tons of moves, people moving up and down the boards, uh, tr trading players. Day one was an exciting day. Uh, right now, day two, a lot more quiet, but we're seeing a lot of really, really good football players coming off the board, and I expect that to continue. The San Francisco 49ers might have to move up. If they don't move up from 61, potentially, they might run out of enough players, and uh, they might actually decide to trade back. We'll see. Um, so I think this is something that we're going to watch. Uh, Ken Martin said, uh, Debo just came on draft meet and greet and asked him what you want to tell 49ers. He said, I love you all. So, yeah, there you go. Debo Samuel still showing some love for San Francisco. I don't think it's ever been a, a problem uh, with the fans. And the New Orleans Saints have selected Alante Taylor, a cornerback from Tennessee. So New Orleans continuing the trend of the, the South is going defense. You've had Atlanta going defense, getting Arnold Evichetti, and now New Orleans going defense with Alante Taylor. I see him listed as a safety on ESPN by Tennessee, but uh, via Tennessee, but he's a very good football player that has versatility. If he is transitioning to the safety position, uh, he's going to be able to cover in the in the nickel. This is kind of one of those new things that's happening as you get a hybrid caliber player that can play in the nickel, but can also play safety. Uh, so this is one of those guys. Alante Taylor was the star player for me. Uh, he was a guy that when I watched the film, I really liked the way that he approached the game. Very instinctive, very good against the run, and very physical. And if you're watching the highlights right now on ESPN, you know that's the case. Alante Taylor's a very, very good football player. Fun film to watch. The, the, thing with, the thing with Alante Taylor is, you know, I mean, right here, there's tremendous value. And New Orleans gets themselves a really, really, really good uh, corner. I, I don't know about the dancing, though. But the, the, the dancing is something. Um, so BV50 saying, what pick are they on right now? Uh, I'm trying to see. Uh, they are at pick 50. So the Chiefs are on the clock for pick 50. They've already went Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington, and George Karloftis, uh, defensive end. So the, so far, Kansas City has been going all defense. So potentially you're looking now for an offensive name to come off the books. But we'll see what Kansas City does there and how it ends up affecting the rest of this draft. But uh, what a great pick Alante, Alante Taylor is. I, I, this is one of those guys I'm, I'm a big fan of. And so I think potentially New Orleans got themselves a lot better with this draft pick. And now Kansas City's on the clock, and they, they have some needs, which they've already addressed a lot of it. But potentially they could go wide receiver. I mean, they made the big trade, uh, and, and now they're going to be looking to replace that production, get somebody for Patrick Mahomes. There are still some good names there. To me, this is Sky Moore. Uh, potential written all over it. Could this be where Sky Moore goes? A, a, a player that a lot of people are very high on. Uh, I think that this could be his spot. So we'll see what happens with Sky Moore. Uh, and, and if he is off the board and potentially another, you know, domino that falls as we get closer to 61. We're, we're 11 picks away now from San Francisco being on the, 
on the clock. Sky Moore and Alec Pierce, the top two wide receivers, according to Mel Kuyper's big board. Uh, George Pickens, Calvin Austin III, a nice speedy receiver from Memphis that has a lot of versatility. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs have traded. So there you go. The, the New England Patriots are now on the clock. So New England is going to be making a pick here. So far, they've made one selection at pick 29. They got Cole Strange out of Chattanooga, the very first player ever drafted in the first round out of Chattanooga. Uh, so what an honor for Cole Strange, a, a very nice player with a lot of versatility. Could play center, could play guard in the NFL. We'll see how New England ends up using him. But now they're on the clock and some of the needs change. I thought this could be a spot where Sky Moore goes, but... Now that New England is on the clock, we'll see if they are willing to go the that that way and go wide receiver. The pick's in. I'm waiting to see what this pick ends up being. But Sky Moore potentially could be that guy out of Western Michigan. All right, let's see. Malik Willis and Matt Corral still on the board. Uh, that's that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, wide receiver. I thought Malik Willis was going to go. At, I thought Malik Willis, the quarterback, was going to go in the top five, according to a lot of people. Didn't see it on film, however. Uh, he's he's still on the board. He's on the the meteoric slide that he's on. Uh, so we'll see what happens when the when the Patriots pick. But running backs, there's a lot of good running backs as Mel Kuyper's board is rolling through. You see Damian Pierce and Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller, a phenomenal running back out of Texas A&M, would be a nice target. I just wonder where his number's going to happen. But when are we going to get that opportunity for uh, Spiller to come off the board? Because I think he's a complete running back that can do it all. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious what they do there with that. Um, yeah, so right now we're waiting to see what New England does. We're seeing if New England is, is going to decide uh, to go with a nice player like Sky Moore. Are they going to go George Pickens? Are they going wide receiver? Are they going to help Mac Jones out? Or is this time when uh, Bill Belichick, or when he decides he's going to go defense again? You know, I mean, there's, there's some very nice players. Potentially he could get somebody to be an edge rusher. Uh, it seems like that's something he likes to do. So they have a guy that they're definitely targeting coming up uh, to this pick, pick 50, and, and trading with Kansas City. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what this ends up being. I am definitely, definitely curious. Um, Jay Ellie says zero first-round quarterbacks. I, I think Pickett went in the first round right to the Steelers. Oh, yeah, there you go. Jay Ellie saying he reached. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they did reach there. Uh, maybe they're having flashbacks from 1984 when they, when they passed on Dan Marino uh, out of pit there and, and allowed him to go to the, the Miami Dolphins. So maybe they, maybe they had that kind of flashback. And we all know that that's not the same, but uh, something funny to think about. Sure. Um, and so we'll see what we get from the Patriots right now. So far, for some reason, these picks just take forever and a day to happen. Uh, so it, it hasn't happened so far. Let's see what's going on out here in the at back alley. Look at this. We got we got a, we got people coming out having a good time. Uh, you see Alex out there having a good time out in the crowd. So that's fun. Uh, well done. And I'm back. All right, guys. Let's see what happens here with the new New England Patriots. Who is everyone highest on? Jan says no first round pick for quarterbacks makes sense. All right, later, Frank. Thanks for checking in on chat. We really appreciate that. Uh, well done. So let's go through. Let's start looking at some of the big board, and let's see who we got left. Potentially, we're going to have some players that we could go ahead and, and address as New England goes off the board. 
Um, there are still a lot of really good players, of course. We know Marcus Jones is, is one of the highest guys left on our big board. Uh, Marcus Jones is a very, very, very good player. But right behind him, Damari Mathis coming out of Pittsburgh is a very solid player, very instinctive and an absolute thumper, very physical. Those are guys that are very high on our board and, and could potentially you know, go at any time. So if you're looking to move up, this could be one of those spots um, where you do it. New England took their chance right now. Uh, Nick Cross still on the board. He could be one of these picks for New England. Uh, Kirby Joseph, the safety as well, if they decide to go that way. Okay, let's see. Here we go. The pick is in for New England, so I'm, I'm really hoping this comes through. And uh, BB50 says, very good knowledge, and on the Marino fact. Yeah, definitely. Marino was one of those guys that was fun to watch. Uh, a Hall of Fame talent that never quite won a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, Joe Montana was the one that got after him and prevented that to ha from happening. So um, maybe, maybe they think they're going to strike gold with Pickett. We'll see. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if Pickett's that guy. They're going to have Trubisky to be the guy to bridge the gap until Pickett is ready to go. Bridge quarterback there. Can Pickett beat him out in the in training camp? Maybe potentially. So that's going to be something that could definitely happen. All right. New England takes Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver from Baylor. Wow. Uh, this one is surprising. So New England once again goes with surprising player. Tyquan Thornton, uh, the, the speed receiver out of Baylor with a 4-2 speed. What an ability he has. But is this a little early? Pick 50 for Tyquan Thornton, a guy that was thought to have been a late fourth, early fifth round pick. And now he is going in the second round to the New England Patriots. I mean, Bill Belichick just really doesn't care. A guy that has got all the size of 6'2", but 181 pounds. You wonder what, how his strength is going to tran translate to the NFL. You wonder if he's going to have that physicality. Uh, but, I mean, this is, this is kind of one of those guys that can stretch the field. Mac Jones getting himself a big weapon here in Taekwon Thornton. Someone that can stretch the field is going to be a vertical threat and hopefully allow other players like Kendrick Bourne to be able to create underneath. They're going to help their young quarterback, and they're doing it in a big way with Baylor, a Baylor wide receiver, Taekwon Thornton. A little early, so I'm surprised about this. Uh, but definitely a, a, a talented player and a very, very good guy. So I, I think that uh, Tyquan Thornton being the pick was a huge surprise, and New England continues to surprise us with their selections. Bill Belichick, he's looking at his board. He sees what, what he's got, and he really, really, really doesn't care. And chat lit up on that for sure. Chat is definitely talking about Thornton and the fact that this was a little early for him. And... Right now, that's an interesting draft. If you'd have told me they took Cold Strange at this pick, I would have said that was a great selection. And if you'd have told me they took Tyquan Thornton in the third or fourth round, that would have been a great selection. But they decided to go right here with Tyquan Thornton, not miss the chance to get their guy and get their speed receiver. Uh, so well done there. And we're, we're, we still got a lot of really good offensive linemen. It appears the 49ers are going to have a very nice player available at pick 61. We're getting we're 10 picks away now as we're at 51. The Eagles are on the clock. In fact, their pick is in, and so that will be coming down pretty soon. Uh, My Jai Sanders, Cameron Thomas are still players, edge rushers available. So it's uh, a lot of really good guys. It looks like the 49ers are going to be able to stay put at 61 and be able to get the player that they want. Uh, so I don't expect a trade up now that I see the numbers. I'm sure there'll be some sort of a push to come up and get someone, but I think the 49ers can stay put. Uh, keep their draft capital and then move around after 61, uh, potentially 
Yeah, that's it. And you know what? That's that's a good question, JLE. They, they, everyone wants to know. I see Megan right now, but I don't know how she's reacting. There's no reaction from Megan on Taekwon Thornton. Uh, but she she's she's busy right now, so we'll we'll see what we get to. Um, Alex is getting ready to come in, so uh, we'll we'll be going to that in one second. So everyone, check this out. You subscribed, but are you a channel member? You probably should be. You get extra additional content, Madden gameplays. You get early access to tons of different videos, as well as a, uh, as well as what, what do we call those things again? Oh, that's right, live membership only live streams. That's right, only for members, only for you. You get all of our time and uh, not just football, Ant. Yeah, lots of other stuff as well. So go ahead and click the join button right now and join the 49ers Cutback Crew. Get some cool emojis also. Oh, yeah, that as well. So hold on, Ant, hold on. Yeah. You just told me this is breaking news because I was saying what's up to some of the TCC. I was saying hi to everyone that, that's here tonight and, and, and a lot of that fun stuff. And yeah. Talking with some of the people who've driven you know, a couple hours, if yeah. not all over the place. Uh, and, and yeah, so Paul Sanders right here with yeah. us. We, we got Robert here tonight as well. We got Lou here tonight as well. Sa Saunders, is that Saunders. better? Is that there better? Saunders, that's yeah. just specifically for Paul. Saunders. Yeah, you're destroying his name. What are you doing? Uh, man? In a shocking turn of event, and if you give me a couple of beers, things get uh, a little, a little bad. Start to turn into J Hill. Start to turn into J Hill a little bit. <laughs> so, so Mr. Saunders has heard it all. Paul Saunders has heard it all his life. Yeah, Paul and, Saunders. And we're doing, there you we're go. doing it. Okay. But apparently the, the Pats traded up for Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, they took Tyquan Thornton. In the second round? Pick 50. They yeah. traded up for it, Paul. Yeah, pick 50. 4-2 uh, speed guy, but I mean, it was interesting. Chance, definitely. It's killing me. Yeah, in fact, chat lit up wanting Megan's response to Tyquan Thornton and Cole Strange being their picks. But she, she's talking right now, so it's okay. She is. Megan, Tyquan Thornton. The Pats traded up for Tyquan Thornton and took Cole Strange. Thoughts? She hates it. She hates it. So she hates go. it. She's there giving me go, the glare Jay. right she now. Oh it. my lord. Yeah. Oh my lord, TCC. I can't I can't even wrap my head around that. I just went to say hi. I felt like I was gone five seconds. You were gone. Yeah, you were gone five seconds and, and the world burned. Uh, that that's basically the what happened. setting the entire draft on fire. Oh my gosh, in a bad way. Yeah, and the Eagles are on the clock. In fact, their pick has been in for like the last ten minutes. Uh so, Jay Ellie was wanting us to go over our big board a little bit, and we can see that Marcus Jones uh, is the number one guy left on our big board. Cam Jurgens just went, just went. Okay, so Cam Jurgens. Cam Jurgens to the Philadelphia Eagles. What a, what a nice pick. I mean, I, I think Eagles fans can be very happy with Cam Cam Jurgens. You call him Jurgens, I call him Jurgens. Jurgens, Jurgens. Um, but he's he's definitely the the jerky man. So according to what we've heard about that, uh, so, according to Caleb. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he he's a a very very nice prospect. I think they got a, a center to help. They're doing a very good job of building that offense around Jalen Hurts, right? AJ Brown, now Cam Jurgens to go ahead and and have a nice offensive line for him. They're they're building it for Jalen Hurts. Now Hurts has to be successful this year. If he's not, uh, then they're going to be looking for quarterback next year, potentially in the veteran market, because they're going to have a very nice roster. Oh, yeah, they're going to have a, they're going to have a great roster and a lot, a lot of fun things happening out here. TCC. Uh, everyone here at Back Alley Brew, make some noise. Get excited. Look at, look at all of you guys out here having a, having a blast, having a good time. This has been a, a lot of fun so far, and, and the yeah. night is still young. It is. It's still young. It's not even dark out right now. It's a lot of, lot of fun stuff happening. You can see Warren there getting ready. He's going to be joining us here shortly, TCC. So a lot of, a lot of yeah. good stuff and a lot of fun times happening. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having Warren on here and getting his uh, perspective on what is going on throughout the night. And this is going to be uh, 
you know, fun night. We're, we're, we're just getting started here. We're 10 picks away from San Francisco pick, I guess nine now. Uh, and the Eagles go ahead and get Cam Jurgens, who's a huge target for a lot of 49er fans. Cole Strange in the first round. Interior offensive line, potentially we're starting to run out of. If you're going down our big board, the, the next guy for interior offensive line is Dylan Parham. Out of, uh, Dylan, out of Memphis. Out of Memphis. So Dylan Parham is still available. Potentially, that would be somebody the 49ers could target. I don't think, and I said this while you were gone, Alex, I don't think now the 49ers are going to trade up. I think they will stay pat at 61. Because there's a lot of good football players, including Marcus Jones, Damari Mathis, Alec Pierce, uh, James Cook, Brian Cook, uh, Dylan Parham. I'm actually kind of surprised that Alex Pier Alec Pierce is not off the board yet, just because of the amount of wide receivers that we've seen come off the board of the fact that you had the New England Patriots trading all the way up for Tyquan Thornton kind of signaling right they want a wide receiver they, they wanted to address it I felt like actually Alec Pierce was kind of the name and, and there goes George Pickens wide receiver for the Steelers off the board as well so I mean what the wide receiver run has been real it is something that is happening the fact that a guy like Alec Pierce with 439 speed and the 6'3 size and frame Either teams are not loving the value with where he's at, or maybe this is some a, a guy that, that teams just don't want that part of their roster. They don't think they can make it fit, make it work. I, I think the value for Alec Pierce is still coming up. It's going to be 60-plus. Uh, so that's when you'll see Alec Pierce, the big receiver from Cincinnati, come off the board. But right now is 4-4 speed, and the wingspan, it should be something that teams are definitely interested in. It should so be. I, I, think, I think he is somebody that's going to come up pretty soon. But on the big board, he is the third guy left on the big board. So at some point, he's going to come off the books. Uh, George Pickens, though, however, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, what a good selection, a guy with a lot of ability. And I think that the one thing, he, the question for him is going to be able to create separation against man coverage consistently. If he's able to do that, He's a great player because he can sit down in zones. He presents himself to quarterbacks really well. He has a nice feel in that area, and he's pretty good after the catch. So we'll see and how he does in, in Pittsburgh. Speaking into existence is David Campbell. Colts take Alec Pierce. There it is. Alec Pierce off the board. There you go. So Alec Pierce, another guy is off the board, potentially a 49ers target. The 49ers will not be getting a receiver that's 6'4 plus. Alex, I can stretch the field. And a solid first name, man. It's one letter off from being a perfect first name. It's literally one letter off. Well, from maybe being a they can get name. Alec Lindstrom later, and that'll true. Make that, that would actually uh, it makes up for it, right? It does make up for it. So uh, there it is, right? Uh, yeah. The, uh, the the big tall wide receiver with the speed goes to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they're they're looking to replace some speed with uh, T. Y. Hilton with uh, some size as well with Alec Pierce. So uh, solid choice there for them, and the you know giving Matt Ryan some targets and options to throw to. Uh, coming up this next season in 2022. Yeah, and, and that means that the next wide receiver on our big board is Danny Gray, the wide receiver out of uh, SMU. Something and then, that the Niners met, a guy that the Niners met with also. Right, and then Khalil Shakir, the wide receiver from Boise State, are two receivers if the 49ers are interested in going wide receiver. Uh, but there's no guarantees that they will at this point because there's a lot of players at other positions they could potentially go after. And, of course, everyone is going to start spamming chat with Marcus Jones because we know that the, the TCC loves them, so Marcus Jones. But don't forget, James Cook and Brian Cook are both available too, the, the running back and the, the safety. So potentially those guys could be also targets at 61. Un unless you're someone, Lou, you are an absolute darling sweetheart, the best <laughs> the best of all of us here. And these are these are lumpias and tacos. Wow. Lumpia and tacos. This man knows we love lumpia. This man knows we love tacos. And he just brought us lumpia and tacos. Well, thank you, Lou. We really appreciate that. And I know you've been high on the lumpia. So I'm, I think Lou's excited to see your face as you bite into one of these. I mean, Lou, you're going to get it. You're going to get an absolute reaction here as I take my first bite of Lumpia on the yeah, night. Uh, there you go. This is absolutely solid. But look, I, I think the exciting thing about all of this right now 
uh, for the 49ers is just what you're going to do, how you're going to address this. You know, there's been plenty of TCC, and there's plenty of TCC out here tonight who have felt very, very strongly about safety. They felt very strongly about interior O-line. They feel strong about the wide receiver position, edge rushers. Um, you still have options. You still got Benito. You still have uh, wide receivers on the board like Danny Gray, who they've met with, right? You still have Dylan Parham, a guy that everyone's very high on. Guys like Donovan West as well. Alec Lindstrom, who you're very big on as well. So a lot of positions we can still address with this. The problem now is just safety position who you're going to go with that because we said right if you don't go early at the safety spot if you're not able to go early with that you may not go the safety route it's looking more and more like maybe safety isn't an option for san francisco in this draft and that jacuski tart may end up back in san francisco maybe i mean you still see, see safeties available I mean, there's true. really good safeties on the board right now and somebody's going to be there at 61 if that's the way they want to go now jay ellie did point out to me that i did miss a wide receiver uh, with that top in ability as Alex bites into his lumpia and has a, a wonderful look on his oh face. Isaiah Weston from you and I, uh, six foot four, listen, over 200 pounds, listen. that can run a 4 3. Isaiah Weston is fantastic. I am. Yeah. On air. On air, Steve's. On air, Zorian one. Listen, you, you can't beat this lumpia. You literally can't beat this lumpia. If you have not, if you're here right now and you have not had the lumpia, I don't know what you're doing. Head on to the back and grab that lumpia. This is absolutely fantastic. It's phenomenal. Uh, Lou, I love you forever. You're my favorite TCC member and, forever. And the, the Lumpia lady doesn't need a commercial because she just got Alex with the wonderful uh, em, em, I'm, enjoyment I'm the plug man. What, since when have I not been the plug man here? I'm yeah. the plug man on this Yeah, part. there you go. So Lumpia lady at, at Back Alley Brew House in Gall, California. Whenever she's here, you might want to make sure you're here. Yeah, thank you. Right here in Gall, California. <laughs> Cheap pop, baby. Cheap pop, baby. That's all you can do. Oh, my goodness gracious, Aunt. It's all good. It's all good. Steve. You're, you're, yeah. you're fine here, my guy. And so I haven't seen if anyone's gone recently, but N'Kobe Dean, the, the linebacker from Georgia, has continued his slippity slide down the board slippity and is slide. still available here. Uh, N'Kobe Dean, a guy I would have been interested in trading up for. I know linebacker's not normally a big position the 49ers need to address right now. They will have to replace Greenlaw or Aziz Alshire, but geez, I mean, at some point, this guy's just, there's too much value there. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. And, and, and we do have Warren Brown cut up tonight as well, TCC. So make sure you hit that like button right now and subscribe if you haven't already uh, because we got Warren coming up here in a little bit. Um, look, I, I think there's a, a lot of positive things that can still happen for the 49ers tonight. A lot of good things that can happen tonight for the 49ers. A lot of ways they can still address uh, positions and, and players and, and just needs. Um, but it, it does look more and more. The, the closer we get towards... You know this top 50 uh, back end of the, of the of pick 50. Then the Niners are just going to sit pat and, and not be aggressive and come up, which means maybe they're coming up later, Ant, or maybe we can see a trade at uh, 105. We have a we have a very good question right here, Alex, and, okay. and this is going to go into what you're saying. So Brandon West says Cam Jurgens, who's gone, but Nick Cross, Drake Jackson, who are we picking? Drake Jackson from USC is still on the board. Would you be willing to take him if he makes it to 61? Yes. Wow. Yes, but only if Nick Menino is not available and edge rusher is the way you want to go with this game. Okay, there you go. That so, is the only way. So um, you're, you're still high on, on Nick Benito from uh, Oklahoma. Well, I mean, it's not that I'm high on Nick Benito. I like a lot of things that he does. I think if he's the best player available at that spot, that it makes sense for San Francisco. The, the real question is, is just with Nick Benito, um, it, it, it's you're more kind of – Confined. You're confined to roles. You're confined to areas you can play him, which would be passed down situations. Sky Moore has just been picked by the Kansas City Chiefs. I called it at 50. He, he did not get picked. They traded back and still get Sky Moore. 
So there you go. Sky so, Moore being added to Patrick Mahomes. So they, they, are they are they thinking here? This is the guy that can pl replace Tyreek Hill. This is what it would feel like, right? I, I don't think they think they can replace Tyreek Hill with one player, but I think this is where they start with a guy that can win. A, you know, in press coverage situations. Uh, Sky Moore, a guy that creates after the catch. So a very nice selection out of Western Michigan. Sky Moore to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, in a shocking development, the rich get richer with another speed receiver. And San Francisco continue, continues to wait. They continue to sit to sit and wait. And, and they should. I mean, we're, we're now apparently, what, six picks away? Sure. Uh, we're, we're right there where they want to be. We'll see what the 49ers get. But there's a lot of really good players, like we mentioned on our big board, Marcus Jones, Damari Mathis. Uh, James Cook, Brian Cook, and Darion Beavers, the top guys on our list that are still available. And, and there you can see it, Paul. You can see the deep slant that Sky Moore just ran. He runs a slant. He runs a slightly deeper slant and a really good vertical route. That, that, that's what you get out of Sky Moore most of the time. There's the there's the there's the vertical. Yeah, yeah I mean that that's what he's going to have to do, right? He has more speed than everyone he's going against. It's easy. It doesn't mean he can't translate to the NFL, though. Very true. Uh, I think Sky Moore can't translate to the NFL, and he's going to have the advantage of playing with Patrick Mahomes and that really dynamic offense that they got, they've built there in Kansas city. Uh, you're, you, you're, I, I want to say it, but I also don't want chat to rip me. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold chat. Look what you've done. You, you've, you've made me self-conscious. I hope you're proud of yourselves. I hope you're proud of yourselves. Congratulations. Uh, did y'all see Debo shout out to 49ers fans at the drafts? Asked Mr. Core. Yeah, actually it was brought up earlier that somebody brought it up in chat as well about Debo shouting out the fans. I don't think Debo ever had a problem with the fans or with San Francisco in general. He's just trying to work things out. Oh, you just uh, listening. Yeah. Uh, right, Paul came up and so we're just we're wanted to say hi to make sure. We want to make sure. Oh, there oh yeah. yeah oh, there, sure. there, there there it is. There you go. I wouldn't be surprised if we reach for a guy like Luke Fortner, said Brandon West. So okay, Brandon so, West going Luke Fortner. Yeah, Luke Fortner, a lot of position versatility from center guard uh, out of Kentucky. So Luke Fortner could be a guy they could go with. But is it a reach for interior offensive line at pick 61? I would argue it is. So potentially 93 or 105 would be a better situation for the 49ers to address interior offensive line. So and, I and the, don't think Luke Fortner would be the answer. And Trey McBride is the pick there you for go. the Cardinals. So the Cardinals going another tight end option, Ant. Uh, the, the Cardinals are all about adding weapons. Weapons, And once again, another big weapon for them as they go tight end. This is the eventual replacement for Ertz. Ertz is going to be there for a while, but now they can go to a two tight end set. This is about changing the way that they, they look at things and putting other teams in the traditional 4-3 packages. Uh, this is a, a little bit of a shift. So maybe Cliff Kingsbury is looking at this as an opportunity to not let teams sit in the nickel, uh, which has been primarily 70% of snaps have been in the nickel now, but now to sit back and get into four, three sets uh, where you have to play the base four, three and, and have all, both linebackers. Good thing the 49ers have Aziz Alshire and Trey Greenlaw with Fred Warner, right? Um, that's accurate. And it's a good thing to have a, a solid base four, three uh, down set and package with three talented linebackers, as well as a, talented front four um and also when you had your question you heard jimmy ward uh, incredible safeties who can come up and play in the box now you may go safety in this draft you may be able to re-sign uh Jaquiski tart luckily for san francisco that's not as much of a problem the problem for them right now has been speed on the outside the wide receiver position which is what a lot of these teams in the nfc west have been going after the rams have been doing this the cardinals have been doing this uh seattle not so much right now they did do it last year going Dwayne eskridge in the draft when they went already having right they went early with Dwayne eskridge already having DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett uh, under under contract and already on the team. But, you know, Seattle, things are changing there in terms of what they're going to be and how they're going to go about attacking. 
Arizona maybe making a little bit of a shift, although they did, you know, commit and, and go after and get Hollywood Brown yesterday. I went on a, the He's on Fire's podcast, and, and they were absolutely in love with it. How did right. you feel about that, by the way, that trade? Pick 23 for uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it, it, I always value a proven commodity over a draft pick because there's just no guarantees. But there is a guarantee of what Hollywood Brown can do. So I like that move overall. I think Arizona got better with that pick. It's very true. Now, Jay Ellie, while we're waiting for the Cowboys pick to come through, Jay Ellie wanted me to go over the best available wide receivers on our big board. Fair. And so we know that Pierce went. So now we're getting down. It's Danny Gray. It is Khalil Shakir as the two guys that are the, the next top two. That's when you get to the next tier. David Bell and Velas Jones. Yep, David Bell, Velas Jones. Mel Kuyper has uh, Velas oh, Jones above did. him. And the selection is in. Dave, get excited, Dave. Get excited. It's Sam Williams, by the way. Defensive end out of Ole Miss. Sam Williams. So they did address edge rusher. I thought they were going to go this earlier, Ant. But maybe Sam Williams is a the guy they absolutely love the entire time, knowing that he's going to fall and they can go get this guy in the second round. If that's the case, then they address some multiple needs. That yeah, there, there was there was a little bit of interesting things coming up with Sam Williams uh, before the draft. This is a guy that we talked about on Warzone a little bit. Uh, but I think Sam Williams is a, a nice pick for them. They needed to add edge rush, and they're going to address it this way in the draft. Uh, a really, really nice player. So. I, I think this guy has a lot of position versatility, a guy that can play on the edge, but can also slide in on obvious pass downs. A, a, a solid player for sure. Uh, definitely Jerry Jones is not afraid to take people with potential off-the-field issues. He's just getting after it. They're getting after it in a big way. There's a lot of things to like about Sam Williams. You knew he, there was going to be some issues and some sliding uh, for this gentleman. Um, not as far as we saw in some of the mock drafts. Uh, but, hey, get on the Cowboys. They go and get get an edge rusher. They go get an edge rushing presence, Ant. Uh, they go this route instead of a guy like Nick Benito, and maybe it's because of the versatility, like you talked about, being able to slide on the interior as well. Well, it's it's the fact that he's going to be able to play all three downs, oh, right? Too. He can set that's the too. edge against the run with Nick Benito. Nick Benito is going to be a situational pass rusher to start. Uh, Buffalo has just traded. So uh, Buffalo Bills have just traded their pick to the – to the to Buccaneers, Bucks. and the Buccaneers are going to be moving up. They've only made one selection so far, and that was Logan Hall, defensive end from Houston. Oh, it's a big, oh, it's a big wow. thumbs down from Dave. And a shocking surprise, negative Dave is negative. Yeah, cow Cowboy fan in the house says absolutely no on 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 the Sam Mill Sam Williams. Kobe Dean is still on the board. Yeah, the Kobe Dean is still. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! So the Kobe Dean's still on the board. Dave, Dave, not happy with it. It's, uh, Dave, Dave, Dave wants to go home. He's, he's ready to call it quits on the draft. Yeah, so I, I wonder what Tampa Bay felt was necessary to jump up and get right here. Uh, because now we're getting to the point where the 49ers are within striking distance. I am curious where they go. Tight end, maybe. They could go tight end. We just saw a tight end come off the board. Potentially, they could go and strike on a tight end. Could it be Dylan Parham here? Ooh, you think they're going to go in? They could go interior. I mean, they did, have, yeah. they did have an interior guard retire, right? They have some holes there on the interior interior line. Maybe this is Dylan Parham here. Yeah, but selection. they have my guy Steiny. They do have Steiny. Come uh, on. We, we do like us some Steiny. I do. He follows me on Instagram. He does follow me on Instagram. Not the cutback. He follows Ant on Instagram. I don't know why, but I'm glad he does. He's my guy. It's absolutely solid. Yeah. It's absolutely solid. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Ant, I just saw Mel Kuyper's big board for running backs. I saw Damian Pierce ahead of Isaiah Spiller, and I want to throw up now. I want to yeah, throw up. I don't understand the Damian Pierce uh, being ahead of Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller saying, do it all back. Well, here's the other thing. I know Jay Elliott mentioned earlier and brought up right, our big board for wide receivers and, and or just our big board in general and who's best, right? So 
Kuiper just showed his big board and a couple of names there. Calvin Austin III is, is a name that a lot of TCC and 49ers fans have been talking about oh, yeah. and, and that they actually like. Um, he's actually at the top of Mel's uh, big board for wide receivers, so definitely another name to be keeping a look at. I uh, could be going here soon or could maybe even be going to San Francisco. I would be shocked if it's Calvin Austin III because of the Ray McLeod signing, but it is still likely. It's still possible. Yeah, we'll see. The Buccaneers potentially are going to shed some light on that. If they go... If they go wide receiver. Guy, Calvin Austin the third, he's not going to be available. Oh, no, no way. In a, in a shocking turn of events, and he wouldn't be available if that happened. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, pick 57, and we're getting we're getting close to pick 61. We're yeah, getting absolutely I, close to pick 61. I, I can't wait for pick 61. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, the fact that the 40 yards are actually going to make it all the way to 61 is a little bit surprising. I think we were all thinking they were going to trade up into the 50 range, uh, maybe even potentially you know earlier than that. But with Christian Watson... And some of David Ajabu and Arnold Lebichetti going off the board, there was really no value in making that happen. So they stuck around at 61, and it looks like they're still going to have a very good football player to draft. Uh, yeah, they are definitely going to have a good, uh, a good uh, football player there to to draft. And do we want to get Warren on? Do we want to get Warren on right now? Sure, we could, have, we could have Warren come on right now, and he could be on when we do pick 61, potentially. So, Warren, get, get your butt down here, my guy. Let's get you on here. Up next, TCC Warren. We're going to get him set up. We'll be right back. See you shortly. doing man you're not ready how am i not ready i'm here your shirt you can't you can't do things out in public like that oh, especially not on the podcast like that man i better i better get into something else quick oh my gosh oh, that, that was quick that's better and thank goodness we have 49ersCutbackshop.com where you can get all your 49ers cutback needs very easily as well yeah go over there check it out peruse a little bit new drop coming soon Pretty much this is where we're getting to. We're the most electrifying per Steve's TCC. I don't know if you can see him right now, but he's out there doing his thing. He's killing it right now. Look at him. Look at him over here killing it. Okay, I'm so gonna break it. Look at that. Luke Decky, by the way, just got drafted by okay. the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they go up and get a offensive tackle who has versatility to play guard. So you're right on the guard. You're just wrong on the player. Wrong on the player. Wrong on the player. But hey, they, they, they did address the O line and Warren, man. How you doing? Good to see you, man. I'm doing great, man. I'm glad to see you guys out here. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. You're going to be on for pick 61, which is even more exciting. You get instant reaction. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Out of the players that you see, Warren, I mean, who, who would you? go with pick 61 oh man at pick 61 i'm feeling corner or safety man um what we got available right now at corner or safety at corner on the big board we got marcus jones of course okay. damari mathis both nickel corner type players uh, both of them are available and then when you're talking about the safety position you have J uh brian cook uh as the number one guy available and i i believe we still have kirby joseph available as well uh so kirby joseph is another guy um from Illinois that okay. could potentially be one of those safeties. I know you were high on safeties when we had you come on aftermath. You were correct. talking about safeties was a area they needed to target. Correct, correct. I'm seeing corner, center. That's okay. what I'm. That's what I'm looking for the most right now at this peak. 
Um, I don't know, though. I don't know, though. What's your guys' feel about it? Well, it's going to be hard for center, right? Because you've already seen Cam Jurgens go off the board. Mm-hmm. He's, he's gone. Cole Strange went in round one, win a shocking move by New England. So the, both of those guys are Oh, gone. Yeah, yeah. So you still do have players that are available. Alec Lindstrom, but this might be too early for Alec Lindstrom. Potentially more in the third round. Uh, so I don't know if center is an area they're going to address. Um, there are players, I'm sure, that you could go that route. Luke Fortner, somebody that got brought up in chat from Kentucky, uh, with a lot of versatility to play center and guard. Maybe that is somewhere, but I'm starting to believe that interior offensive line might be a reach at 61. Okay. And you might actually want to go 93 or 105. So we'll see. We'll see what's available. But uh, with those guys going earlier than potentially everyone thought, uh, it makes 61 a little bit more interesting as far as the interior offensive line goes. No, it does. It does. It definitely makes the interior line interesting in terms of how they, if they're going to do this, if that would be the option here at this point. I still think there's a lot of good wide receiver options. They did meet with Danny Gray, right? So that may point, you know, all of us, right? 49ers yeah. fans, faithful TCC members. Falcons pick is it, Alex. I'm sorry to cut you off. You're good. You're good. Who is Falcons it? take Troy Anderson, uh, linebacker from Montana State. So he he's off the board now. A lot of versatility. Interesting thing with him is a guy that played offense and defense in college. So we don't know exactly what he's going to be. You would think it would be a linebacker, but we're, we're not sure right now. Well, with a guy like Cordero Patterson already on the roster, right, with that flexibility to do a lot of different things, maybe that is the plan is to try and get as much out of this guy as you can. They got a coaching staff that already does that with Cordero Patterson. Maybe they feel they can do this on the offensive de- defense side of the ball with this guy. Yeah, and we got Lou in chat saying J.C. Treader. Uh, J.C. Treader is still Better a creative option. option. Better option than everyone here, but Jimmy has to get dealt. Jimmy has to get dealt. You're from the receiver for the Niners pick? Maybe. Yeah. I can see it. I can see receiver here. I can see them going with a guy like Danny Gray. You've okay. already met with him. You love him. I, I, I love his film. You're, You're ready for Danny Gray at 61. I'm not ready for Danny Gray at 61. <laughs> we just saw Bayless Jones at 50. I mean, it could happen. If they go Danny Gray at 61 and pass up Marcus Jones or Damari Mathis, uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel. <laughs> Look, here's, the, here's the thing, though, right? Here's, here's what we do know. Cornerbacks have been slighted. Quarterbacks have been slotted. The cornerback position has not been – there hasn't been the run Cornerback or quarterback? Corner. Cornerback. Great question. Cornerback <laughs> has been sliding. It, it, it hasn't been going early. They, they've, been, they've been falling in the draft. There hasn't been a run at the cornerback position, usually two at a time. Yeah. So maybe they feel like, hey, we can get one of those guys, or maybe there's a guy they're sitting there looking at going, maybe options at you know that 93 range, maybe they move up a little bit then. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm wondering. I seen Dean get put by JLE. Does that mean Kenobi Dean is is Nicobe Dean is gone, or is that who the 49ers can target at pick 61? The Vikings are uh, picking next. If he was available at 61, I'd be shocked. You have some decisions to make, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, on the Niners, I've done this right. They've they've gone early. They've gone early before in the draft. They've gone after guys a year early at certain positions to make sure they hit and and fill areas of need. Um, you know, so that way they have less difficult options to make the following year. So if N'Kobe Dean made it all that way, all the way back down there, I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's a no-brainer. If N'Kobe Dean falls that that late, I mean, nobody's expecting him to fall and that far. The Vikings have selected Ed Ingram. So Ed Ingram goes to Minnesota. Two picks? Yeah, so we're almost there. Two Ed away. Ingram? And, and Jay Elliott is saying uh, N'Kobe Dean could be the 49ers target at pick 61. So a, a first-round talent linebacker, from Georgia, potentially falling all the way to 61, it'd be hard to pass up at that point if you're Absolutely. going best to play, best player available. Absolutely. Uh, so that's a name to watch for sure. Or, I mean, that could be a perfect tradeback uh, situation. If somebody's interested to go up to get Nicobe Dean, I mean, the Niners may be interested in trading back. 
they might. And, and there you go. So you see Ed Ingram, you know, the six foot three guard out of LSU, a, a very nice player. Of course, LSU players don't normally fit what San Francisco does. <laughs> Um, as you see him body slam someone. So that's really nice to watch on film, right? Man, LSU players are super talented, though. So, I mean, anytime you get a player from LSU, I mean, I feel like you're winning. These guys are always superstars in the league. Um, I love the athletes they produce out of LSU. It's an SEC, right? What do we know about the SEC? You got schools like, you got teams like Bama in the SEC who are stacked, talented. You know, they got backups that are backups that are backups that are going to get drafted at some point in time yeah so just when you're in the sec you got nfl talent just kind of dripping all over the place at every Correct. position with every school it just tends to be the case so uh not, not a bad selection there for the vikings and, and we got a good question as buffalo comes on the clock here at, at pick 60 is anthony colbert says hey guys if we trade back how far do you want uh to and what would you want in return not not further than about six or seven picks because if you start getting back further than six or seven picks, and you're starting to you're starting to get yourself in a position where some of these guys that you like or that you're targeting may not be available, there could be a run on those type of guys um, that are top level talent in that area. Uh, because I have multiple guys on my board that are available that I'd be willing to take a 61. Uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to go back. Like Jay Ellie said, give me six or ten picks back. Let me right. get the value that I want and right. need, so that way I can move throughout the rest of the draft. The way that the draft is unfolding currently, the 49ers are going to have a lot of players that could take a 61. So uh, you just go ahead and you wait. And if, if that trade presents itself, and you're right, Nicobe Dean could be the reason Correct. the 49ers have a nice trade possibility. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'd be willing to do that. And also Drake Jackson. I don't think Drake Jackson has went off the board either. He's still available from USC, True. Uh, the edge rusher. So maybe somebody's interested in him as well. Absolutely. And it, it depends on who the Niners is targeting, to be honest. If it's somebody that you could get, what, six or seven picks from now, why not? You yeah. know what I mean? Make the move. So, I mean, we all we all want to know who they're targeting, but it all depends on who, uh, who they got their eye on. Okay, so a, a trade potentially coming through here. Oh, okay, my. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah. We got a $2 super chat from Jag. Jag, thank you, my guy. We really appreciate that. Luke Fortner, too high for Cross or Cook, the safeties? I think Cross and Cook right here. I, we know I like Cook a lot. So I think Cook in this position would be a nice pick. That's why I said I like a lot of players at 61 and be willing to trade back. Uh, Cook is one of those guys, but he's not the only one. You also have you know Marcus Jones and Damari Mathis as well. So... Uh, the Bengals are on the clock right now as they've moved up with the Buffalo Bills. You would take James yep. Cook at this pick for the Niners? Uh, James Cook at 61. I, James Cook is a very nice running back. Right, right. But I'll ask you this. From what I've seen on film, I see him as a third down back right now. A, a, a lot of fluidity coming out of you know Georgia with him. And third down back, catching the ball at the backfield, very, very good. I just don't know if he is a three down back right now. I think he could develop into that is 61 too high to take a player that's a developmental uh three down back i think so because at running back how much of it is a need i mean is that a major need for us right now would you say running back is more of a need than corner <laughs> or maybe let's say we lose alex mack center i know you said it was reached for, that you felt like at uh, right now at 61 right. for center i would love to take james cook as a fan i would love to take james Cook just because the talent he'll bring to the running back room I feel like he's going to bring something that we're missing with uh, with Mostert. Um, but taking a running back right now at 61 without a first-round pick, to me, that will be a reach. Yeah, I, I think potentially it could be a reach. I think running yeah. back in the, in the second round is always a reach. Correct. I thought they reached last year when they went Trey Sermon in the third round. So yes. I, I think this is one of those things where running back, it, the value of a running back has definitely changed over the years. 
So there's a lot of very good running backs still on the board, including Isaiah Spiller, who actually we have ranked ahead of James Cook because of his ability to play all three downs. He's out of Texas A&M. Okay. So potentially there's still that as well. So you're not in a position right now where you really do have to take anyone. So John Lynch mentioned in his press conference that he would be willing to trade down from 61 if it, you know, in the event it presented himself. Maybe 61 is not where they make a pick, but they actually move back. The Hall of Famer did come, Jay Hill. You are correct, though. The Rev Doc is in the house. <laughs> What's up, Rev Doc? Um, <clears throat> the Niners are officially on the clock. The Bengals pick is in. So now we're just waiting the for the NFL to decide, hey, the drama and the, the suspense can be lifted and the Niners can now officially make the pick. And uh, most everyone here can now start to get excited to find out what the Niners are officially going to do at 61. Uh, this was one of our things we wanted the Niners to do, right? The draft plan, be aggressive. They weren't early. They still have a chance to be aggressive in a lot of different ways. So we'll see what happens here at pick 61. But we'll first, we have to see what the Bengals are going to do. Yeah, and you see N'Kobe Dean still available. Maybe the Bengals are going N'Kobe Dean right now. And if they do, maybe the leverage the 49ers would have in a trade back will somewhat diminish. But we won't know that until we see what the Bengals do. Uh, BV50 just asked, guys, who's the best center on the board? On on their board or on our board? I think that's the better question. On our board is going to be Dylan. Well, I, I guess it's, Dylan Parham. It's Dylan Parham. Yeah. yeah, Dylan Parham is the number one guy. And then Alec Lindstrom after that. N'Kobe sure. Dean in Cincinnati would be a nice pick, uh, so, to be honest. We'll see what happens here. I'm, I haven't seen the Bengals. If anyone lets us know who the Bengals pick, that'd be great. Uh, the Bengals, though, Daxton Hill, right? You're, you're very familiar with Daxton Hill out of right. Michigan, the, the safety slash nickel corner. Right. Uh, in fact, my favorite safety in the entire draft because of the versatility to do that. What are your feelings on Daxton Hill that the Bengals got? I thought it was a great pick for the for the Cincinnati Bengals. To be honest, the only problem with the Bengals right now is their defense. Um, their old line, they fixed their old line in free agency, so they sure it up which was one of their biggest weaknesses. But on defense, I feel like they need to get after the passer, and they needed, they needed to need that safety. Um, I love Daxton Hill. Obviously, I'm a Michigan fan, so I watched him real closely. The guy is, like you said, like you mentioned, he's super versatile. Like, he could cover. He can come down playing the nickel. Um, he never gets beat over top. Like, I love the guy. He made huge plays for us during the season. So, um, I feel like it was a great pickup for the, for the Bengals, to be honest. There it is. The Bengals have gone corner. Cam Taylor Britt out of Nebraska. Okay. So Cam Taylor Britt is the pick for the Bengals. They address the secondary ant, which means N'Kobe Dean is just sitting here at 61. Who would have thunk it? Uh, I didn't think N'Kobe Dean. Now, when I mentioned him the other day, I did not believe he would actually slide this far. I thought it was going to be early second round, uh, but he would definitely be a target. Uh, could the 49ers potentially go with a linebacker? I think this would be something interesting in a Man. draft development type situation where you would ensure yourself in case <laughs> you lose Aziz Alshire or Dre Greenlaw or both during the offseason as both will be unrestricted free agents. Maybe you're preparing yourself in case that happens. N'Kobe Dean would be a great selection, but also keep an eye on Brandon Smith out of Penn State if they decide to go linebacker. Yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely a possibility as well. Um, I, I'm, I'm seeing Jay Ellie saying, hey, it's time. We're here. This is this is our moment now. Yeah. This is our moment. The 49ers are officially on the clock. The pick is not in yet that I've seen. Be before, before it does, are you more likely for them to pick or trade, Alex? What pick. do you think? You think Defi it's a pick? Definitely pick. And Jay Ellie just said, as, I, as the words came out of my mouth, Jay Ellie in chat, the pick is officially in. Okay. So the Niners have made their selection. Yeah, I think it's it didn't seem pick. like it took them no very trade. long to make that so, decision. So who do you think it's going to be? I don't know, man. I just, I can't. What do you guys think? I, mean, I, I, I don't Brandon West is saying that it's going to be Drake Jackson, defensive end from USC. from USC. A lot of people consider him a first-round talent. I wasn't one of them. So uh, if he went right here, though, I think this is a lot more of the value. 
But once again, they'd be adding edge rusher. I think that would be very interesting. Mr. Corey as well saying Cameron Thomas, another edge rusher, but this, this time out of San Diego State. I think that's interesting that, that everyone in chat is lighting up the potential of it being an edge rusher. I said we take a book out yep, of the pick, pick is, is in. We are, we are waiting right now to know. So everyone uh, is waiting on pins and needles right here at Back, well, back be Alley Brewery uh, in Gold, California, waiting for this pick. Great cheap pop there. Yeah, great cheap pop. Uh, look, I, I think at the end of the day here, the, the night is about. It's all about cheap pop, man. <laughs> uh, ben, Brandon is claiming in chat right now before the pick is even announced that he's already heard it's Drake Jackson. So Brandon is claiming he's got sources. We're going to find out, my guy. You're either going to be the most loved person in the chat or you're going to be the guy who doesn't have factual information we can never believe again. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. In, in a time when everyone has sources, we'll see if Brandon's source comes through right <laughs> sure. here. Um, Jay Hill keeps giving me faulty sources on the Brandon Cook saga. Accurate. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Lupia, you sources. can't just eat one. BB50, you are correct. I've already had two, and there's a third one just waiting for me to, to, to be yeah, grabbing. Alex here. is eating all the Lumpia. I'm trying. So, uh, he's going to single-handedly help the Lumpia lady. Be that's, uh, that's accurate. Uh, um, but we're waiting for this pick. I, I'm, I'm, who do you think it's going to be, Alex? Final decision, who is it going to be? Is it going to be a safety is it going to be an edge rusher? How do the 49ers attack this? Could it be? The Kobe Bean. Could it be UTSA? Could it be? Oh, you're talking about Tariq Woolen? Could it be Tariq Woolen? It could be Tariq Woolen. The corner with versatility to play safety. safety yeah, six absolutely. foot four with the, the sub, you know, four, four speed. Could it be? It's true. Caleb wants it to be Hingle McCringleberry. It's just not going to happen. Man. Oh, wow. It's not going to be Hingle McCringleberry. If it was Hingle McCringleberry, it, we definitely know end zone dances would take an uptick for San Francisco. Um, this is excited. I'm, 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 on, I'm on pins and needles, but yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking and leaning towards I'm leaning towards N'Kobe Dean just because of BPA opportunity okay. there and what, what you have there. You can address the linebacker position a year early, right, okay. and be in a really good spot. Uh, you, don't, you don't put yourself in a position where you're in trouble going into next season. What are you going to do with the linebacker position? Which guy are you choosing between Dre Greenlaw and between yeah. Aziz Al-Shair? This allows you to handle it right now at the spot. I know Mel saying BPA, right, is Malik Willis. The Niners aren't going quarterback, which means the next guy on that list is going to be N'Kobe Dean. Right. This could be the strategy, right? Just take yeah. the best player on the board. Right. Yeah, and because N'Kobe Dean wasn't supposed to be here, he did not make our top uh, 49 picks. We didn't uh, think this was possible. No. Yeah, we didn't no. think. A twisted clown saying Drake, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But this happens here. every year. Somebody always falls. Yeah, they do. They always fall. Always Somebody fall. always slips, and Drake Jackson is that guy. Uh, maybe they saw on film what everyone saw. Uh, BB50 is running a drum roll, Alex. Can you do, I can, can you do I a can. drum roll? Okay, okay, stop. It's okay, thank enough. you. I, I appreciate you. I, I didn't want to have to hold that. I did not want to have to hold that. You don't know yeah. how long. Oh, I mean, the, the NFL no, could wait another 10 minutes if they decide. Well, right? we know I've, I've been saying impact player, so I expect it to be an impact player. That meant edge rusher or wide receiver. A lot of the wide receivers are off the board, except for Danny Gray, uh, Khalil Shakir. Danny Gray still has that elite speed to be able to get down the field, but I think this is too high for for Danny Gray. Um, so I would expect it to be uh, somebody else. And we're seeing Twisted Clown saying the pick is in. It's Drake. We'll see. We're going to see. We're going to Drake Jackson? No, I don't got no order there. I don't got no order. You're, you're killing me, Robert. You're absolutely killing me over there, my guy. Uh, look, th this is uh, this is interesting. I I'm wanting to see what this is going to be. If they go edge here and they go Drake Jackson, I think that would be a surprise to me. It would, it would shock me just because I, I didn't think this would be a guy they would target at this spot. Yeah, Drake Jackson being available wasn't supposed to happen. So. It doesn't that surprise too. me, though. I these mean, guys love the D tackles. Well, they love the D line. Well, they, they love yeah. D line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, he would be able to play the edge rusher in right. the wide nine scheme. It wouldn't be that hard. But with the versatility to move inside and, and play like, you know, like they have other guys, um, like they did with Arden Key last year, right. playing in those spots. So. 
he would make sense. And David Campbell says 49ers take Drake Jackson. So the pick is going to be Drake Jackson, defensive end from USC. There it is. Drake Jackson is going to be the pick there. A uh, little bit of a little bit of a shock, a little bit of surprise in terms of the name. I don't think it's as much of a surprise in terms of the position, guys. Going no, DM here. Drake Jackson's a very good player. He's got a lot of versatility, and at this spot, just too much value. You have to go with uh, a Drake Jackson. He's probably the best player on their board. And once again, how many edge rushers can the San Francisco 49ers have, Alex? Uh, so many edge rushers ready to go. <laughs> Drake Jackson is added to the list. What an absolute competition for the 49ers at training camp. Could we see potentially one of those guys get moved now? Because they have an abundance of edge rushers, maybe even too many. Uh, they, they might have too many. I mean, you're talking about I mean, let's, let's go through the list of names, right? We got Jordan Willis. We got Kamiko Torre, who they just they just brought in and signed. You now have this guy, Drake Jackson. You got Nick Bosa. You got Samson Ebicon. You got, we don't know what's happening with D Ford. And that's, what, that's what, the what is, question. What, is his, what, what are they doing with him there? Uh, you also have Charles Amenahue. Uh, you have Kerry Hyder. That's eight. That's eight guys right now at the defensive end spot. Now, I don't think any of us believe Kerry Hyder is playing the traditional outside uh, DN role. He's probably going to be sliding in more closer to where you saw with Arden Key last year. But uh, some of these guys you got to think may be expendable now for the Niners. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what does it tell you about D Ford? Uh, he's not healthy and yeah, probably not I mean, playing. what is the decision going to be made about D Ford? You know? I, I, um, I think post-June 1. You're waiting until post-June 1 so you right. can make a decision that's best financially for you. Uh, so that designation is going to be there. And we know the Chiefs are on the clock right now. They'll be making a pick. The 49ers don't pick again until 93, which is a big gap. And for everyone that's been wanting Marcus Jones uh, out of Houston, the 49ers would have to move up. He's not going to be available at 93. Will the 49ers move up? This is going to be a, a long period of time. But Drake Jackson is added to the 49ers defense. And once again, they add strength on strength, consistently adding edge rushers in the draft. How do you guys like the pick? Um, as somebody that didn't really care for him in the first round when he was going late in the first round, I wasn't a huge fan of the idea of Drake Jackson. However, at this point in the draft, to way too much value at pick 61. I don't think anyone thought he was going to get there. So you have to go ahead and take the best player available. Drake Jackson could be that guy on their board. N'Kobe Dean would have been that guy on my board. Uh, but Drake Jackson's a very nice pick, so I really like it. I like Drake, I like Drake Jackson. To me, I feel like we have bigger needs, though. You know, let's let's address the O-line. Let's address the secondary. I feel like it was a reach a little bit. Um, these guys, but they've made their name drafted across the D-line. I mean, if you know one thing these guys, our front office is going to do, what Shanahan's going to do, what Lynch is going to do, they're always going to take a D-lineman, no matter what, early in, early in the draft. Well, it had to be impact player, right, Alex? It had, it to. had to be edge rusher or wide receiver that can make <clears> an impact. <throat> Most of the wide receivers for this position were already gone, so it was going to be an edge rusher. Drake Jackson potentially is the best one on their board, and he could have been just their BPA, best player available. You just roll with it. Oh, we got a really good football team, best player available, bam, done. I agree. I can see that. I can see that from best best player available, but why not N'Kobe Dean, though? You know, let's, let's – why not? Yeah. It, you know? Probably it's, – it's not just – you also have to figure in positional value, mm -hmm. right? We know the 49ers build from the defensive line back. Correct, so correct. Positional value adds to that as well. Correct. You have to, uh, that, right, that's that's the thing. That's that's the thing you have to look at with this front office and how they've tried to build the identity of this team. The identity is built on this front seven. It is. Right? So linebackers are included in that, but the strength has always been, to the next level, has always been that D-line. It's always right. been that edge rushing group. You do have Samson Ebicom on a one-year deal right now. He could be gone after this. Charles Aminihue on a one-year deal as well. So there's a lot of guys, a lot of names, Jordan Willis. All of these guys are on one-year options. So they could be options in the future for San Francisco, or you take Drake Jackson now, right? You address all of these guys potentially leaving or not being able to bring all of this back and hoping you have 
even stronger depth in the future if this guy develops as well. And see, we thought the same thing in last year's draft with at running back. Yep. Yeah. So Zerman and Elijah Mitchell. Exactly. Yeah. And and so people are asking, Brad Jones especially, asking for happy with the pick. Yes, I'm very happy with this pick. Uh, anytime you can add a player that potentially has first-round capabilities and you get him in the second round, at the end of the second round, in fact, you have to be happy with that. You're just adding strength on strength. So it let's is. get it. Let's keep building uh, this defensive line. You have to. You have to keep building the defensive line. You got you to gotta build this way. This is your identity on defense, right? You don't have to have the greatest secondary pieces. You I didn't even to... know this was Alex, but Kyrie Elam was still available. He just went off the board right now. The Bills Kyrie, just took Kyrie wait a Elam. No, 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 no. I thought he went first round. Yeah, he went earlier. No, no, no. He the went... safety were from Florida, right? The okay, okay, okay. Well, that's a false alarm. Yeah, David I thought he were... retracted. Wow. Uh, David, come on, David. David. Uh, Brian Jackson just went off the board. He Brian, just, Brian, Brian Cook, excuse me. Brian Cook just went off the board. Okay, Brian Cook went before this. He said the Bills took him. That's why I said that. Oh, the... they're talking about earlier. Oh, okay. They did take earlier. Okay. So they were the ones who drafted him, so I was right. You were right. The Bills did draft him. It's just not right now. Oh, my I am, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Andrew. There was no way. He was love love my boy, Kyer Elam. I still, still love the other uh, gentleman at the University of Florida as well. <laughs> Number two. Yes, sir. <laughs> man, how's the loopy over there, man? Uh, the loopy is glorious. Um, everything about this is glorious, TCC. This is a lot of fun. A lot it of people coming out and nice hanging setup. out with us tonight. Yeah, and, and uh, CG saying well. he immediately logged on just to get our reaction on Drake Jackson. Thank Drake God. Jackson, what a, what a great selection for well, CJ, you were here last year, right? So you saw the Trey Sermon reaction last yeah. year, as well as the Omri Thomas reaction last year. Definitely not the same level of reaction. <laughs> last year, a lot of disappointment on faces around here on the cutback <laughs> when it was Trey Sermon uh, and when it was Omri Thomas, just because we knew deep down in our heart of hearts, right, that it was most likely the guys are talking, targeting Walker Little and Paulson Adebo. And John Lynch basically comes out and confirms that after after the second round, uh, it just by just, saying literally, we were targeting Paulson and Evo. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just broke our hearts because we knew they wanted it. It seemed like a, like a match made in heaven. Right. It doesn't happen, and then you have to end up settling. This is what San Francisco did last year. Um, they definitely <laughs> didn't settle here in this situation. They got themselves one of the better edge rusher prospects on the board at this right. spot. So, right. Yeah, I mean, Jermaine Jackson is is basically. I'm not sorry, not Jermaine Jackson, Drake. but Drake Jackson is Jermaine Jackson. Oh, uh, you know, is Jermaine Johnson, Jackson. Jermaine Johnson on the mind Too with Drake Jackson. There you go. Well, he's like the poor man's version. So there you go. Uh, just one calorie. Not um, even that's enough. why he's a second round. Player. Not even enough, man. But interesting. Nick Benito is still on the board. We talked about him being a situational pass rusher. Uh, so that's somebody that's still there. So we're up next in 91. 93. 93. 93. So Unless the would be 30 picks from now. They, I, I would feel like they have to uh, be aggressive at this point, right? Don't okay. you think they have to come okay. up to 93? Or do you think they can still get one of these other guys in that spot. Oh, man. I mean, nobody would have thought N'Kobe Dean would be available right now. That's you know? true. So, no. I think with the draft, you need, to, you need to be patient. I say be patient right now. Um, maybe make a move to go up. I mean, where would you like to see the Niners move up to? Ideally before 80. Is James gonna move Cook 80? is going to be the pick for the Buffalo Bills. They go running back, and that's actually solid right there. Yeah. That's solid for them. So James Cook is, 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 is off the board here Buffalo? At, at 63. Mean, that's a nice pick. That's, yeah. that's, that's good a nice for them. Pick. I mean, they, they got to try and find a way to, to do something with that run game and add something there. Absolutely. It seems like the, the Singletary-Zach Moss pairing there hasn't worked out the way they wanted it to. So you, you go after a guy like this with some talent that can definitely do things on the third down that maybe not, may not eat into the Singletary role early, but they're hoping maybe could develop down the road later in the season. Yeah, he's going to be nice being with Singletary. Yeah. That's a nice one-two punch. Right. This is a great selection for them. Somebody that did this at Georgia as well, a one-two punch there. Right. Uh, so he's already adept to that. He knows about you know the certain amount of carries that he's going to be asked to do. 
Uh, I think this was a very nice selection for them. James Cook to the Buffalo Bills makes sense. At pick 63, could be considered early, but, yeah. you know, I mean, this is one of those times where if you know your guy is that guy, you just go get him. I love that pick for Buffalo. I mean, if you look at their offense, I mean, that's all Josh Allen needed. To be honest, I mean. A little bit of a run game will help him. That's, that's all he needed. I mean, he really didn't have no help in, in, in a run game. I mean, I don't think any of the guys he had ran for 1,000 yards. So, Robert I love the pick for Buffalo. I feel like he's going to be a big addition to that offense. Robert here at the table right now asking the question that a lot, a lot of TCC and Faithful may be thinking right now, which is why didn't we get the linebacker out of Georgia, N'Kobe Dean? Uh, <laughs> that is the biggest question because I think N'Kobe Dean was the, probably the best player on my board for sure. Uh, very athletic. I don't know why he's falling, to be honest with you. I, I can't understand why he's falling all the way. I thought he was potentially going to go at the end of the first round. And here we are getting ready to go. Uh, into the third round, and he's still on the board. It's crazy. I thought this was a guy who could go at the end of the first. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of value there. Yeah. You're looking to add to your linebacker room for sure. N'Kobe Dean is the, to me, he's the best guy on the board right now available. At the moment, 100%. It's not close. Yeah, N'Kobe oh. Dean, and then probably after that, Marcus Jones. What's yes. crazy is he he looks just it, like his brother. John, John, San Francisco is saying right now in the chat, Marcus Jones, Marcus Jones, Marcus Jones. This is Someone everyone is mocking, yeah. right? Marcus Jones, the 49ers, although every other fan base has mocked Marcus Jones to their That's team right. as well. So everyone loves themselves to Marcus Jones. Uh, no one's taken him so far, but this is about what we thought, right? There was a chance that yeah, you could get Nick him around Benito that Benito just got drafted by the Denver Broncos. Wow. So Nick Benito uh, is now off the board. They get their edge rusher. And guess what you got to do in the AFC West? you got to be able to get after the quarterback. Absolutely. Because there's way too many weapons Absolutely. Uh, there in the AFC. So the AFC West just continues to get stronger and stronger. That's true. An Android Absolutely. user in the chat. A great production of the show, guys. And Android user. Good to see you, Android user, out there as well. <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, ever a name for Android user? No. And, and Android user will be known as Android user. Forever. Yeah. I love it, though. I love it. Right? I, I thought it was very original. I like it. Lewis, Lewis frustrated right now. He yeah. wanted James Cook, guys. Watching James Cook oh, go one man. pick after Drake Jackson, Lewis, he's disgusted. I, I think I think James Cook value there, though. Drake Jackson has more value than James Cook I in agree. that position. I agree. If it would have been like 93, you're like, oh, we should pick James Cook. But right now, yeah. I, I think right there you get the edge rusher. You get somebody that can potentially rush for a long time next to Nick Bosa. And Correct. you're going to need cheaper options uh, because – Nick Bosa is going to get a lot of money yeah. uh, next year. The fifth-year option got picked up, so we know that's a lot cheaper. $16 million, not bad. But after that, $30-plus million. Yeah, he's going to definitely get a bag, and he deserves it, to be honest. Nick Bosa, you can't replace him. I mean, the guy's a stalwart. Um, somebody, he's, he's the heart and soul of our defense, along with Fred Warner, so, I mean, he deserves every dollar he gets. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the Jaguars are on the clock right now, which means – Hello, round three. So, uh, round three is, is is now available, and of course, Mel Kiper says they need everything. You might as well just list everything. Man, Trent Bulky, man, he that guy over there is hilarious, man. To me, yesterday how we didn't take Aiden Hutchinson number one. Yeah, I was bothered by that. I feel like Aiden should uh, Aiden should have went number one. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing, Bulky. <laughs> no, normally, I criticize Bulky on a lot of things. Uh, one thing I don't criticize him on is edge rushers, though, because he's the one that got criticized for taking Olden Smith. And then Aldous Smith okay, was I do an absolute agree. savage on the field. Off the field is a completely different story, but on the field he was fantastic. So Bulky knows what he's doing when it comes to edge rushers. And he all, a lot of times it ends up being length of arms that he Correct. loves. He loves the length of the arms of the edge rushers. Was he the one that took Josh Allen? 
Um, I do not believe he took Josh out no, there okay. in Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, but that was a nice selection. It was, well. it was. was. a very good player out it of was. Kentucky. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever reach his full potential playing in Jacksonville, but they also took Jordan Smith at a UAB last year. Okay. Uh, another really big guy with a lot of arm length. It is something he definitely does. Okay. What type of year did he have? Do you know last year? Uh, I don't think he got on the field very much. Okay. I didn't follow Jordan uh, too much, but he was one of my favorite mid-round guys last year. Jacksonville was a disaster last year anyways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, Jacksonville's so, up next? Yeah, so Jacksonville's on the clock, so we'll see what they do. Um, and we'll see how they continue to try to build around Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence Absolutely. has got a lot of ability. And we've got a lot of time between the 49ers next pick. Uh, so right now, there's a lot of guys on the board, still really good players available. You got Marcus Jones, Isaiah Spiller, Damari Mathis. Um, and we know that James Cook and, and Brian Cook went but still, the Cincinnati, Brian Cook's friend, uh, Darion Beavers is still available. True. They're looking linebacker. Um, also, Brandon Smith, linebacker from Penn State. There's some solid linebackers on the board that I didn't think would still be here this Yeah, point. and with N'Kobe Dean, I mean, still being there, right? Those guys are still sliding, potentially. That's true. So, this, and this may be why they did not go linebacker, right? This this could be why. There's a lot of guys they're looking at, right? They, they were at the Penn State uh, pro day they were there so they went through the Jahan Dotsons of the world the Arnold Ebiketti's the Jaquan Briskers and the Brandon Smith so maybe Brandon Smith is the linebacker they're looking at right now that they really like going he's not even the top best available linebacker linebackers haven't gone in a little bit we have some time right yeah and is Dylan Parham still on the board I, I didn't he, mark him down but Dylan Parham and Max Mitchell potentially still on the board offensive line targets Maybe the 49ers would be interested in coming up and getting one of those guys. Max Mitchell, a offensive tackle out of Louisiana that has a lot of ability, maybe even versatile enough to move to the inside as well, uh, but but could, could potentially take over uh, for Mike McGlinchey if Mike McGlinchey moves on after his fifth-year option is done. Uh, that could be a cheap option, and Max Mitchell might give him the versatility to play guard right. in, a, in a pinch but also play tackle. Yeah, I definitely see the value in that. If you can get an offensive lineman that can play multiple positions, yeah. I mean, that's that's beautiful. I mean, plug and play. So if he's good at guard, move him at guard. If, if he's better at tackle, move him at tackle, whatever your, whatever your team needs are. So anytime you can get an offensive lineman that can just play across the line, I feel like you're winning. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think offensive line is now in – a spot where the Niners would be interested in going off Absolutely. the line. I thought it was a little bit too expensive at 61. The closer we get to 70, offensive line. But we know that our chat is going to absolutely explode with no, 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 no offensive line. Marcus Jones has to be the guy. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. In fact, Tommy just a little bit ago at uh, said, guys, we didn't need D-line. We need O-line. We need slot corner. What the freak is going on? <laughs> He's already starting to freak out. There's a lot of people who are going to be upset with that pick of, of Drake Jackson there at the edge rushing position. Yeah, and Luke Fortner is the pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, there's the center guard center versatility out of Kentucky. So they get a guy that's literally can play guard, center, and tackle. So a great selection there right. for Luke Fortner uh, as the Jaguars. Once again, like we talked about, building around uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, and definitely that's what they need to focus on. I mean, I mean, they picked up, what, Christian Kirk in uh, free agency to add to their wide receiver room, and now you see that they're uh, beefing up their offensive lineman with Luke Fortner. So um, they definitely they definitely need to uh, help out Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence struggled this year. Um, I thought a lot of us thought he would have a better year than what he did, but – I think they're doing the right thing. They're heading in the right direction. Help out Trevor Lawrence, your number one pick from last year. Yeah, and what's interesting is they're bringing up in chat, Malik Willis is still uh, not drafted. Malik Willis, a lot of people saying maybe top five pick. Uh, he's still on the board as, a, the, I'm guessing, the best quarterback available. Maybe the Vikings. 
I mean, oh. sit for a couple years behind Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Imagine. Cousins is not going to play forever. I mean, he's not going to play as long as Brady has. I mean, Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, and they're honest. saying Asamoah is about to be the pick. Uh, so Brian Asamoah, linebacker, linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings, goes very athletic linebacker out of Oklahoma, six foot, two hundred and twenty-six pounds, a very, very fast guy, sideline to sideline. Um, the questions about him are a lot to do with the coverage skills. Mm -hmm. And as you're moving into the NFL now, your linebackers are asked to play more coverage than ever in the nickel situations. Right. So right now he's going to be somebody that's going to have to transition, but uh, a, a very nice player and a lot of value here. But once again, the traditional the traditional linebackers are still on the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like I like this pick. I watched uh, quite a bit of Oklahoma this year. And to me, the guy is super athletic. Um there wasn't anything he couldn't do. I seen the guy get after the passer. Um, super tackler. Look, twelve tackles for loss. I like I like the pick from Minnesota. Yeah, I think I think they did they did hit on a linebacker once again, building through defense. Uh, this is something that you see right now going on in the NFC North. They're building through defense because Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have all that talent. Yeah. So we've seen the Bears addressing it, and now we're seeing it. Uh, continue with Minnesota. They're going in there and they're getting players. They addressed uh, some of the secondary as well. So uh, very, very well done by them as they're trying to compete with the Green Bay Packers and stop Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers got himself Christian Watson earlier. <laughs> and so now they've got the replacement for MVS. So uh, that that's that was a nice move. So the Giants are up next. What's the, what's their needs? What do you guys feel like they should go? Uh, they have a lot of needs and it it all depends. They went a, they went earlier with a wide receiver, uh, but they're all about getting guys now that can fit into Dabble's offense. Dabble is going to be bringing what he was doing in Buffalo, I'm sure, with a few twists. They did not exercise the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. Uh, so the quarterback is going to be something that is interesting. Uh, now they win it. They win. Are they going? Is that what they did? Did they go uh, Joshua Azidu? Yeah, they go Azidu. Uh, so Joshua they go Azidu. again. There you go. So Joshua Azidu is the pick out of North, North Carolina. Carolina. Uh, zone fit scheme, Alex. A nice selection. Great selection. Fits their needs. Fits what they do. Um, not not a bad value here either at this point of the draft. A little surprised they didn't go with someone like Parham, who's got a little, maybe a little more flexibility, can do some different things. But Azidu, talented guy there. Played in the zone running scheme. Blocked the last two years for a handful of very talented running backs, including a guy, Ty Chandler, who's going to be coming out this year in, in this draft class as well. So uh, definitely not a bad selection here for them. They're really, Giants going O line. Heavy, yeah, right? they're they're really looking to fortify that O line. I mean, la last year first round they went for O lineman, didn't they? Yeah. So it looks like man, they're really putting resources behind Daniel Jones. To be honest, um, trying to figure out if this is the this is the guy, right? Right. Yeah, right. So they want to figure out. Yeah, I think I think they are. I think they're Daniel Jones though has got one year to prove it. Right. No fifth year <laughs> option. They're looking to move on potentially if he doesn't get it done. So uh, the fact they weren't willing to exercise his fifth year option, I think, says a lot about him. And maybe they're still planning on addressing this, but I think veteran quarterback would make, make the most sense for them to address it. Could they be in the Jimmy Garoppolo market? Ooh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I hope so. <laughs> that would be great, right? That would be absolutely so. great if they're in the Jimmy Garoppolo so. market. They were, I heard rumors they were trying to trade Canavius Tony. They still are trying to trade. And I, I don't. I don't get that. To me, he's a playmaker. I, I love. I love Tony's talent. They I, should trade Kadarius Tony. I don't think he fits what they want to do. Um, he doesn't I, fit what anyone wants to. do. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, and, and, and as a University of Florida guy who liked Kadarius oh, Tony, you're a Gator I, fan. I'm a Gator fan. Yeah, I, I love I'm Tony. Huge. So I like. I love Tony at the University of Florida. Correct. However, coming out of the draft last year, there was a lot of hype on his ability to break tackles. I heard Debo Samuel comps with him, and I was just nah. like, this is not the same type of player. He's no. not even that shifty. He's very quick. He's very yes. speedy. Um, but I saw a lot of straight line speed out of him, not so much the, the lateral quickness and things of that nature. I did like him. I didn't think he deserved to go anywhere near the first round. I thought a third-round pick on him would have been probably a great spot and a lot of value for a team. 
Uh, they went early. Urban Meyer came out and said it was his one regret of the draft, right? Not getting Kadarius Tony early. Yeah. That blew up in his face along with a lot of other things as well. Uh, but you have now a situation where they're moving off this. They went Wandale Robinson. They are definitely either going to be either trading this gentleman or probably cutting it. What's the, what's the problem with Tony? Uh, Is it you, off the field? Well, health health was one of it. You, you could just watch what I said about Kadarius Tony last year during our draft round, <laughs> uh, where I, I said to Alex, Kadarius Tony is going to be an absolute bust in the first round. He did say that. Uh, he doesn't have the flexibility in his hips to be able to create in the open field. He's not dynamic in that area. Does he have straight ahead speed? Yes, uh, but not in the NFL. It's a little bit different game. So I did not believe he was going to be that guy. And so far, I've been proven right. Maybe he'll get traded, get into a different situation, and be a better player. Right, right. Uh, but I kind of chuckle because it's a Florida guy. So uh, as a, it does as a Florida State guy, it, it does stick. You, you have to do it. Oh, so Florida, Florida State guy. That's right. Gainesville, Tallahassee. Yeah. There's, there's a little bit, right? You, with as, with as well as we work together, you think there'd be a little more tension brewing here. But no, there's Absolutely. a lot of respect for both football programs over here. Although it does love ribbing me. Well, the rivalry hasn't yeah, been the same of late. Uh, both, both programs have not been doing very well as of this moment. Right. This Wait, yeah, I tried to block it out. So thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, Robert, Robert, here, who's here at Back Alley Brew, by the oh, way, man. just ask, where are you guys at? We're, we're at Back Alley Brew in Galt, California. So another cheap pop there for you. Uh, way to go. Thank you for that plug there, Robert. Shout out to Back Alley Brew for, for the support and letting us be here tonight. John saying, what is lumpia? Uh, lumpia is absolutely delicious. And uh, there, there are no words for it. You just nice, try. nice explanation. You don't give I'm any not going to. I'm not you going to. Go straight to well, it. Lumpia, lumpia, first off, can be a lot of different. You can put a lot of different things in lumpia. It's very hard to, to pin and narrow it down. Let's just say it's like a, it's like a short. It's like a mini tostada, except it's not Mexican I, food I, at all. I, it's not Mexican food. I have lumpia here as well. So, oh my lord, um, lumpia. Yeah, I have, I'm going to get into these uh, later. So, uh, <laughs> Alex, when I go on my break, I expect me to eat the lumpia. Oh I'm surprised God, I left man. them so close to you. You probably would have ate them. Uh, if I didn't know, I thought those were tacos. Yeah. Uh, if I had known they were lumpia, they might have already been gone. So th there, there's that. Uh, what round do we draft punters? So soothing sounds. Round. Oh, so we're almost gracious. there. Pick 134. That'll be. That'll be tomorrow. That'll yeah, be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be tomorrow. Not that really. <laughs> Sean Bullard with the great description of <laughs> Lumpia little egg rolls. There you go. Yeah. Little, little egg rolls. Uh, solid there, Sean. Absolutely solid. I was trying to see. There was another great question here in chat. I'm trying to to get to it, uh, but I'm I'm not finding it. So TCC, I apologize. The chat has been flying tonight. It's hard to hard to keep track of it. Best two linebackers available from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's two really Channing good players. Tindall. Channing, Channing Tindall is a fun player to watch as well, but a throwback caliber, or kind of player, right? A big physical guy that's really good against the run. Uh, he can track you down. He has tracking ability. But one of those guys is an absolute thumper. So if you enjoy watching guys that hit really hard, Channing Tindall is one of those guys. Uh, very, very true, and Very, very true. Uh, but look, TCC, we're going to let Ant get to his break. We're going to let Warren uh, get get off and get going and, and enjoying the rest of the evening. Give them some love in the chat right now. Warren, man, thank you for joining. We Fellas, really appreciate man, it, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Thank you. Great job. Thank you, guys. Uh, it was absolutely great. And, uh, again, some, some more promos for you, too. Some more shows coming soon. TCC, we'll see you here in a little bit.
My apologies, TCC. It's actually not Horse coming up next, but it is, in fact, the Azorian one. The Azorian one will be coming up next. And shout out to Nico, who just got here. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, Steve's coming up here in a, a little bit as well. So a lot of fun stuff happening tonight. TCC, hope you're having a good time tonight. Hope you're enjoying the stream. I hope you're enjoying a lot of the things. Martin Emerson was the pick off the board there for the Browns. So Martin Emerson uh, goes there, and the Titans pick is already in as well. So a lot of fun stuff happening, a lot of interesting stuff happening so far in this draft. The New England Patriots continue to surprise everybody. Uh, trading back, which isn't a surprise. That was the least surprising thing that they did. But then trading, uh, not trading up, but taking Cole Strange there in the first round and then trading up for Tyquan Thornton. <clears throat> Tyquan Thornton. Can't believe it. Still, still in absolute shock by it. Uh, absolute shock by it. Uh, have a beer for me, Ant said BV50, so uh, Ant won't do that. Ant, Ant doesn't drink. Ant doesn't drink, so I, I will drink it for him, BV. Uh, no worries. I will I will take care of it for him. Absolutely delicious. We're having a lot of fun out here tonight. It's, it's been a lot of fun. What, what What's going on, J-Hill? What do you need? On 61? It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not as bad as Trey Sermon last year, man. Definitely not as bad as Trey Sermon last year. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. I, I'm liking this. I really wish we kept most or it says soothing sounds. Oh, look, man, uh, I think a lot of a lot of uh, the cutback crew, a lot of 40 hours fans feel that way, right? They, they really would have loved to have kept Raheem Mostert. Um, it comes down to injuries, right? It comes down to injuries. It comes down to what you're going to have to pay a guy who hasn't played essentially in two seasons. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of capital to give up, and they, they didn't want to make that that risk. They want to take that chance. Um, I, know, I know Ant and I mocked um, in, in War Room, on our last War Room, we mocked the Niners trading pick 105 for Saquon Barkley, which is entirely still a possibility, and a lot of people got upset about that. Um, but it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to see that dynamic of how 49ers fans feel about that, and, and the pick for the Titans is in. Um, we saw them, right? We saw them cut and get rid of uh, Roger Saffold, and now they've gone offensive lineman Nicholas petit Freire out of Ohio State, so they're addressing needs and addressing holes. We've seen a lot of teams doing this, a lot of playoff-caliber teams, teams that were in contention this last season, uh, getting rid of some key pieces who cost a little bit more money and cost some extra stuff and then go with cheaper options, go the cheaper route with young guys. We just saw Green Bay do this earlier as well in the second round, right? They moved off of Devontae Adams, not the big contract. They go with the guy in Christian Watson who's got a lot of dynamics. So a lot of teams are making these decisions and making these choices right now, um, and they're doing that right before the salary cap is about to explode. We would think coming into this next season, the Niners not doing that with Debo Samuel, which I think is a relief uh, for a lot, of, uh, a lot of different people. For a lot of different people. Uh, so TCC, uh, exciting, exciting times, a uh, lot, lot of uh, interesting things happening. Uh, and we got a $2 super chat from Sterling Holt. Next Niners pick is Danny Gray. So he is claiming and calling it right now. Danny Gray is the next pick. Uh, and Sterling, Sterling, uh, you, you would not be wrong in thinking that. The Niners did meet with Danny Gray. He's a guy that has been flying up mock drafts and boards um, essentially since after the combine, post-combine, 439 speed. Uh, a lot of run after the catch ability. He is a 49er style wide receiver in terms of what he does. David Bell uh, also is an option who is on the board and, and would be available uh, for the 49ers in this spot as well. So a lot of options for the Niners, a lot of things they could do. Um, a lot of fun things there. Lou says those late picks are not making the team. We need to use them in our 2023 third round comps to move up for potential starters. Drake will be a nice special teamer. So Lou's already putting out there into the ether. Special teamer for Drake Jacks. Uh, Chad Muma just went off the board, linebacker out of Wyoming to the Jaguars. And we're starting to see that run now on linebacker prospects. So linebacker prospects uh, for the 49ers are, are starting to 
maybe dwindle and maybe if you want one of these top end guys who can make the roster this year and, and kind of plug some holes for the future uh, you may have to do that soon maybe maybe the next pick if that's what they want i take a drink every time alex says his phrase jan don't don't tempt me don't tempt me because you start tempting I, I will start saying it more and more and more and 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 then you know you got this is some bad stuff on your hands potentially bad stuff on your hands teased it see i'm not gonna actually do it you got me get me self-conscious get me thinking about it right now uh you don't don't want to necessarily do that uh but yeah a little bit of a ways to go for the 49ers in terms of uh, what they can do and, and what they could go and, and what they're gonna what they're gonna be trying to address at pick 93 so pick 29 of the third round uh still a little ways uh, to go the pick is in officially for the chicago bears we're just waiting to see what the nfl uh, announced when they decide to announce it excuse me uh, not whether or not they announce it but when they are going to be announcing it uh, and and the seattle seahawks are officially on the clock um o-line next asked ernest uh angulo there ernest is asking o-line next it is possible frank is asking is marcus jones still available he is um this is a guy that that, that we felt um was definitely an option for san francisco and that they could go after the problem is, is he going to be available? Is he going to be sitting there at 93? A lot of teams, a lot of fan bases, a lot of a lot of organizations feel this guy fits uh, in their schemes in the Nick role. He's got a lot of diversity as well as what he can do in the return game as well. Um, he's got a lot of positive attributes, the uh, nickel corner out of the University of Houston. So the nickel corner at the University of Houston is definitely a possibility and a target for the 49ers. The real question is just where? Where is he going to go? There still has not been a run on corners. We said this about linebackers. There was no run on linebackers. It looks like the run's about to happen. Looks like the run is building and, and maybe happening right now. And, and another $2 super chat from Sterling. Hold Sterling. Appreciate the support there, my guy. Thank you so much. Second and third rounder type uh, Chandler. Are you talking about Ty Chandler to the University of North Carolina, the running back? Uh, you may be able to get him a little bit later. Running backs have not been flying off the board right now. Um, the, the value is not as high. It won't be maybe until the fourth or fifth round that you start seeing more running backs going, getting to pick 134 and such. And if that's the case, then a guy like Ty Chandler may be available after that down the road a, a, a little bit a little bit later. Uh, Bears take Valus Jones. So wide receiver Valus Jones. They traded up for Valus Jones. We've seen Tyquan Thornton go off the board. We've seen Valus Jones now go off the board. Speedy wide receivers who have a lot of dynamics and do a lot of different things uh, at the, in the wide receiver room. Valus Jones, a guy at Tennessee that can do a lot of things in the return game, which is why Ant and I both liked him. Uh, the problem was you, you weren't going to take him at this spot. You're not, you're not going to do that. There, there's guys like Danny Gray, uh, guys like Kyle Phillips that are still on the board right now in the wide receiver room that can do a lot more things in terms of the route running and, and, and being able to attack uh, attack the field and, and provide you with ways to uh, beat defenses. Valus Jones is a little more limited in the receiving game right now. There's a lot of top-end speed, but some decent size there. He's going to be a good slot option early and definitely adds a lot in the return game. So uh, interesting, interesting. And we've seen now two wide receivers that were projected and expected to go a little bit later in this draft. Tyquan Thornton, uh, the New England Patriots trade up for and get ridiculously early in the second round. And now Valus Jones in the third round very early on. The Bears trading into that spot <clears throat> and taking that man. So wide receiver, the run on wide receivers has been real in this draft so far. It has been something that has started in the first round, um, and we saw teams miss on wide receiver who were waiting for guys to see if they fall, who ended up trading, right, trading for wideouts. So wide receiver run is happening. It, it is a real thing, which means maybe the Niners are feeling like they're going to have to go wide receiver. Maybe they're going to feel like they're going to have to trade up to go get a wide receiver. If they have to trade up to go get a wide receiver, um, you know, what are you giving up? What does that look like? Uh, I'm imagining it's going to be future picks. And they're not going to, future picks and some back end stuff in this draft. 
Um, again, it's going to be really hard for any of those guys to make the roster, right? To make the roster, uh, picks 220, pick 221, pick 262, even getting back to that 180 pick as well. Uh, the Seahawks pick is officially in also, so now we're just waiting to see uh, what happens there and, and, and who the options are. And, and shout out to everyone watching us, everyone on Twitch watching, everyone on Facebook watching, uh, YouTube and Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hit that like button if you haven't already and make sure you're subscribed. Uh, I can see Seattle drafting Malik Willis. Todd Winthrow says um, this, this definitely could be a quarterback option here for Seattle. Seattle could be going that route. Um, I think they have other holes and other things they could fill. And the fact that you still have Matt Corral on the board, you still have Malik Willis, this may not be quarterback. I, there, then again, I didn't think Bill Jones and Tyquan Thornton were going in the second and third round, respectively, early. So what do I know? What, what, what do I know? I, nothing. Nothing at this point. I know as much as uh, anybody else at this point. Uh, it's going to be interesting. If we keep stacking up running backs, no more, says Josh, Joseph Whitebird. So Joe does not want a running back here. Not a running back. I, I think there's still a lot of uh, a lot of solid options. You still have Pierre Strong that's available at the running back room. You still have Isaiah Spiller. What is going on, sir? How you doing? How you doing? You doing good? What's going on? You having a good night? Good to see you. Ah, good to see you. Oh, we had some tacos. So, so, so look at that. We're getting some, uh, getting some, uh, some taco love out here as well tonight. So some lumpias and some tacos, which is uh, absolutely solid. I bet, I bet people pronounce Venus like the planet. Uh, you're, you're not wrong, BB. I just said it for you, just to, to hit on that, right? Wanted to hit on that note there. It is Vegas Jones. Vegas Jones of the University of Tennessee. Uh, 71 just got picked. 72. You guys like Drake over Bonito, says Renee. I, I like I like Drake where they got him. Um, th there's a lot of potential there to be a, to develop into a three-down guy who's a little bit closer to being a three-down guy than Bonito is. He just doesn't have the top-end speed. Just doesn't have that. And the Niners have shown, right, that they'll address they'll address positions earlier than maybe they need to, a year early. Um, you, you do have Samson Debbie come on a one-year deal, and if he continues to improve and do the things that we saw this past season, you may be looking at a situation where you can't afford to keep Samson Debbie come around if you're going to be paying Nick Bosa, right? If you're going to be paying Nick Bosa and extending him, you may not be able to keep a guy like that around. You may not be able to keep a Charles Menu if he has the kind of season we all think he can have. So you go that route a little bit earlier, uh, and you, you address it now with a, with a guy who's got some three-down potentiality that uh, could potentially move to the inside uh, and be that that flex guy uh, moving outside on base downs and moving inside. We've seen Eric Armstead start that way and then transition into the interior role. Maybe Drake Jackson has taken a similar sort of path. We're going to see. We're going to see. Like to trade up my guy, says Todd. So Todd wants a my guy trade up. So I, I feel you there. I feel you there. And and Frank, we're, we're, punter's not happening. At least not tonight. It's not happening tonight. Niners aren't doing it. I like Ariaza just as much as the next guy. I will not meme, though, in this draft. It's not happening. We're not memeing. We're not memeing. You're, you're just not, you're not going to do it. Uh, the Seahawks pick is in, so now we're just waiting to see uh, who the gentleman is, who they decide to go with uh, at this point. Um, you know, will, will they continue to address O-line? Uh, will they go to the tight end spot? We haven't seen a tight end come off the board in a while. Uh, the, the Seattle Seahawks do need a tight end. Tight end is something they need to address. They've addressed running back. They've addressed edge. They've addressed O-line. Uh, so maybe tight end is the option. Maybe it's Greg Dulcich out of UCLA. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the guy they're looking at right here, a guy who's a little bit more uh, well-rounded tight end here at this spot. Um, you know, it, it took a while for the first tight end to come off the board. It was Trey McBride. And uh, maybe Greg Dulcich is the guy that they're, they're targeting and looking at right now at this point in time. So, I mean, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It, it's going to be, I mean, hopefully the NFL decides to, to get off their behinds here at some point and announce a pick, and it's not. It's another offensive lineman. It's another offensive lineman. Uh, it's offensive tackle Abraham Lucas at Washington State. So they are definitely going offense here. 
uh, doing the things they did not do when Russell Wilson was the quarterback. Uh, didn't address the O-line they now have. They've addressed the O-line twice with two of their picks. Uh, they also go running back Kenneth Walker to Michigan State, who, if you've been around for a while on the channel and even listen to me, you know how high I am on, on Kenneth Walker. He was the only player in this draft that had Debo-esque running style and Debo-esque physicality in terms of how he, he runs and how he attacks. Definitely not Debo Samuel. But the, don't get it twisted. It's not Debo Samuel, but Debo-esque things with, with how he plays. Uh, Seattle goes that route with a little bit more physical running back. Uh, so, no, look, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what the NFC West teams are doing. We saw Arizona also trading uh, earlier and getting a more proven wide receiver commodity and at the wide receiver position. So, uh, no, interesting. Interesting. Abraham Lucas is the pick. They're going O-line. They're, they're addressing it. They're trying to counter, right, what we've seen from San Francisco. Uh, the real question is, and Ant and I have talked about this, with, with this gentleman, with this gentleman here, Abraham Lucas, this is a guy who was asked to be more of a pass pro guy. A lot of positive things in the pass pro. Not so much in the running game. He had some weaknesses in, in the running game in terms of technique and, and fluidity and how consistent he played. Also not extremely dominant. Um, very good with his leverage and, and things of that nature. But if you're wanting to be a more run-heavy team, right, you want running back, you've now addressed the O-line twice for the Seattle Seahawks. There's question marks in terms of what this guy can do as a run-blocking option uh, for your team. Now, I, I don't know what the plan is with their O-linemen, the guys that they've taken, um, but... Very interesting uh, draft strategy here for Seattle with what they're what they're doing and how they're going about building their roster. Uh, but again, a lot of the teams in the NFC and the NFC West are trying to make sure that they can compete. Right? They want to compete with the other guys that they're seeing. They have to compete against the teams that they're facing uh, twice a season. Uh, each of these teams they got to deal with twice. What have the Niners have done? They've run the football very, very well. A lot of these other teams uh, do things like getting after the quarterback. They do it very well. Uh, the Rams very good at it. Aaron Donald and uh, well, what was Von Miller, but now isn't. Uh, they were able to do that very, very well. Uh, Arizona uh, went after and got J.J. Watt. They saw a lot of positive things out of a lot of different guys at the rotation that they had there on their D-line last season, as well as the addition of Zayvon Collins and what Isaiah Simmons continued to develop into. Uh, and the Niners, we know. We know what the Niners are, right? Built around the D-line, built around this, this front four and front seven, right? Getting after the quarterback and, and being able to put pressure and apply pressure. Uh, so the Jelani Woods, Colts take Jelani Woods there uh, at 73. So Jelani Woods, the tight end out of Virginia, 6'7". He's huge. He's absolutely gigantic, TCC. He's absolutely gigantic. I'm a little surprised they went this route, uh, but they're looking for the pass-catching option. They're looking for the upside uh, and, and making things easy for, for Matt Ryan, the quarterback. So adding weapons for Matt Ryan at the quarterback position in a very stacked AFC, getting the 6'7 prospect out of Virginia, a lot of positive things uh, for that gentleman. However, uh, struggles playing in a three-point stance. Absolutely struggles playing in a three-point stance. I mean, you can see it here on, on some, of the, the, some of the highlights that they're going to show right now. Uh, just what he does, he, he struggles getting out. He kind of lumbers around on the football field, but he's 6'7". He's huge. There's a lot of positive things there in the past game. He's definitely a red zone threat. And you can see right now ESPN highlighting, right, highlighting the red zone capabilities of Jelani Woods and what he can do and what he can be. So I get it. I get it. I see what, I see what the Colts see. Um, I, I, I still think it's a, a smidge early, but I, the, the upside is gigantic for this man, uh, much like his size. It was not intended. It was not intended pun, but it happened nonetheless. Uh, happened nonetheless. Uh, 34 games at Oklahoma State, 31 receptions, 361 yards, 11 games at Virginia Tech, uh, and much better production at a school that isn't necessarily always a school that teams look at and go, hey, uh, high-powered offense, a lot of positive things. So uh, interesting there for the Colts. 
not, not a bad selection and definitely addressing the things that they need to address, right? Adding weapons for Matt Ryan, uh, making sure that they have the firepower necessary to compete and go after things. And the Atlanta Falcons, uh, their pick was in very quickly at 74. They go quarterback Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. So quarterback Desmond Ritter, that's the second quarterback now off the board. What happened? I know, Desmond Ritter. I, I, Malik Will is still on the board. They, they love the upside out of Desmond. I think it's the deep ball potential. It's a deep ball potential with the receivers that they have. All right, the, the big, tall Kyle Pitts, who can do a lot of positive things there. Uh, and they went receiver early in this draft as well and, and added some weapons and some firepower. Um, they, they feel like, hey, we got a guy who we know throws the deep ball. Well, you saw the connection him and Alec Pierce has. So you, you add a dynamic talents to the wide receiver in the tight end position. And now you add a guy who you know can throw the deep ball pretty well. And it's everything else that's a question mark. But he's going to be sitting behind Mariota. Right? He's sitting behind Mariota. We're going to see what that means. Um, but the second quarterback off the board in his name is not Malik Willis. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We'll see how far he slides, and uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see where he ends up. We'll see what he ends up doing and where he ends up being. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ritter gone, second QB. Falcons take Desmond Ritter. Uh, what center prospects are there left? You still have Dylan Parham. You still have Donovan West uh, as well of Arizona State. So those, those are the two biggest names on the board currently uh, for not just for the 49ers, but just in the draft in general. Those are the, the two biggest name prospects. There's also Alec Lindstrom as well, a guy that we're very high on that a lot of teams and a lot of places have him mocked a little bit lower, even though Ant and I love him around that 105 to 134 range. Uh, the Denver Broncos have officially traded their pick at 69. So they've traded it to the Texans. The Texans being aggressive, coming back up. Uh, good on the Texans because they need everything. Sorry, Texans fans, but they, they need everything. Literally need everything. Every, every site that we've looked at, Mock Draft YC's everything, and uh, yeah, they, they do. They definitely do. Uh, they've done a lot of good things though, early in this draft, dressed, addressed a lot of needs and positions of need at good spots. So we'll, we'll see what the pick is here. Cornerback uh, or safety is what Frank is saying. Frank is feeling cornerback or safety. You could be getting to a point here where you start to see the, the run, on, run on cornerbacks. It hasn't happened yet in this draft. The run on cornerbacks has not occurred. Uh, and if it hasn't occurred, then you're thinking here at any point in time between now and about mid-80s that that run on cornerbacks could happen. And if the Niners aren't, aren't aggressive here and aren't smart, uh, they could be in a position where one of these guys that they're loving and that they're liking, whether that's Marcus Jones, whether that's uh, Ant's guy, Damari Mathis at a pit, is uh, not going to be available, not going to be on the board. Won't be a possibility, won't be potentially uh, there for the 49ers. So you may have to be a little bit aggressive here and go a little bit earlier than maybe you'd like or maybe that you're thinking. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Marcus Jones right around this spot between uh, between 80 and 90 was where we think we was feeling he can go. Uh, and you're getting very close to 80. Ridiculously close to 80. Uh, and, and we're going to be having a we're going to be having a Steve's joining us here very shortly as well. He's going to be the guest coming on with us to talk. Hopefully he doesn't throw me through a table. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see what happens when a Steve's coming up next, TCC.
Drive safe. Drive safe, Lou. And uh, the Azorian one is now. Oh, wow. Stare and, down. And, and, I'm not comfortable. It's, it's real. The Azorian one is not forgotten. The last time. Oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong venue. My apologies. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't lock it up, man. Ooh, sorry. This isn't yeah. lock it up, my sorry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and this is one of those times it's, it's draft time right here right. in right. Galt, California. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Uh, cheap pops cheap all pop over there. the place. You got a cheap pop in. <laughs> and and the, the draft is interesting thing because you get a new player all the time. Uh, this is one of those things that you've been a 49er fan for a long time. Since birth. And every, yeah, and every time they add a player. Now, I want to ask you this because I haven't got a chance to ask you since, but how have you recovered from the season so far? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. It's, it's day by day, step by step. You know, sing the theme song from Step by Step. Yeah. That's how I feel. Uh, it's <laughs> that championship game, you know, it's just... You try to move forward. You try to keep on keeping on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's being a Niner since birth. Um, you know, remembering the Montana back in my day when it was Montana and Craig and Russ and Taylor. But it's uh, ups and downs. It's been fun. And, uh, you know, it's another season. Another season. And we hope we can push forward again and get past the championship. Get to the Super Bowl. Take it. Open, depending on the draft goes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and there's still a lot of good players here. And mm -hmm. I, I think it's one of those times when we start, there's so much hope that comes out of the draft. And we're, we're hoping that the 49ers can get better. And they're going to have a, they had to pick earlier Drake Jackson. And he's a really good football player out of USC, a good edge rusher. Um, are you concerned that the 49ers continue to add edge rushers? Like, it's just like everyone's an edge rusher. It's like, I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll, you're, you edge rush, right? Yeah, we we'll have you too. We want 10 edge rushers. Yeah. We want them all in there. We're close, though. We're, yeah, we're close. We're eight, right? We're at eight currently. <laughs> we got eight, and that doesn't include the guys in the practice squad. I mean, that is just, in the futures contract, gentlemen, I mean, we're dangerously close to 10. It's a little shocking. Yeah, and I, I think that one thing we got to remember is this, this 49ers team is going to be potentially embarking into a rookie quarterback, mm -hmm. uh, taking over a Trey Lance, one of those guys. Do you like Trey Lance? What are your feelings on Trey Lance from what you've seen from the, the Arizona and the Houston Texans game? Quarterback has been such like a, a, in a, 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 a variable that we haven't quite nailed down since like since like the Steve years, we've gone from we went from Garcia, we went with Kaepernick, we went with Garoppolo. It just seems like we get this great high, but it doesn't last as long. And I think it's because we're so used to having Joe and Steve that we expect to always have a Joe or a Steve. And we're you know not every team has had that great quarterback, so now we're kind of experiencing that time where we have greatness, but then it sputters a little bit, and it's. Niner fans aren't used to that, so it's it's weird. It's a very weird feeling. But I like Trey. I mean, I think there. I mean, what's the worst case that could happen? I mean, uh, we got Trey Lance. We should give it a shot. And 
hopefully he can prove himself and go from there. We saw positive things out of Trey last year, too. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like we saw nothing but negative. We didn't see question marks. It wasn't a Nathan, Nathan Peterman start where he comes out and throws four picks. Someone who can right? be taught. Someone who can be, who's got talent and can be taught the way. It's just... He's got to keep plugging it. He's got to keep plugging. We saw a lot of positive in terms of the throws that he makes. So, no, I, I agree with you. This is something we've, we've said a lot on this pod and a lot on the show. Is just, as 49ers fans, you've been spoiled. We've been spoiled by great teams, great, great coaches, great quarterback play. Uh, and hoping we're hoping now that this is the next one. Right? This is the next great quarterback with a lot of upside, a lot of potential, and can take this team and get them over the hump and get us back to the promised land and get number six. Right? We need that six. I mean, We've been fighting for that six for a while. Too long. Too long. Too many times we were close. And then, I, and then I'm crying in February again. And it's not cool to cry in front of your wife and kids over this. Good notes. That's good notes. I'm getting married in October, so you know, you're right. Don't cry in front of the wife and cry kids. A little bit. Cry a little bit. A little bit. But they don't, not for weeks. TCC, not weeks. Just not a weeks. <laughs> Smidge. Oh, just by yourself. Smidge of the tears. Okay. Just by yourself. Now, I know the Ravens are picking right now, and they, they made the trade. Hollywood Brown gone. Ravens, um, of course. Could, could they potentially go right now with Calvin Austin the third, Alex? Could. I'll throw this your way. Calvin Austin the third, very speedy receiver. Uh, would seem to make sense now. I know Mills doesn't say wide receiver is one of their needs, but we know that was opened up last last night by Hollywood Brown heading to Arizona. It, it was, and this is definitely an area that they could target. I would actually be so shocked if they didn't go this. We Seattle earlier. Um, we saw the names that were on the board, and I kept thinking, you know what, tight end was probably going to be the option there. They went with Jelani Woods. They passed on Greg Dulcich out of UCLA, so they went with the 6-7 prospect. Uh, definitely a red zone threat. Uh, you know, can add something in the pass game immediately, and definitely down in the red zone. Um, so wide receiver here, especially a quick, speedy wide receiver, Calvin Austin, definitely could be the, the name that they're going with there to, to replace what they're losing in terms of the speed and the dynamics there with the football on the team. When does uh, when does Vince McMahon come out and choose his pick for the Raw brand? Is um, that happening? That's not happening. That's not happening. Wrong draft. That's not happening. Wrong draft. Wrong draft. Sorry about that, man. I'm glad you let him know. Instead of the wrong notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. Not Don't get Ray started. Don't get Ray started in the chat now. <laughs> yeah. And then what, what were you feeling about the the Debo Samuel situation? It's something that's kind of taken a, a life of its own. Yeah. He doesn't get traded, of course, but um, we, we it's a lot of reporting where it's like. What's the actual truth? Did he want to leave? Does he actually want to stay? Do they want him to leave? And it felt like a story that just went crazy. I mean, the last thing I heard, like, he never actually said he wanted to go. He wanted to stay. So, I, I mean, I would, the guy was, that was a key figure for us last season. The guy was there when we needed him. The guy made plays happen. And it would be a hit not to have him. I mean, of course, if it does, we adapt, we move forward we right. from there. But he's just such an added key that we're so, we enjoyed so much that it would be nice to keep him there. Um, I'm hoping it was just some misinformation, jumbled reporting, but who knows? I would just, I would like to see Debo still in the red and gold next, this season. And a huge hit just happened because Baltimore takes Travis Jones, the defensive tackle wow. out of Connecticut. Uh, very nice player out to a, a elite first step. A guy that can really get aggressive in on the inside. Uh, Going to be a dynamite player once again in the, the AFC North. A very good player. I like Travis Jones a lot. I'm, I'm kind of surprised he's still around at 77 because that first step is, is tremendously good. Uh, so he's a guy that's going to be playing up there, and I, I think he's got a lot of a lot of potential. Definitely does. Uh, definitely does there. Um, trying to take a look here. And, and the Colts pick is already coming in, by the way. Oh. Uh, it, it's going to be uh, Bernard Raymond. Uh, it, it's just come up. I'm actually kind of surprised he went this far, this far down here into the third. I thought this was a guy that some teams were going to take in the second. Uh, versatility there and, and still relatively – he's green. 
this is a green prospect. This guy hasn't doesn't have a lot of experience playing football. This guy who's just coming into his own as a, as a football player, especially a tackle on, on the offensive side, and came in at Central Michigan as a left tackle prospect, did a lot of positive things there. A little surprised he went here, but teams feel like that maybe there's more development than people were saying or projecting coming into this draft. Yeah, he's one of those guys that plays with a nasty streak, and you'll see him putting people on the ground pretty consistently. Uh, this would be your kind of offensive lineman as he, he likes to body slam guys. Mm -hmm, uh, so mm -hmm. this, this guy's a very Respect. good talent. Coming from a small school, he's definitely one of those guys that's not played against a level of competition of some of the other uh, players in this draft, but it does have a lot of versatility. Like Alex said, he can play interior and uh, on the outside as a potential right tackle in the NFL. So to make you feel better, Warren brought this up in the chat. Warren said, hey guys, Debo just put out a new shirt. A, 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 a Debo Samuel is back shirt. I checked his represent just now. Debo Samuel just put up a shirt on represent. Debo Samuel is back shirt. Oh, okay. So whether or not that means there's something going on and maybe okay. a contract is getting close here, but Debo Samuel just dropped a shirt on his merch shop. Breaking news. Yeah. Maybe maybe he just eliminated the wide back part of it. Um, I, for like the last like few days, I've been saying the wide back thing is annoying. Like I come up with a better name. Like right. I don't like wide, wide back. back. No. Yeah. So maybe maybe he just. I'm back I'm because back. he's no longer. I'm wide back. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not back. wide back. I'm just back. I'm just back. I'm just guys. back. I'm just back. Just back, but not as a wide back. How's it, how's it looking for Rod Tidwell? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to get the money that he's seeking. Uh, maybe they'll show him the money. I, they, I mean, they should. I think yeah, they should. Rod show earned it that season in Arizona. Yeah. Sort of did get there, Rod Tidwell, in Hollywood Brown last night. How do you like a name like Hollywood? You like that? Ooh, it, I hear that, and I hear I either see leather, uh, Feather Boas. Uh, black and white flashing. Okay, you went, you went Hogan. Oh, you went like Hollywood leather Hogan. vest, okay. leather pants, okay. shades, yeah. Hollywood, you know? That's fair. That's that's fair. <laughs> We're inching closer to the 49ers pick. Um, okay, here we and go. The right. keyword there was inching. Inching, inching. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an inch. It's a, it's a slow pace at this point. Inch by inch, life's um, a cinch. But Cleveland is on the clock right now, and the, and the 49ers have a pick the Browns. coming around. It's, it's almost 20 picks or something like that. Um do you have a position that you want them to take a player from? Like, do you have a certain position you think they have a need that they need to address? Uh, I, I I can't say I have all the stats that you guys have, but the offensive line, I think, is something that we had a little few weaknesses in. And being someone who very, very long ago was an offensive lineman, many years ago when less bones clicked like they do now. When you were part of, when you were learning the fundamentals. Learning the fundamentals, the flag football champion. Yeah. <laughs> and then a Lodi Cardinal. There you go. Don't exist anymore. Um, I was an offensive lineman and you don't, I mean, you're, you got to protect the quarterback. And I feel like there's always something to be had, something to be said about strengthening your front line, getting some beasts up there who are quick, who are, are going to be able to protect your quarterback and your running back. And I feel like there were some weaknesses at key moments this last season that gave us a loss when we could have had something better out of it. So I would say make sure the offensive line is strong. I think we got talent when it comes to quarterback, when it comes to receivers. Our front line needs to protect those guys in the backfield, and that's what I would focus on. And chat's agreeing with you. Juanito just said an offensive line needs work. It, it, it needs work. It needs help. And the Browns did just take defensive end Alex Wright out of UAB, so they go with a big, uh, lengthy prospect there out of UAB with a lot of upside, a lot of potential there. Um, I see earlier, too, Robert asked, why no trade for Jimmy? Why has Jimmy not been traded yet? And this is something that was getting teased. We all thought it could happen on draft day. Then nothing's really happening with it. Then it starts getting leaked that maybe something's going to happen. Jimmy's still on the roster. It, Steve, do you think that means anything? Like, Jimmy's still being here. Do you think that means the Niners don't trust Trey? Or do you think they're just biding their time and waiting for the right moment? I, God, that's... It's a loaded question. It is. There's There was so much... <laughs> 
so much behind having Jimmy here. I mean, the, the, the media about it with him being the student of Tom Brady and the talent that he had. So there's, I think there's still this element where it's like they want him to be the franchise quarterback. There's people who want Garoppolo to be the next Joe and Steve. And there, there must be this feeling where we want Trey. They, maybe they want Trey to be that great backup. Maybe Trey is Steve. And they want Garoppolo to be Joe. Like we want to re, we want to mimic the '80s and '90s again. Um, I don't know. It, it it just gets this feeling like they want to hang on to Garoppolo. And I don't know. I don't. I haven't. Does Garoppolo want to stay? Does he want to leave? Who, I mean, I can't envision a situation where Jimmy Garoppolo wants to do the same things he did last year, right? Yeah. Uh, or he wants to potentially be the starter and have Trey Lance looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Trey Lance is so much better than he was last year already. You saw the development during the season. He's going to be so good next year. I don't know how Jimmy would be able to, you know, beat out Trey Lance in training camp. Uh, I think this is Trey's Trey's team, and I can't see Jimmy wanting to sit back and be the backup quarterback. Oh, and he's definitely not going to allow the 49ers to come to him and say, like, hey, uh, Jimmy, you want to take a pay cut for us, you know, to be the backup? I can't envision <laughs> that. So I think they just need a willing trade partner. And yeah. the only willing trade partner so far that we even think is a possibility is Carolina. They don't, they don't have a pick until the fourth round. So – Potentially after tonight, between tonight and tomorrow, a trade could get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I don't, I'm I'm not saying that's imminent because we just don't really know what's going to happen with with Jimmy. Yeah, it. it have to say, I mean, I, and, and Jimmy, you know, he already spent most of his career backing up Brady. He doesn't go. He doesn't go back to backup. Yeah, he doesn't go back on that bench. And football is not baseball, where it's common to have a different pitcher out there for an entire game. Football doesn't do that. You need to have that one captain who's leading the team, and yeah, Jimmy is not looking for to play second fiddle. No, and they tried that last year. They tried to play them both at times, you know, interchangeable, and Kyle Shanahan didn't really like the way that he got into a flow with that offense. It didn't work for him because they would change personnel groupings and defensive uh, players so much that it threw him off his game. Yeah. Uh, so that's just not an option. So I think they would like to move Jimmy, and I don't think they're willing to just cut him uh, and take an $8 million a hit from him not being able to pass a physical. It just doesn't seem like something they're willing to do right now. So until they get that value, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a 49er, which could mean, Alex, that we're going to have a very, very fun training camp. <laughs> Extremely fun training camp, man. It's going to be a lot of fun hanging out at training camp. And we got another quarterback yeah. out there in competition. Reminds I mean, me of when Booby Miles had to deal with that. Not Booby Miles, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. He dropped the movie Miles reference. It's great. My bad. It's just great. I love it. Yeah. Sorry, he's not here. Yeah, I, I thought they were going pro. <laughs> no, we're going pro. Go get you a house. Anyway, it's glorious. One of the most hold up. One of the most emotional moments in a football. Oh movie. my god. Booby yeah. Miles That's... in the car, realizing he won't be able. I'm looking at the cameras now because I want you guys to feel this. <laughs> realizing that he won't live the dream. Okay, we're good. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's, Thank you for that. Thank it's you a cinematic that. treasure. It mm. really is. You know. mm. uh, I, I actually am. And when Mike Winchell struggles and, and comes out at the one-yard line is, is the more yep. uh, important part for me. But uh, 420 Savage just asked, doesn't he have to pass a physical first? Yeah, that's the problem with Jimmy. He has to pass a physical uh, bef- before the $8 million insurance policy is gone. And if not, if he doesn't sign for another team, uh, for more than $8 million, the 49ers have to incur that this year. If he goes out and he gets that deal eventually, um, they can get it back, but not until the next season. So either way, you're out $8 million this year. I just don't think that the Niners really want to do that. Um, so I, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to continue to be there. Yeah. And until that, it's going to frustrate a lot of people because $25 million is a lot of money to be able to sign people. 
And right now, I don't know where they're going to come up with the money to sign their draft picks. They're going to need close to $9 million to sign their draft picks. Uh, do, you, do you have the money? I Can do you not. help them? Yeah. I do not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Yet. Well, that's good. That's good. So it's coming. Maybe. Yeah. How's this camera work doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're getting there. And um, it, it looks like the Chargers had just taken JT Woods. Uh, this is this is early. He, he's a safety from okay. Baylor. Okay. Uh, very long. He's, he's, he's a really good football player. I just am a little surprised they went this early. But now the Chargers, it's once again AFC West. You saw Russell Wilson go to the AFC West. Mm -hmm. uh, Patrick Denver. Mahomes and all them were there. You, they've, Chargers are loading up on talent. AFC West is crazy, so they're like, hey, we got to have some guys to cover these great receivers and great tight ends. We better go get JT Woods. JT Woods just ends up in Denver, Alex. Oh, wow. Look at that. They, they've got an edge rusher. They went Benito. They got themselves a, a third down guy, a guy who can go in on third downs and do stuff. Now they're addressing safety. Oh, I'm sorry, the well. Chargers. It's my fault. Chargers, Chargers. went JT? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apologies. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I just went ahead. You saw you saw Broncos on the, on the screen. I don't blame you. I don't fault you for I that. did see the Broncos pop up, yeah. I didn't even know it was JT Woods. I mean, you're, you're, you're still... Are, are you a little surprised JT Woods went right now? Yeah, with some of the names that are on the board. Danny Gray still available, wide receiver. I mean, is their wide receiver room set? I mean, do they... Do they are they in that in love with Jerry Judy and... But why am I blank? Cortland Sutton and... and Maybe. Cortland Sutton's a pretty He's not cool. a bad receiver. He's just been... He just hasn't been able to stay healthy, but... Oh, I think that's a, a pretty good selection. Yeah, or, or is it more of a, a maybe a, a, a kudos to them loving Russell Wilson and what he can do? Yeah, and then Zorian one is 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 loving the highlights that he's seeing of JT Woods. Uh, JT Woods has got a, yeah, but he's long, I mean, so that's one of the things you can see on film yeah. for sure. Uh, the Broncos, yeah, tight end, yeah. So the the arms race continues as Greg Dulcich, the tight end tight from end. UCLA, goes to the Denver Broncos. True, and Jaylee letting us know as well. Uh, Jess, you're right. TCT, don't forget if you want. To guarantee the guys for your comment, hit that super chat. And just like that, Ant, uh, Jess, shout out to you because Ernest with a $20 super chat. Thanks. Great work, gentlemen. Yeah. And, and thank you, Ernest. I uh, really appreciate Ernest. Um, thanks so much for everything that you did. And the $20 super chat is know, it's a wonderful gift for that sure. That it is. That it is. Yeah. So, so thank you. And, and we're, we're getting closer now. 13 picks now, or uh, I guess it would be 12 picks, right? 12, 12 picks. Getting there. Until the 49ers pick. If you had to guess one position, would it be offensive line? Mm. Our last two. Our last two. What did we get? What did we got? A. We, we've so far we've got Drake Jackson, the, the edge a, rusher. Edge rusher. Edge rusher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I say go with an offensive line. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. so Alex, who are the top offensive linemen that are that are still? Available? You still have Dylan Parham. Wow. You Dylan Parham still have. Oh man, why am I right? Uh, you still have Max oh, Mitchell. Max Mitchell is still oh. available. You still have uh, Alec Lindstrom. Lindstrom is still on the board. You also have the gentleman out of Arizona State, Donovan West, that's got, uh, that's going to be available and still sitting okay. in the spot as well. Uh, Marcus Jones still an option. Okay, so um, yeah, no nickel corner yet. And Cordell Flout at LSU just LSU. went. So LSU. there's another okay. guy that goes in the nickel. So you're getting to a point now where. You know, if you want to go cornerback, though, you may have to do it here at 93 or trade up here because this may be the run on cornerbacks coming. Uh, it could be. This could signal it. The Cordell Flout going right now and a guy that has a lot of versatility uh, is, is a good nickel corner in the NFL. I, you're you're going to see it on the film, on the game film if you're watching it. Uh, this guy's got tremendous ability to close and a nice player. And when you're coming out of LSU, they're DB University. Right? Uh, they just get good, mm -hmm. very good defensive backs. I think Cordell Flout's one of those guys. Uh, so this is a nice, <laughs> nice pickup for them, and uh, once again, a good player. So you're right, Alex. Could this signal now the run on nickel corners? 
could the 49ers get a little jumpy if they are, in fact, wanting Marcus Jones? I mean, I think this pick right here would be the one that seals it in, right? If Atlanta goes cornerback here or Philly goes cornerback here in the next two picks, you could see San Francisco feeling like, oh, crap, we may not be able to get our guy if we don't come up now. And they may pull the trigger uh, there at 84, maybe 85, uh, if they feel that that's the spot where a nickel corner could go. Because I don't know if Pitt will go corner or not at this point with, with some of the other holes and things that they need. Um, but they could address it. They, they, did, they did move on from DJ Hayden, so cornerback is definitely something that they're looking at. Yeah, and maybe potentially bring back the dirty bird, right? If it, if, I think we need the dirty bird. Yeah. I think we need it. Do you miss Atlanta being in the NFC West? <laughs> <laughs> My memory's there. Oh, and it was easy to remember the NFC West. <laughs> right. True. Yeah, exactly. D'Angelo Malone out of Western Kentucky is the pick there for the Falcons. So th they go edge rusher. So they're definitely about getting after the quarterback at, at, with the Atlanta Falcons. So a, a nice pick. D'Angelo Malone, this might be a little early, but um, the edge rushers after this, we talked about it. Getting them early is what you have to do because later on, potentially these guys don't have the ability to make a very good football team, but Atlanta is rebuilding for sure. Definitely the case. Uh, definitely the case there, man. This is uh, this is exciting, and the, the build is exciting. What the Niners decide to do, there hasn't been a lot of O-line that's gone recently. There hasn't oh. been a lot of defensive line as well that has gone. Uh, linebackers up until the last, I don't know, lap ha last half here of this third round uh, hasn't been the, the thought process for a lot of these teams. So uh, this is interesting. This is interesting to see what's going to happen and, and what the Niners are going to do. Yeah, and right now we're, we're 10 picks away from the 49ers making a selection. And there's a lot of really good football players available. Uh, and the Azorium one here brought up offensive line, and there's two guys that are pretty high on our board that are available. Uh, there's a there's a guard and a guard center guy, and then a tackle option in Max Mitchell. Um, both guys, I think, would, would, would be nice. Are you concerned about Mike McGlinchey's leg? You know, he had the hamstring injury, and he had surgery. Are, are, you, are you worried about Mike McGlinchey being able to come back? There's a lot of, a lot of people that were concerned about him you know, being able to come back and start for the 49ers. You know, it, leg injuries in football is always going to be an issue. Uh, it's like it feels like once you've injured it once, it's going to happen again. Just a matter of time is when it happens again. Uh, I hope, I hope that the rehab, that he's taking his time, that he's doing what needs to be done, that he maybe get that whatever Cristiano Ronaldo uses when it's off season, <laughs> the, 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 the thing he encloses himself in to make his body younger than his actual age. Uh, but I would just hope that the ther physical therapy and the rehab, you just, you got to watch with us. Cause like you, you tear a hamstring, you, 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 you tear an MCL and that's going to bug you almost for the rest of your life. Speaking of someone who's, who's just spraying his MCL. And I still feel it to this morning, to this day. <laughs> and these guys might be on it. You know, it, it's going to be on the field at all times playing that way. It's something I'm hoping that is rehabbed well. And I, I would hope he gets to keep that spot. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I think hopefully McGlinchey's back. He's already back to within 10 pounds of his playing weight from last season. So the rehab must be going pretty good because he's not completely, you know, smaller uh, like he looked in 2020 where he went on the, you know, the, the keto diet or whatever he did uh, and, and lost all the weight. Uh, so he's going back to being able to anchor and being more physical. So I think that's a good sign. McGlinchey eating more Big Macs or whatever he's doing there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Mel's big board is saying Dylan Parham, Daniel Falele are the top two prospects yep. there on the O-line. Darian Kennard, Sean Rihanna, UCLA still on the board as well. Uh, de definitely options there. So a, a lot of names and a lot of possibilities. Um, the real question is, is, is this the route the Niners want to go? Is this the, the, the guy? I mean, Dylan Parham is a guy who definitely could fit in the system, in the scheme. They run his own scheme there at Memphis. Um, he's got a lot of versatility, which San Francisco loves. Um, 
But like you said, you've said this leading up to the draft, right? The Niners have gone interior O-line in second, third round, early in the draft once during the Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch era. And that was last year with Aaron Banks. And if people felt that that was a bad pick because he didn't get on the football field, would the Niners even want to do or make that attempt ever again? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and, and that's what happened in chat right now is BV50 asked me, who's the guard center, Ant? He's wanting to know, and we're talking about, that's what I'm talking about, Dylan Parham. Uh, one of the guys that has the versatility to play guard or center uh, for the 49ers. He's the most likely interior option at, at this point. And then I think after that, you're looking at Max Mitchell, the tackle. Now, I think as far as prospects go, uh, Max Mitchell fits the 49ers mold. He's gonna, he can play right tackle, but also can move inside to the guard spot. Uh, the 49ers normally go with a veteran center. They don't normally draft a young center. J.C. Treader. J.C. Treader could be an option. Uh, the only young center I can see that would now fit because of the intelligence level is is my guy, Alec Lindstrom. But I don't think you have to dra draft him at pick 93. I think you could draft him later on. So we'll, we'll see how they address it. But uh, I think there's still some very nice interior offensive line options. But Max Mitchell, to me, is a guy that's making a lot of sense as we move closer to 93. Not wrong there. Uh, not wrong there. We're waiting to see what the Eagles do here at 83. Uh, edge went off the board. The Philadelphia Eagles selection is in. Dun, dun, dun. And we're waiting to see what it does. They took N'Kobe Dean. N'Kobe Dean wow, is finally, off the board. Finally off the board. And going to so, the Philadelphia by, by the way, while you were gone, so Schefter came out and tweeted, the, the concern around N'Kobe Dean was the physical. So apparently people aren't liking what they're seeing out of the physical. His body, his size, they think the injury he had and, and what they've seen out of the physical, they have concerns about wear and tear at the NFL level, which is why he's fallen as far as he has. So a lot of teams spooked. Eagles not spooked enough. And they did, they did move off of Alex Singleton this offseason, so they did have a hole to fill at the linebacker position. So I think this is incredible value for them at this spot. And we can hear Ralph right now, Ralph Burgos, loving this pick here of N'Kobe oh, Dean. E e Eagle fan in the house. He's loving N'Kobe <laughs> Dean, falling all the way to this pick. Uh, cowboy fan in the background, Dave, not as excited. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Dave, Dave's Dean, gonna flip the table this right is a, now. He's this is a very, hard. very nice selection. Uh, I think this is a very nice selection for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is a first-round talent that they're getting all the way at pick 83. I, I can't believe he fell this far. I want to. I want to know what the, what the physical is. Like, what what are they seeing in the medical that's making them feel like? Yeah. There there's this many concerns because Schefter had quoted. Uh, physical and then size, right? The 5'11", 229. Oh, they size. I, I told you, this is something that NFL teams and people are doing about the linebacker <laughs> spot. The, the size for them matters for some reason. It's a big deal, and, and it's dropping linebackers down the board. Brandon Smith's still on the board. Yeah, Brandon Smith is huge. I know, but he's still on the board. So so what is it? Are they, they're, is he too big or is he too small? Zach Thomas called me. He said I was 5'11", uh, no, 230 pounds. The Niners are ahead, the the ahead of the curve, right? If they're not yeah. a safety uh, ant, if they're not a safety you can transition to linebacker, nobody wants him anymore. I, I guess not. So, <laughs> I, I, I guess if you're not one of these hybrid-type players, uh, but he was a Buckus Award winner in 2021. He's literally one of the best linebackers in the entire draft, and he fell all the way to 83. Now, I'm not a, I don't know what his medical looks like, but if his medical doesn't look good, um, then, yeah, that's why he fell. But that's one of the things we say, right? We can only judge what's on film. And yep. On film, he's one of the best players in the draft, so they're getting an absolutely great player on the field. We'll see if the medical ends up holding up. It's going to be the key. It's going to be the question. We're going to, we're going to see what happens. A lot of talented linebackers on the board, including Channing Tindall as well out of Georgia. Uh, his running mate, Amari Barno, uh, still up there as well. Uh, and is a possibility. Nick Cross is still available. Yeah, so a lot of 49ers fans have been talking about safety. Yeah. Uh, Nick Pro Cross is a guy that got mocked to San Francisco at 61, including uh, Mel Kuyper, who said that I should take him at 61. If he's available at 93, they may, they may feel that value is there.
Uh, potentially. I mean, there's a lot of, of really good football players here. You brought up Amari Barno. Is he big enough? Six foot four, 237 pounds, and can run a four three. Is that is that good enough for everyone? I mean, I that's. I mean, that, that sounds. <laughs> I mean, it sounds I, good. Can right? you teach? Can you teach six four, 237 pounds? Can you teach that? Can't teach that. <laughs> yeah. There's no, the setup. I, I think he's. I think he's. A, I think there's a lot of really good players, but the fact that Brandon Smith is still on the board is interesting to me. Uh, a really big linebacker. 250 pounds who can run sideline to sideline and can absolutely thump. I can't believe he's still there, Alex. I can't believe it either. And Steve's man, it's been absolutely glorious having you on tonight, my fun, guy. Man. Uh, gl glad to have you here. Looking forward to locking up season three, man. Yes, sir. Who's walking away with the crown this year? A uh, and snuck it in again. I'm, I was hoping we get that triple threat because I was told if we if there was a tie between the three of us, it was going to go into like a match. Oh. Like a ring. Yeah. No, I, I was told that would happen. Oh, who yeah. said that? I mean, I, I, I heard that. I mean, <laughs> I mean to have to have to have the the Cena guy going against the DX Bros here. I mean, it would look good for you. I'm yeah. just saying. Oh, I mean, I, I feel like I in that situation I had no chance. Uh -uh. I had some chance the way that we did it. Three D. Had no chance. Three D. Yeah, would happen. Get the tables. <laughs> get, get the table. There's a lot of tables out here tonight. Jesus, yeah, I'm fearing for my life. But uh, sorry, one man. It was absolutely great having you on. Been Thank you for being here, man. Of course. And uh, we're looking forward to locking up season three and, yeah, and some more of this here. Excited. Oh, look nice. at this man. Oh, look at that. And, 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 and notice that oh, his shirt. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break the fourth wall. Here, oh. here you go. What's this? Uh, right here. Oh. You can get this at 49ersshop.com. Uh, 49ers we'll give you a little Randy Orton right there. Oh, beautiful. Look at that. How, is, how is he getting across? Look, at, he's getting across the overlay to the other side as well. It's wow. absolutely incredible. <laughs> this man is everywhere. <laughs> he's absolutely everywhere. He's absolutely killing it. It's been uh, a pleasure, Cutback. Hey, it's been a pleasure yeah, as well, man. Sure, Always man. love having you on. Looking forward to more with the Steves going forward. Uh, TCC, another commercial. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Niners picking here very, very shortly. <laughs> you subscribed, but are you a channel member? You probably should be. You get extra additional content, Madden gameplays, you get early access to tons of different videos, as well as, uh, as well as, what do we call those things again? Oh, that's right. Live membership only live streams. That's right. Only for members, only for you. You get all of our time in the, not just football, Ant. Yeah, lots of other stuff as well. So go ahead and click the join button right now and join the 49ers Cutback crew. Get some cool emojis also. Oh, yeah, that as well. What is up, everyone? I'm still here. Alex is gone. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where he went. He's gone. I don't know if he's coming back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we, we've got Marcus Jones. I got to break in with this. Marcus Jones just went to the Patriots. So the 49ers man crush of Marcus Jones is gone. Unfortunately, every fan that's a 49er fan has just got upset because Marcus Jones is gone. Uh, the corner from Houston. So you know what that means? I, I heard some some stuff coming over here from Paul. Paul, you know what that means? We're probably going to have to get my guy Damari Mathis now, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, Marcus Jones off the board. Which, which one's your running back, Paul? That I don't know. Oh, you're talking about James Cook. Yeah, he's gone. He went pick 63. James Cook is gone. Yeah, Lou wasn't happy about that either. So there, there you go. He's gone. Um, Marcus Jones was a very good talent, though. And so New England striking on the nickel corner that I believe that every single fan base really wanted. A very versatile player, five foot nine, 185 pounds. But with the fluidity in the hips to be able to flip, uh, play man coverage, but also has the zone capabilities, 
a very, very good player. Uh, Alex is about to rejoin, and he's going to find out that Marcus Jones goes to New England. Oh, you got to be kidding So me. we only have one person, or actually a couple, because I guess, you know, here at Back Alley Brew, there's a, a New England fan as well. But sure. Megan will be very happy that Marcus Jones is, is going to be here. Someone that she heard us talking about consistently. So, I mean, this is just... Yeah, so you know what that means. Uh, maybe me and JL, you'll finally get our guy, and we'll get Jamari Mathis. Jamari Mathis. It's possible, yeah. man. Yeah, it's possible. It's also possible. I mean, there's so many possibilities. There's a lot of guys right in the spot as well that the Niners have talked to and interviewed already. Yeah, and as should have been done, the whole entire chat just lit up. Uh, Frank is not happy, by the way. Frank is not happy. Marcus Jones's guy is gone. <laughs> there you go. Uh, wasn't aggressive enough. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if the 49ers weren't aggressive enough. Now Frank has already turned his attention to Nick Cross, who's available as well. True, Ant. They're going up. They want the safety prospect now. They want secondary. Nickel cornerback felt like the only thing coming into this draft that was a legitimate hole for the 49ers. Yeah. Like, nickel corner, who is it? We heard we heard Fred Warner, right, talking about how Dark Flesh Denard feels like the guy. But, yeah, was, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it, it does feel like nickel corner is, is the route that Niners should go, and they definitely can still address it with a very high-quality prospect in Demari Mathis out of pit. So we'll see. We'll see if that's the route they decide to go with uh, for the 49ers. Yeah, now it, now it's not so sure that 93 is that guy. We, we've been talking about this for a while, and I think everyone that's in 49er land was pretty sure that the Niners were going to have to go up into the mid-80s to be able to get Marcus Jones, even True. maybe ahead of that. True. Uh, Marcus Jones is a, a dynamic player who you thought could be plug-and-play. Um, there's not very many more plug-and-play nickel corners. Cordell Flout was one of them. He's gone. Marcus Jones, he's gone. So who do we have left now? We have Damari Mathis. I think he's the one that's plug-and-play that's, that's ready to roll. Cam Taylor, break gone. Um, can you think of anyone else that could potentially go in this spot that's a nickel corner if the 49ers are looking to uh, address nickel corner? Uh, they better not. Uh, I don't want there to be another name. Damari Mathis and Marcus Jones are the two guys that we've been looking at consistently. Um, that's like the best options. For the 49ers, these are the, the best possible players for the 49ers. They fit the scheme. They do a lot of positive things you want to see. And there's also a lot of versatility and flexibility with what they do and what they can add. Marcus Jones had the special team's flexibility and capabilities as well. Um, Damari Mathis, uh, you know, maybe not in the return game aspect for Damari Mathis, but there are other ways that he can contribute and help this team. Uh, I don't like a lot of the other, I don't love a lot of the other names at the cornerback position that are coming up, other than Tariq Castro-Fields is still a guy out of Penn State that I do like. And again, it would be a possibility and option that I just were at, at the Penn State Pro Day. So anyone that's a Penn State player at this point, I just definitely could still be taking a shot at, including uh, Peta, Jesse, uh, Jesse Lucada, excuse me, a yeah. uh, little bit later in the track. I, I do like Jesse Lucada, but I wouldn't like him before the fourth round. So I, I, I think that that's a fourth or fifth round pick with Lucada. JLE just said it. Uh, UTSA's finest. Tariq Woolen is still on the board here, Ant. There you go. It's still on the board. It's still Potentially, Tariq Woolen would make a lot of sense, but not at the cornerback position. No, safety. I, I don't think he can play corner in San Francisco. I think he would have to transition to safety. So if they decided to go Tariq Woolen, that's where it would be. Uh, I think we're starting to see that some people are seeing him the same way that I did. That maybe he's pitching in the NFL to be a cover three corner. And with Sauce and some of those guys going early on, those are the guys they were going to target. Those are the guys they're definitely going to going to target. And those are the guys they were going to bring in and look at. We're waiting to see here what, what Tennessee does. But TCC, get excited because the horse is coming up real soon here. About a minute or two, we're going to have a horse on to talk about everything leading up into this pick as well as the pick itself. What is going to be happening for the 49ers at 93? And there it is. Malik Willis finally off the board to the Tennessee Titans. The quarterback out of Liberty Ant has to wait all the way to pick 86. And I got to give major props to Marvin Rose that's in chat. Before this ever happens, he says, great place for Willis. 
And then it happens. Well done, Marvin. Absolutely solid. Yeah. Good job there. Marvin Rose calling it. Uh, calling it. Uh, Jaylee saying both Bama cornerbacks. So you got Josh Job and Jalen Armour Davis. Those will also be solid options. Jalen Armour Davis would make sense at 93 or 105. A guy that's been moving up boards at a rapid pace. Started, what, fourth, fifth round has made all, made his way up all the way into the third, potentially. I think that would be uh, nice. So uh, It definitely would, and it definitely would be nice there. I wouldn't hate Jalen Armour Davis here at this spot. A, a couple either. of things, Alex. Oh, when we're going over our big board, is Isaiah Spiller still available? He is still available. So Isaiah Spiller, is, Isaiah Spiller is the number one guy on our board. Would the 49ers potentially go running back? Yes, unless the plan is to deal 105 for a guy like Saquon Barkley, right? Unless, unless you're going to be dealing a pick for a running back, um, then Isaiah Spiller could make sense here at 93 or 105. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the, the guys that are on our board now uh, that are uh, available are running back, and then also uh, we're going to have linebackers, Brandon Smith sure. and Darion Beavers. Uh, sure. Those are guys that are high on our board as well, Dylan Parham as well. Very true. Uh, very true. Very true. The 50-50 raffle going on right now in the back. Yeah. I'm trying to trying to keep the voice down. We don't we don't want to talk over yeah, the Steve's as they raffle off some sweet cutback parts. Yeah, that is. Somebody's gonna walk away with a nice cutback white hat. Oh wow, uh, that so, thing's clean. Yeah, that thing is really clean. And, absolutely clean. Uh, so right now Arizona's on the clock, so boo them. Uh, you, we don't you want, boo we them. don't want them. You gotta boo the Red Sea. Actually, what 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 is it now? Did you see the new thing that they, the NFL put out for the Cardinals? Did you see their their hashtag? All right, hashtag? later. Good to see you. Good to see you, Reb Doctor. Okay, so we, we've got the Cardinals coming up. I'm sorry, I missed what you were saying, Alex. Uh, I, I forget what it was. The NFL put out some hashtag for all the teams and their slogans. There was Fly Eagles Fly. There was Tighten Up, a bunch of other stuff. You would think it would be hashtag Red Sea Rise Up for the Cardinals, but it was some weird thing. And a lot of Cardinals fans are thinking they're oh, going to wow, be changing. no Red Sea Rise Up. And there was okay. no Red Sea Rise Up. It was something like Go Birds Go or something like that. It was really, really odd. Yeah, and Marvin, no problem. You get the shout. When you do what you just did on chat, you deserve the shout. He so, does, he does, uh, he does shout out. Shout. Absolutely deserves a shout out there, my guy. And you know what? Let's let's go to right now. We're going to get Horst in here right now so we can react to not only the Niners pick coming up, but also what another NFC West team is doing as well. So, TCC, give it up because coming up right now is the Horst. Horst is coming on live with us right now. What are you doing, man? You're not ready. ready. How am I not ready? I'm here. Your shirt. You can't. You can't do things out in public like that. Oh, especially not on the podcast like that, man. I better. I better get into something else quick. Oh my gosh, oh, that, that was quick. That's better. And thank goodness we have 49ersCutbackShot.com where you can get all your 49ers cutback needs very easily as well. Yeah, go over there, check it out, peruse a little bit. New drop coming soon. And Paul just won the 50 50 yeah. raffle. Yeah. How Paul Saunders, Saunders. Saunders wins Orgar's cutback, the white hat. It's clean. Uh, so if you saw it in the ads, Paul is, is rolling with that. So there you we're go. Gonna have to, we're going to have to try and get, get Paul to, to and, show and, that. And thing we off. missed it because that was going on. Uh, the horse is here. I am here. Wow. I'm in the building. Jay I've been L in the building all night. Jay Ellie's sure. been hitting the horse emojis in chat the whole time. 
You know, I think I think JLA is gonna be the first one to buy a horse shirt. You've got to give the people what they need, yeah. what it, they want, what they want. No, what they need. Oh, it's what they need. What they, they need. They need some horse in their life. They need a horse in their life. I don't. I don't disagree. It'll change you. So, horse. We just saw Cameron Thomas from San Diego State go to the Arizona Cardinals. They're loading up on guys to potentially stop Trey Lance. Um. So, from what you've seen so far, right, you've seen Hollywood Brown go to Arizona. Where do you think the 49ers need to go to be able to compete with these other teams in the NFC West? Well, I think a lot of it's just based on them up front, containing Kyler, keeping Kyler in the pocket still. Kyler still can't drop back and play quarterback from the pocket. I think that's why we saw them go with Drake Jackson, is they're still focused on playing great football up front. And since you brought that up, because you're the USC guy, Drake Jackson, here we go. Uh, What did you think about the pick of Drake Jackson at 61, and were you surprised he fell that far? Um, twofold. That's actually about where I had him ranked. I know a lot of people had him as a first round guy. I thought first round was too high for him, but actually where they picked him, I think that's a good solid pick. I liked it. Yeah, hey, gentlemen, breaking. Uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals did make the selection. They made the pick. It's wide receiver Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. They go another wide receiver. Oh, wait, 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 maybe it was. Oh, it was. It was Cam Thomas. It was the end okay. Cam Thomas. The pick after that was Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. So okay. thank you for the correction. Yeah, thank yeah. You. Cameron Thomas. Uh, so where did Jalen Tolbert end up? That's, I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so J- try and pull up J- the, uh, Jalen pull Tolbert uh, went ahead and, and has gotten moved. <laughs> we're getting really, really close to the 49ers pick. Oh, uh, the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys. Uh, we'll, we'll ignore that one. Sorry, Dave. Um, but <laughs> as, as far as... Well, the 49ers, they, they address edge rusher. They now have, I don't know how many in the, in the room, but it's the most talented edge rushing room, I think, in the NFL. I don't think there's even a question at this point. Where do they go next? I think, Is it interior offensive line, or what, what do you think? I think the three obvious places are defensive back, interior line, and running back. Right. I think a lot of people are expecting him to add a running back in the next two days. Uh, we still have Zamir White sitting here. Ooh, you like Zamir White. We still have Brian Robinson from Bama, although I don't think yeah. he really fits their scheme. Um, did Pierre Strong get picked? Uh, Pierre Strong is still on the board. Your so guy Pierre, Pierre Strong is there. Yeah. I think there's a lot of talent still on the board. James Cook, right? James there? Cook is gone. He went oh, pick 63 okay. to the Buffalo Bills. Um, the, the running backs you have left, uh, that's where it gets a little interesting. You have you have Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. Uh, he, he's, he's the top running back on our board. And then Pierre Strong as well. Brian Robinson, the running back out of Alabama. Those are, those are three running backs. If you think the Niners could go running back, I think those three make the most yeah, sense. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Um, I'm not as big on Spiller as you guys, but I know a lot of people are, so maybe I'm, I'm wrong. I'm big on Jimbo developing running backs. Uh, Jimbo Fisher does a pretty good job. Dalvin Cook being that, one of those guys. You know what? That's a fair point. Yeah. And that's a really fair point. He. He's come out with who? Dalvin Cook. He's come out with um, Cam Akers. Cam Akers. He's put out some good ball players. Yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, I like Zamir White. Zamir White's a good prospect. Uh, he did not make our top 50 big board horse. So if you'd have contributed to it, maybe Zamir White would have been able to finagle his way in. But maybe. Uh, he, he, he didn't get it done. Uh, so uh, I'm curious, would he have been on the horse big 50 uh, board? I, I'm not sure. Wow, I'd yeah. have to think about it. Uh, I, think I, long I, and hard. I, I was trying to think about taking Spencer Burford out because it's uh, Alex's guy anyway. Sure, but, well, um, but he's probably not very good. Ouch. He's actually that pretty stinks. good. That stinks. You got to like uh, Then there's, uh, Ooh, what are you there's guys... the pick right here. Uh, is this, is this the Terrell Bernard for the Bills. Terrell yes. Bernard, linebacker from Baylor. So we're ignoring some really good linebackers. 
It's a very good linebacker. What are your guys' thoughts? Because I haven't been able to hear much out there. What were your thoughts on the fall of N'Kobe Dean? Uh, It was very shocking, but Alex broke the news, right, that Adam Schefter said that with N'Kobe Dean, it was the medical. that. Okay, so see, I haven't seen that. That's what I've been asking. No one's seen the medical other than, obviously, the NFL team. He just meant he had seen the report. Oh, Oh, I hadn't seen that report. Schefter had put it out that it was medical and then apparently size, which got a... All, all hot and bothered because I've, we've been hearing this a lot about some linebackers and it's and it's I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little irritated with the size claim right. I when is two thirty too small to play well, linebacker? It's the five eleven. They're having a problem with the height. The it's height 5'11 is five eleven and like three quarters, and that's not tall enough. I just I just don't understand in the draft when productive guys like that get ignored. When you have a guy that had seven sacks in three years go number one overall to play edge rusher. Yeah, and we have just reached pick 90, so the Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock, and we've got Boo. just a few picks until the 49ers pick again. But the sure. Raiders are going to be going here. We'll, we'll 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 see what happens. So my question for you guys is with – I know you guys were very high on Marcus Jones, right, from Houston. Correct. What corners that are left do you like? Damari Mathis, Jalen Armour Davis, uh, Tariq Castro-Fields. But I think Tariq Castro-Fields is a guy you can go get – a little bit later. You don't have to get now. The problem is, I don't think. I think of the guys I just named, he's the least ready. Yeah. So I've been having fun with Alex because I, I think Demari Mathis is actually a better prospect than Marcus Jones. I'm one of the few that think that uh, he's an actual, actual thumper coming from that position. I think he has position versatility even more so than Marcus Jones, who I believe is kind of pigeonholed into playing the nickel corner spot in the NFL uh, because of his size. But I think that Demari Mathis could actually transition into a safety as well. So what do you guys think of Deron Bland? Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead with Deron Bland. Is he bland for you, or is he something spicy? He's meh for me. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't love it uh, at this spot. I, I, I think there's there's guys like we've, we've seen a little bit more out of. I, I've seen a lot of nice things out of him on film. There's just inconsistency at times from from what I've watched on the film on Mr. Bland. I mean, he's just kind of meh. He just kind of there's some nice stuff. There's some not nice stuff. Uh, the the Josh Williams out of Fayetteville, I, I like later than than that. If you're going fifth round, sixth round, the problem is. I, ideally, you don't want the Niners drafting, right? 220, 221. You don't want them taking 184. Those guys are going to have a really hard time making the roster. But So who do you... Yeah, go ahead, me, go ahead, right? go ahead. So what do you think they do here at this pick? Ideally, I mean, ideally, it's wide receiver, something to help Trey Lance, right? I, I would love Danny Gray here at, at 93. I, I think it's a little bit early, but... I, I think I think you go Damari Mathis. You're either going to... To me, if I was here, I'm going Parham, Mathis, or James Mitchell, the tight end out of Virginia Tech. Uh, those would be three options that I would go for personally. But what the 49ers do is a different story. You think Gray, uh, the 4-3 speed, he's got a lot of versatility. I, I like Danny Gray as well. Um, do you think he's good enough for pick 93? I don't know if he is good enough. The problem is is that if you're not going to take him at 93, you're probably not going to take him at 105. There's still the possibility that you So the Raiders just selected Dylan Parham. So Dylan go. Parham off from Memphis is off the board. Uh, so that's how they're, the Raiders continue to build the offensive line. And now Dylan Parham is not an option for the 49ers, making Max Mitchell the number one guy on our big board. So how far down do you have uh, Lindstrom? We have Lynch in, in, in the next tier. Uh, he's our 29th player on our big board. So we got Max Mitchell's at 22, Alec Lindstrom at 29. Uh, so anytime between around 105 is where you can start thinking about Lindstrom. And maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's the thought process, right? Lindstrom is a guy who during his during the combine talked about this. He talked about how he'd love to play in the Shanahan scheme. He thinks he fits in great. Uh, the, intel- you know, the, the, the things that they asked the center to do in, in this offense, he feels he could do very well. So maybe Lindstrom is a guy that they're very high on, and they're just waiting for that 105 pick right around that area, even 134, maybe even moving up a little bit from 134 in order to make it. Yeah, potentially. So, I mean, if there's a run on, on interior offensive linemen right now, maybe the 49ers would mm-hmm. choose to go 
offensive line. Horse, do you think they would address interior offensive line, or do you think they would prefer to go with a, a tackle uh, that has the versatility to move inside? You know, I would say that, except for they kind of got that last year in... Um... Oh, you're talking about oh, and uh, Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore. And I really don't see that because they also have... I'm blanking right now. Uh, Colton McKivitz. Colton McKivitz can also do both. So I think they're leaning more towards the center guy that's a center guard type if they go online. But I'm not convinced they go online here. Yeah, so we got we got Tampa Bay on the clock. They went Luke Gadecki with their last pick. So they're probably not going offensive line. They've addressed no. interior offensive line. So the 49ers, if they are looking O-line, don't have to worry about this pick. So it's going to get to 92. Um, so if they are targeting Max Mitchell, he could definitely be there at pick yeah, 93. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's And it wouldn't be a bad pick. There's just it's an interesting situation here. There's a lot of play, ways they could go, and I wouldn't be upset. What about safety? If they went Nick Cross, uh, Nick Cross, the safety prospect at a is it Maryland, 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 correct? yeah. Would you hate that? No, I think safety is a need. I think there's a lot of spots where they need depth. Agreed. Like I don't know that that guy would that Nick Cross would start. Um, looking through the safeties that are left, um, I don't know if you guys do. I liked McKinley from Oregon. Well, McKinley, absolutely. I liked watching him. Um, I don't know too much. Obviously, Smoke Monday with the best name in the draft. Accurate. He's a defensive back, Megan. Um, <laughs> just in case you didn't know. We actually um, wanted Smoke Monday to end up with Cam Jurgens because Cam Jurgens' nickname is Jerky. Uh, so potentially smoking some jerky, jerky on a Monday. Yeah, there you, you go. know that's not a bad idea. Would be great. I also liked at least watching during games Leon O'Neill from Texas A&M. Yeah, you know, Leon O'Neal, this would be high, I think, for Leon O'Neal, and only because of the hip flexibility. Uh, what you see on film when he's able to flip his hips and run with, with wide receivers and tight ends uh, is not what you're going to see from some of the guys ahead of him, especially Nick Cross. My question is how much better athletically Nick Cross has track speed and is a lot faster than like a Talano Hufanga, but if you put him out there, I don't, I'm not sure he's a better cover guy right now than Talano Hufanga. The only advantage is the speed. Yeah, I think Hufanga proved last year that he's definitely can play at the NFL level. Obviously, only in small spurts because they were talented in the defensive backfield. But he's made a lot of good plays for him when he was called upon to replace Tart and those guys. Wow. Wow. Okay. Zorian, when coming with an update. Let us know that, that he is on, the Niners are on the clock officially. It's people helping people. It is people helping people. So thank goodness <laughs> for that. Thank goodness um, for that. Yeah. I, I think if Pierre Strong goes here, we might have you guys lose it. And and what's interesting is Pierre Strong, well, we, we've kind of been saying he's a third to fourth round guy, uh, but mainly fourth round, right? Okay. Well, Pierre Strong came into YouTube. I don't know if it's Pierre Strong Jr., but definitely said there were a third, second or third round pick. Didn't go second round. Uh, third round, we're running to the end here. The Foreigners are going to have two picks here in the next 14 or so picks. Mm -hmm. Would Pierre Strong make sense at 93 or 105? Would you do that? I, it, To me, it would depend on what they think of their current running back situation and how much they're expecting out of Trey Sermon. Yeah, can you can you expect anything from Trey Sermon? I mean, they would know. They're the ones that have seen him <laughs> practice because we for sure didn't see him play in the games. Uh, you're not wrong. So they're the only ones that know what they have in him there. I, I think I, if they pick a running back right here, that's not great news for him. Could you see the Niners trying to deal a guy like this? Ant and I have talked about this, and the TCC has brought this up a lot. If you, if you don't like Sermon, move off of him. Do you, do you think the Niners could do that, or is there any trade value uh, for a guy like this, especially if San Francisco doesn't want him? I mean, I think the fact that he – how many 
games did he play in last year? A couple. I think that really hurt his trade value. I definitely don't think you're getting a three for him. No, in, in fact, we, we did like a, a fun mock draft and we tried to trade him. Uh, there wasn't much value. For Actually, in fact, the only team that was willing to trade for him in any sort of mock draft was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 133. It was yeah. a stick of gum. And Basically, they yes. traded for him. The, Tam the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, select Rashad White, uh, running, running back, back out of Arizona State. So that's off the board. You're not getting one pick 133 for Trey Sermon now. Yeah, so Rashad White is a very nice talent coming from Arizona State. Uh, a, a good one cut and go guy horse. So this is going to be a nice addition to the Buccaneers room. They got some pretty good running backs and a nice group uh, playing behind Tom Brady. I'm, I'm a little shocked to see him go running back this high. They still have Fournette, correct? Yeah. Yep. They still have Ronald Jones. No, Ronald oh, Jones is Ronald gone. Jones is gone. Okay, gone. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn and Giovanni Bernard, I think, are the only two. Has Ronald Jones signed? I don't know that, actually. I don't know if he Yeah, is. I don't know for sure, but. Rashad White's a, an interesting guy, and everyone's going to get to see the highlights here. That's that's at the party. Um, the one cut and go guy, but then elusiveness enough, you know, to make plays. I, I think this might be a little early. Yeah, I, I thought he was a fourth round guy, but uh, there is a lot of ability here for this guy. I remember watching him a few times, and him being a good player, but the, he didn't stand out to me as a top hundred pick type guy. Yeah, do you, I don't see the top end speed, right? I think yeah, that's one I of the think things that, you'll see that. And to like me, if you're taking a running speed. back in the top hundred, you're expecting a home run threat. Or Okay, so Sean Ryan monster. just got drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers go offensive line with Sean Ryan, the tackle prospect who could move inside from UCLA. True. A very nice player, a lot of versatility. Do you think he'll be a guard in Green Bay or a tackle prospect, Alex? Uh, it would feel like this might be a tackle option for them, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're listed as a guard. They, they have him listed yeah. as a guard, but he could slide out to, to the tackle spot. But it really just depends on how they feel. I think the instability last year was at the guard position, but I, they have a hole at right tackle, do they not? Yeah, I'm just curious because they, he played left tackle at UCLA. He could flip. You don't normally see left tackles move inside and play guard. At yeah, the I definitely I remember him. He's a good player. He's, I think this is a little high for him, but I think he can play tackle after a couple of years at the NFL. And, and the 49ers are on the clock. So oh. uh, the 49ers will be making their, their first selection of the third round here at pick 93. Uh, is it, You got any predictions, Horst, on who you think this is or even just a position that they're going to target? You know, after the last five years, I've learned we can't predict what they're going to do. So the pick is in for the 49ers. Oh my, that was quick. I, I know we're, we're a little delayed here locally with the, the TV, but uh, we're, we're getting everyone saying the pick is in. So so we will see who it is. I'm, I'm to be honest with you, I, I'm hoping it's Damari Mathis. So I'm hoping it's going to be, I don't think it will be, but if it is, I'll feel really good about that. I mean, look, if, if it is, Anthony, hey, Mathis right, is the guy. hitter though. This is the guy, this would be the okay, guy. Okay, right? so there's, People saying they know in chat who this pick is. And it is, oh my goodness, it is running back out of LSU, Ty Davis Price. So wow. Ty Davis Price, running back out of LSU, is the selection. Uh-oh. Uh Ty Davis Price uh -oh. is the pick. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Trey Sermon, two point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it could be. I mean, this is this, this feels like a repeat of last year all over again, gentlemen. I, Jay Hill will know him. Jay Hill's a huge fan of LSU, so. Uh, Tyron Davis Price. How how you feeling, Horace? How you feeling about the running backs at uh, from LSU? I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that that's who they went with right there. Well, the good news is, everybody, if you were as excited as we were about that pick, they pick again at 105. So there you go. We get a, get a chance to do it there over you again. Uh, <laughs> do you think they picked Pierre Strong that time? 
doubtful, right? I mean, how many, how many running backs Maybe if you take pick four or five of them, one of them has one to work them, out. One I mean, of them has to work he's out. got nice career numbers, so there you go. I mean, he does have nice career numbers. Uh, you're going to get to see the highlights right now of, of Tyron Davis Price. So a a nice size, right? He's a nice six size foot two eleven. That's nice. Yeah. So so let. I mean, he Ooh. looks pretty nimble. I'm I'm not going to lie. Um, he already looks better than the Arizona State guy to me. Is yeah. that light okay. after one play? Okay. So we're watching the highlights and we're we're enjoying. Oh, okay. All right. I just changed my mind. I love this pick. <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy <laughs> it. For someone. I love it. Right. I want the I want the physicality. Uh, that, that's all I needed was that. No. He definitely does a, a good job of seeing the hole and getting down. I, I do like the way he's running, though. He's he's a one cut and go guy. Does this what does this say about Trey Sermon? It means he's not the bye guy, bye. it's not the dude. Do you think this means Trey Sermon's gone? Because, right, you got the one cut and go. This is what you wanted from Sermon, and you haven't you haven't got that yet. So, uh, I definitely think this pick. puts him in the fire. They're 100. I mean, he's not they picked a very similar player. And chat just blew up with, I knew it, I knew it. They didn't take anyone I know. Uh, I mean, that's, that seems to be what the case is for San Francisco, right? You, well go, done, through, Frank. you go through and look at all of this. Unless prospects. they would have picked Mac Coral, then I would have been really confused. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that would have been. Yeah, I, I think that when it, when it comes to this pick, um, I'm, I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach. I, I'm definitely going to dive into more film. Because I don't know. Yeah, I, agree. I haven't watched a whole lot of this guy. No, I didn't. I, think this, not. I didn't think this was the best necessarily fit, which is why I didn't watch a lot of film. I mean, from what I saw in film, it, it the, just those couple highlights, right? He looks like he's nimble. He's able to get one cut and go. Um, so those are things that fit in the system. But other than that, there's not there's not a lot really to break down. So I'm going to be looking forward to getting into this, and we'll be able to talk about it on another another episode. In fact, maybe even tomorrow on the live stream. <laughs> Um, we'll have to. We're, we're, we're going to be able to break into this and talk about uh, the running back. The, the TCC's reaction to this has been all over the board. We got Warren giving us some question marks. We got Hevestian calling the Niners idiots. Uh, we have we have Juanito with the bad pick. I'm confused uh, from from Hustia over here. Uh, he looks like a Trey Sermon clone from Mr. Corey. Uh, people do not know. Uh, okay. The bomber though is giving some love. Okay. He's saying Big Henry 2.0. Okay, I don't know about all that. Uh, like Tyron Davis Price. Henry? Yeah, I, I don't know about all that. I do like Bomber T a lot. I do. I just don't know about all that. But I will say this. He's not a Trey Sermon clone. No, no it doesn't look like size it. Size measurables, yes. Actual running style is completely different from Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon is definitely not a one-cut-and-go guy right now, especially. Uh, they were hoping to develop him into that. But doesn't look so, like he's um, been developing. Price definitely though, looked yeah. a little bit quicker as well. So who sure. makes the mistake of picking Daniel Fulele soon? Well, Daniel Falele fits some systems. Uh, no, he doesn't. You don't think he would fit in, like, New England, right? They've been able to make it happen with uh, Trenton Brown. True. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. No. Okay. I'm not, not a huge Daniel Falele fan over here. People no. love that. You still like him when he was at IMG. Yeah, because he was giant. Okay. So now we've got apparently about 11 picks left. The Panthers pick is in. Then the Niners will be picking again for the comp pick. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they address this, but... 105. A lot of guys. Um, it, it, now, now that running back is off the board, we know it's not going to be a running back. Uh, could it? Could it be? Is it going to be a safety? Is it going to be an offensive lineman? Could it be a wide receiver? Um, or could it be my guy Damari Mathis? I think they should go with Damari Mathis on this one. Yeah, Everyone's steering steering towards the Damari Mathis train. I get. Okay, Nick, seriously, it's an issue. It's a hole. I know we're yeah. a 49ers podcast, but. If you're the Panthers and Matt Coral sitting there right now, feels like a good spot. How do you not take it? Feels like a good spot. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if they go quarterback right now, right, it might dash some of the hopes 
All 40 on our fans. Uh, Jimmy the, Garoppolo the, to Carolina. I, I imagine the TCC right now is going, horse, you stop putting that out into the ether right now. You quit that. You knock it off. We want Jimmy Garoppolo to In win fact, that's exactly what JLE said. There no, Jimmy to Carolina. <laughs> so, Silly. Go. Silly. Oh, you guys are unappreciative. Gosh. Hey, Juanito wants the Niners to address the freaking O-line. If they're not going to do it, he's, he's going to get it. They himself. did pick him. Look at that. Good call, Horse. Oh, Horse called it. Matt Corral. Horse with the Matt Corral. To the Panthers. Is it Corral? I'm sorry. Coral, Corral. Corral. I don't know. I seen two R's. I, I seen Al. I made uh, it happen. Out of Long Beach, Folly. That's go. true. So, the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. That doesn't necessarily right. mean it's dead. It depends what they think of Darnold. Well, they, I mean, but now they have Sam Darnold to be the bridge guy. But uh, maybe they don't think Darnold's good enough to be the bridge guy. Could Matt Rule have bought himself some time, though, now getting this quarterback? But you know what that means, everyone? Uh, training camp 2022, San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance. It's going to be a lot of fun. But Jimmy wins. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You think so? Uh, yeah, he can throw to someone's general area. So Okay, so we're starting to get some... <laughs> We're starting to get some Kellen Dyche love for potential at 105 Kellen as well. Dyche. NYCE yeah. with it there. Yeah, Jimmy GQB once said Juanito. Uh, maybe this means less runs for Debo, said said Hustle. <laughs> Hustle, excuse me. So, uh, uh, By maybe. the way, it has come out that Debo is now selling Niners merchandise on his... Well, he's been selling... He's been, he had his wide back stuff up. like He never took it down, but he just put up a new shirt today. It says, I'm back. With, in Niners. In Niners color. gear. So, so unless something's happened, I, I believe, Mister uh, Debo, that your bluff was called. Well, he had no leverage. I mean, that's There's what that. it came down to. He's on a rookie pay scale. He had no leverage. He wasn't going to be able to do anything. The only leverage he had was for the draft. It worked for AJ Brown. It worked for Hollywood Brown. It did not work for Debo Samuel because it was going to take a king's ransom to get him. I don't blame him at all. No idea, Robert. <laughs> no idea, Robert. I have no clue, man. I have no clue. Stop it. He's he's. I, a lot of a lot of 49ers fans right now, a little, little lost. A, a lot of people were hoping to see the, the continual development of Trey Sermon and seeing that elevation this year. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily like a Trey Sermon's out, but they're definitely putting screws to him. Well, I don't think he's out, but they clearly haven't seen what they wanted to see from him. Agreed. And they're not going to waste time. And now if he plays great, then you have two good backs if Tyron Price plays well. I mean, is this really about him? Right, or is this about Jamichael Hasty? It could be. It could be that. It could, could Elijah Mitchell just be the th a three down back, and now they're just going in there and getting. Maybe they think Jeff Wilson Jr. could be the third down back option instead of Jamichael Hasty, and this is more of we're going to add two physical runners to run with Elijah Mitchell, and Jamichael Hasty potentially is out. Awesome. I mean, Jamichael Hasty definitely didn't really improve on what he showed his rookie year. I don't know about you guys, but to me, he didn't stand out. He wasn't like, oh, my gosh, we have to keep and this And, Alex, one of your guys is going right here to the Bengals. As Zachary Carter uh, from the Bengals or is going to the Bengals out of Florida, the, the edge Solid. rusher. Solid. Um, so, so you think now that he's a grown-up, he goes by Zach? No, uh, it, I think he still goes by Zach. I think he could go by Zach, but I didn't want to say that for sure, so I just went ahead and said Zachary. This, I was just curious. This, this is this is an extremely talented guy. This is a star player for you. This is one of my favorite guys coming out of the draft. My second favorite, University of Florida Gator. Outside of Kyer Elam, uh, yeah. one of the only bright spots on the Florida Gators roster this past season. Uh, this is a solid take for the Bengals. He landed himself in a really good spot. Yeah, that's a fantastic pick right there. Zachary Carter's a very good player. The questions for him is his size. At 6'4", 283 pounds, 
right? This is one he's of those a little things. bit of a tweener between a three tech and a DN. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he'll be he'll be tasked with playing in the edge rush spot there with the Bengals. Uh, they're going with speed off the edge, and Zachary Carter's the guy but they're sliding in. From what I've heard or seen or watched of him, he's not that dissimilar from Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Coming out like Sam Humbert is similar size, similar athleticism. Now, obviously, you don't know if this guy can make that impact. Sam Hubbard is a very good player, but uh, he kind of fits the mold that they've been looking for in that spot. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a pretty good you know skill set. The questions for him is you see him making the play right there in the run game, but I wonder if he can consistently set the edge as a three-down defensive end. I think that's something he's going to have to work on. I think he is a pass rusher right now that's going to have to develop those skills to set the edge and stop the run in the NFL. Yeah, and and the only other question I would say with as with him as far as pass rush goes is if he does move out to end, because he played a lot of three-tech at Florida, correct? Yes. Is that does he have the bend and quickness to get around NFL tackles? That's been the biggest question. That's yeah, the biggest question. and we've got a, we've got a, a 499 super chat from Jessica saying, having so much fun at the draft party tonight. Thanks for the great live stream. And all the fans here, all the fun here live, guys. A lot of fun here Sorry, live. I read it wrong, so there you go. Sorry, a lot, yeah, you a lot can of fun see it here on, live. The, on, on the screen right now. It's nice. Uh, the back alley brew is Jessica's an amazing fan. She really Very is. Big, a, huge, huge fan. Huge fan of the 49ers. Huge fan of the 49ers. Uh, what if Lynch doesn't trade a single pick this year, says Jay Ellie? I'd be surprised. Oh, it's it's opportunity, right? It, if uh, if the opportunity presents itself, then you address it. But if it oh. doesn't, you take the best player on your board. Uh, potentially, that's what they've done with an edge rusher and running back. And so Nick, Nick Cross, Cross goes to, to the Colts. Yeah, you're good. Oh, well done. All over it there. Yeah, they're they're, they're gonna use it to replace some. Um... All right, you come in. You come, you come in and say goodbye. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Disrupting because I got to say bye to everybody. The, back the, on the show, guys. The, back on the show. The, the, Azorian hey, one is, the Azorian one is breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. I'm Deadpool. Yeah. Well, wait, well done. You're not going to throw me the table. I, I mean, uh, right now. No, not right now. No, not horse is like not doing my thing. Do it. No, do it. No, no. Horse would love that. Are you kidding me? He'd absolutely love it. They yeah. go back. Throw me to the yeah. table. Beautiful people. Yeah. Thanks, Azorian. Well, we appreciate it so much, Ann. Always. Yeah. Love you, Horst. All right. Now that he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. Uh, Nick Cross, the safety. Uh, so we got Frank getting really upset again in chat because his guys were Marcus Jones and Nick Cross, and they're, they're both gone. They're gone. I think this is just kind of normal, right, with the 49ers. When you when you find a player that you really like, just stop liking them. Exactly. You're Agreed. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah, next year, in fact, and I think this, this changes the entire draft strategy for next year. Right? You, hey, if you guys want to feel better, the last player I really fell in love with that they picked was Ruben Foster. Okay. My, you know, you know who Mike was? Yeah. Michael Crabtree. Uh, Michael Crabtree was the guy I really wanted in the draft, and Solid then too. they drafted him. There's no Solid dog choice. in him. He got his chain snatched <laughs> on the field. Oh, jeez. There you, you go. get the chain snatched. You're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah, so we're, we're getting inching closer uh, to the end of the draft uh, for day two. And also the 49ers making that last selection of the third round at 105, eight picks away as the Lions are on the clock. Jay Ellie is saying right now in chat, Kirby Joseph, safety out of Illinois, potentially as well as is a target there at 105. He's not wrong there. That's something the Niners could go after if, they're, if they are looking safety. The question is, what are the Niners like trying to address, right? We all thought that Nick Corner was one of the biggest holes that they had. A lot of the 49ers fans feel like it's O-line. They didn't go that. They go edge rusher as well without one of the necessarily big name, impactful names at edge rusher or moving up for one. Um, the real question is just what are the 49ers are looking at? What are they valuing? Where are these guys at on their board? And who are these names that they're like, hey, we have to get here. The value's too high. Well, I think you have to think about, too, who's still available in free agency at the different positions. You can still find quality interior linemen at the, at the free agency. 
um, receivers, defensive backs, those guys are harder to find when you get this deep into free agency. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're right now. We have, a, we have a lot of potential guys. And, of course, the number one guy on our board sitting here is Isaiah Spiller. But right below him is Damari Mathis. Uh, so if you're looking nickel corner, potentially Damari Mathis would be that guy. Uh, and then as you move on, their linebackers, Brandon Smith, Darion Beavers, are available potential guys. And then Max Mitchell, the offensive tackle from Louisiana, if they decide to go there. But when it comes to the 49ers, you just don't know at this point. They have addressed running back. They addressed edge rusher which we knew was going to be an edge rusher or a wide receiver at 61 because it's an impact player. That's what they were going to do. They were going to get somebody that was going to make an impact on their team. For people who don't think they needed an edge rusher. I'm one of those people. You, hey. you don't think they need one? No, no, I mean, they have they have seven edge rushers right now currently on the roster. Now they have eight. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but when I argued this, though, Horst, I argued that you had to get one early. That A guy that you got late wouldn't have made the team. But where do you think he's going to fit on this team? Like, where do you think... You know, Drake sits uh, in the pecking order of edge rushers. I think uh, Bosa needs to be ready to spend a lot of time oh, on the bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, I definitely think he's a nice change of pace with guys like Ebicom because Ebicom's a speed rusher. He's the right. guy that uses a lot of bend quickness. Drake London's kind of a, I mean, not that he's unathletic, obviously, he's an NFL defensive end. But he's kind of a bigger, longer guy that uses his arms, has a little more power. I think he could develop into a lot better run defender than Ebicom can. Um, I think he's just a different type of player. Well, the reason I'm asking you is you've got Jordan Willis. You've, you've got, uh, who's the guy they got from? Uh, Aminahue. They got from Houston. From I do like Aminahue. You, you've got Kamoko Ture that they got in, you know, that was with the Indianapolis Colts last year that's a speed rusher. Right there. I mean, who who is he gonna start over? Is he is he? You haven't even guys? named um. What's his name that they got back that played for him two years? Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder as well. Like, well, where is he on the pecking order? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's a really good. I'm, it's I'm not dogs, saying it's a bad man. problem. Like, it's a really good problem to have. It's just an interesting thing. And the oh. Lions pick is in, by the way, here at 87. Okay. And Jay Elliott is saying it's Kirby Joseph. Kirby Joseph. So now he will not be a option for the 49ers at pick 105. Accurate. I'm curious, um, but back to Drake Jackson, I just think he's a different skill set than a lot of the guys they have. Yeah, uh, you're, you're not wrong. Drake Jackson's a good football player. Like, at 61, he makes a lot of sense for the 49ers. That's a huge amount of value. Uh, just you're adding strength to strength, and I don't know exactly where he fits in there. I'm guessing they're expecting him to go and compete with Samson Ebicom yeah, for that uh, job. For that yeah. job. We'll, we'll see if that can happen. I think, But I think his real competition for playing time is Hyder and Amenahue and those guys because it's, even if Drake Jackson were to beat out Ebicom, Ebicom's going to play. Correct. Well, unless, well I mean, uh, we talked about this. Could if, if that happens, if a guy like Drake Jackson beats out a guy like Samson Ebicom, could we see Samson Ebicom getting dealt? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd be willing to move off Samson Ebicom because I believe he was actually progressing in a positive way towards the end of the year and was an impact player in the playoffs. Yeah, it's... But he just, I like him. He can also do the three-tech rush on passing downs. Greg Jackson, he's big, long, strong. Who do we have for the commanders here? Yeah, I, Drake Jackson's an interesting pick. And then you get the running back as well. Um, so they've went edge and running back. We've talked about the holes. Uh, we've talked about places they could potentially improve. And we know, Alex, one of the positions is nickel corner. But we've talked a lot about nickel corner. The one we haven't addressed is one that you always talk about as well, is improving the depth in the tight end position. There's a lot of really, really good tight ends that are available. As Brian Solid. Robinson comes off the board, 
uh, for the Washington Solid. Commanders. Nah. You don't like that there? I think that's a great combination with what, what you have already with Antonio Gibson. I think that's a nice little, nice little combo room you have there. Especially with the beating Gibson took last year and, and the injuries he played through last season. Adding this in. It. You don't think so? I don't hate this here. I don't hate this here for uh, the I Commanders. Don't, I don't, yeah, I think Brian Robinson's a, a very nice talent. I think here at the end of the third round, he, he makes sense. I, I don't really hate this. I like this player a lot. He was on our big board. In fact, he was number 27 on our big board. So I'd take Haskins over him. You're taking what? Hassan Haskins. Hassan Haskins him. is a nice prospect. Also on our big board uh, just a little bit later. So, uh, yeah, a very good selection, I think. And 49ers not looking to go running back, so this doesn't really affect them and, and the pool. Of no, it definitely doesn't. Agreed with you there, Warren. Agreed with you there, man. Uh, uh, he's war ready. He is war ready. A uh, 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 couple people in TCC. Uh, Jaylee heard you say tight end, and, and immediately when I said Kate Otten. Uh, Kate Otten, James Mitchell, definitely, definitely names. Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely is definitely a possibility, too, with the receiving ability he has. I believe Greg Dulcich is still on the board. There's still a lot of tight end options. Yeah. Do you remember that block, Isaiah? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you remember that block Isaiah Likely made? Yeah. Me either. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you said it. Uh, I'm glad you said it. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. He's just a giant wide receiver. He's a big wide receiver. You're not wrong. It's that's what he's he a very destitute man's Darren Waller. Destitute man's Darren Waller. He's Darren Waller before he got clean. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the Cleveland Browns are on, uh, uh, and we we know they've made some moves. You're, you're seeing the additions there: Amari Cooper, Chase Winovich, uh, and Jakeem Grant. Jakeem Grant, a very nice player. True. True. It was Jakeem Grant that was kind of on our radar before they signed Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, but you've got Calvin Austin the third, right? He's still available. Uh, Calvin Austin the third. Could the 49ers go wide receiver at 105 and get another speedy guy uh, to, to join the fray? Could. They could do it. Khalil Shakir still on the board. You still have Danny Gray available as well, sitting in these spots. Um, th there's a lot of things. You know, Donovan West still on the board and an option there. If, if you're looking to go center, you're looking to go to interior o line. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of ways the Niners could go about doing this. Um, it doesn't feel like. Edge rusher is something that is on the board. Uh, David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue, just Not went to the, the Browns. Basement. Uh, David Bell goes, and uh, Jar the Jarvis Landry comp is, is in effect, and he's back, and he's going to be with the Cleveland Browns now. Yeah. Uh, is that you that made that? It's a great pick, huh? Dave, David Bell. Purdue. I've heard a couple people make that uh -huh. call. Yeah, David. But there's a, a, a 49.99 super chat coming from my mama. What's up, mom? Uh, enjoy the NFL draft for the four yards cutback. Is that Phil Classic? I see. Oh, wow. Hard eyes yeah. emoji. Phil Classic getting spotted on the Phil on the Classic out here. with the heart eyes uh, emoji. I, we needed, I needed to pull the uh, loving it man clip yeah. there, because I'm loving that right there. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah loving, loving it. it man right there. Okay. Phil Classic. So back to Calvin Austin, because um, he's a talented kick returner as well, right? And Correct. returner. Yeah. So they've kind of struggled in those areas the last year or two. Is that worth picking him in the third round to you if he fixes those woes? Well, I think Ray Ray McLeod might fix those woes. Okay. Um, that was the thing. When we went into free agency, the talk was we needed we needed to get a guy that was really good that could operate over the middle of the field that had the quickness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also needed a tall wide receiver or speed wide receiver to be able to stretch the field. They're not going to be able to address the tall speed wide receiver. Maybe a speed wide receiver later. Uh, but Calvin Austin, to me, seems like a player that is very similar to what Ray Ray McLeod does. So, uh, Ray Ray McLeod's on a one-year contract, correct? 
Yeah. Redfall's on a two-year deal, Is it, I is it two? Two-year two yeah. deal, yeah. But I'm right. sure they can get out of it after one. They can. I would guess the way Prague works deals, it's two one-year deals, yes. He's some sort of magician. Um, he really is. So you don't think there's Oh, any... Majai Sanders. I'm sorry, horse. Gonna... Majai Sanders is about to get selected right here by the Arizona Cardinals. So they went – have they just went back-to-back -back edge rusher? No, they I think went they went Cameron Thomas as well. They did go. So they went back-to-back -back edge rusher. They also went uh, tight end earlier with Trey McBride, and then they addressed wide receiver again. So they traded for a wide out, drafted a tight end, even though they have a loaded tight end room, and then dr tr drafted another wide receiver. And then go back to back edge rusher. So interesting there. Interesting. I didn't know Cliff Kingsbury was aware the defense was played. Oh, Warren's put it in the chat right now. Horseberry. You mean yeah, horseberry. horseberry. You uh, mean good old horseberry. I, I, horseberry is better. So it, here we are agreed. now. We're four picks away, guys. So where where are we looking? Well, what is this pick gonna be? We see that Revenge says, Who do you think they're picking? I mean, this it's a it's a crapshoot because there's so many things the Niners could do. Uh, interior O line, people feel like needs to be addressed, right? The people feel the safety room needs to be addressed with Nojakowski Tart and question marks opposite of Jimmy Ward, and the nickel corner slot is a glaring hole at the moment. You also could, in theory, go linebacker here and address a future need and potential future hole next year. So, who would you think at backer? Probably Brandon Smith out of Penn State. Yeah, Brandon Smith is a very nice prospect. I mean, he's he's the the number one linebacker left on our list. I think if Nicobe Dean, if we'd have known he was going to slide, he would have been our number one linebacker. But uh, Brandon Smith is a very talented player. Will the 49ers be willing to go linebacker at 105? We know last year, D'Amico Ryans, when it got to the sixth round, said, hey, linebacker is where we're going to go, but I don't want to go linebacker. Go ahead and get the running back, Elijah Mitchell, you have a third-round grade on. Hey, could they potentially go after a guy? Because really, they haven't struck on a linebacker this high since Fred Warner. I mean, no, everybody no. else has been after that. One linebacker I did see play a couple times that I really enjoyed was um, DeMarco Jackson from App Appalachian State. Okay. I just, what I really enjoyed about him was just, he's fast. He's explosive. Yeah. He's he is everywhere. fast. He's explosive. And, and you're seeing the list of Mel's best offensive line uh, we're looking at. Donovan West is still one of those guys uh, that's available. Donovan I wouldn't West. be shocked to see that. Donovan West, Max Mitchell. Are, are I'd still rather have Lidstrom, but I wouldn't be shocked to see him go Donovan West. I'm with you on Lidstrom. I, I feel the same exact way. Like, I wouldn't be upset if they picked Lidstrom right here. Yeah. Well, you got also got Channing Tindall and Amari Barno as linebackers. Thank you. That's right. Ch Channing Tindall, uh, Leo Chanel as well, Brandon Thank Smith. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> taco delivery. I know, taco delivery oh, my God. Name. right here. Absolutely, absolutely glorious. Absolutely Yeah, man. the food is. If, if you did not come, man, you missed out on. You really did. Incredible. By the, the way, I had the, uh, the Olympia? Olympia earlier. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, right. And then they got like the the tacos as well with the consomme that we dipped it in. It, oh, I had one of those too. Was it not fantastic? Oh, it's very good. It's, it's wonderful. It's delicious. So, so here we go. Don, Donna Robles, by the way, thank you for the subscription. Welcome to the TCC. Yeah, thank welcome, you for Donna. thank you for joining. Uh, Frank is saying Tart is returning. Uh, I'm seeing NYCE. It's NYCE here saying. They could be thinking of re-signing Verrett. If that's the case, then you may not be going nickel corner. You, you, got, you got an option there, but that's a, that's a risky bet. Yeah, it is. And I, I got I got to make a little bit extra, you know, Donna is just as mom. So, hey, hey, Donna, thank you so much for the subscription. Really appreciate it. There yeah, it so we're, we got the Jets pick in, Alex. I mean, is this going to influence what the 49ers do or what? It could. I mean, at, at this point, the, the real thing is, is what, what do the Niners want here? What do they want to address? Um, it, it felt like coming into this thing early in this draft, right? Edge and wide receiver is what a lot of people were pitching because of the impact and the, the talent of player. Because you've waited this long, do you feel you can get some of those talented players? The problem is, right, Tyquan Thornton, Valus Jones, guys we thought would be later available in this draft 
got taken early second, early third round. They're off the board. You can't get guys like that now later. Um, that does mean some guys sliding maybe to that 134 range that originally wouldn't have been there. Maybe guys like Kyle Phillips. Yeah, maybe guys with elite traits just went. Oh, yeah, awesome. Turn of event at choosing uh, wait for the fifth round for elite traits. Took him the second. In the My question for you guys: What players are left that if they picked right here at 105 could make an impact this upcoming year on the field? Oh, there's actually a, a, a lot of players that can make an impact on the field. Um, I think that num the, the number one guy for me, of course, is Tamari Mapp. So I think he can slide a bit. But James Mitchell, the tight end from Virginia Tech, uh, is a guy that can do it all. He can play all three downs. So you just don't feel Dwelly is good enough? Is that why you're... It, basically, I'm looking to improve the room. And the real reason is I feel like when Charlie Warner's on the field, you know it's probably a blocking situation. And then when Ross Dwelly's on the field, you think it's a passing situation. Getting a guy like James Mitchell, uh, potentially he could do all three things. I don't hate it, and please don't kill me, cutback community. <laughs> but Jets just took tight end Jeremy Rucker out of Ohio State. Okay. So Dave, Ohio State boy is gone. Jeremy Rucker, there you go. But my guy, but my guy George Kittle misses two to four games a year. He does. And I don't want Warner on the field. Like, that's my honest... That's my honest opinion. In passing situations, I don't want Werner on the field. And if they were to upgrade to a Mitchell, to an Isaiah Likely, to somebody a little bit more athletic with better hands. What are your feelings on Isaiah Likely? Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Likely. Yeah, that right. So doesn't he, do we not have the same guy in Jordan Matthews? Is he still on their team? Yeah, Jordan Matthews signed a futures deal. He's he's the fourth fourth tight end right now. That's interesting. I'm just saying because he's a legit wide receiver who put on the weight and now is going to potentially be able to carry it. Is Isaiah likely not Jordan Matthews? So Isaiah likely, what's he's a physical freak, but what scares me about him is one, his blocking is awful. Yeah, it was bad against mid major competition. Um, number two is a, seems like a lot of the plays he made are plays in which they ran some sort of play action or he was running wide open down the field like he doesn't i've never really seen him be covered by a good safety and get open yeah no i i don't think you're i don't think you're wrong i think he's I, a physical freak but so we've got potentially tight ends here we've got offensive line uh running back will not be addressed but then nickel corner right nickel corner slash safety so if you had to pick, would those be the two spots corner safety on defense and then on offense uh tight end wide receiver alex yeah, it would feel like it would feel like the the best possible situation there for the Niners. It feels like that's the route they would they would go. Then again, Ant, uh, I didn't think Drake Jackson would be the route they would go. I didn't think uh, Trey Sermon would be the route they would go last year. I didn't think Aubrey Thomas would be the go the route they would go that, the year before that either. So I mean, every time we think the Niners are going to do something, Chat was saying this earlier, right? Every time we think the Niners are going to zig, they zag, uh, and then teams and then the cutback yeah. crew is like, yeah, well, they should have zigged instead of zagged. That's so, why I refuse to make a um, that's why I refuse to make a prediction. I mean, I get it. I, I, I don't want to. I mean, it's, it's, it's too hard. It's too hard to know. It's too hard to guess with this team. It really is. It really, truly is. So we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Um, interesting there with the Jets going the, with the tight end. By the way, so shout out Roger Craig, Brees Hall. Brees Hall is his nephew, for those of you who don't know. Solid. Solid. Good plug there. Good plug. Oh, it's been a lot of fun though tonight. I'll tell you what, the, yeah, it's definitely. been a lot of fun with with a lot of the, the TCC coming out tonight as well, getting to put some names to faces, which is great. Uh, and a lot faces of, to names. And faces to names. That's always important. There you you got to go. do both. 
if you're not doing both, you're, you're just... You don't get it. Exactly. You don't understand. By the both. way, I don't know him, but shout out Tom Rathman jersey over there. That's that's Paul Saunders. Paul Saunders. Uh, Paul Saunders. Paul, I love your Tom Rathman jersey over there. There, there you go. He's a big big fan of the of the, the Tom Rathman jersey, Paul. So there it yeah. is. Fantastic. Paul, horse loves your Tom Rathman jersey. Your jersey. He horse, loves it. Horse is loving the Tom Rathman right there. Yeah. The 44 yeah, is Rathman. absolutely great. It's fantastic. Great. It's phenomenal. Love, yeah, we all love it. That, that's one of the classics. And it's a Mitchell and Ness, right? I, I that is an official. It, it, is, it is official. It doesn't get much yeah. more official than that. Yeah, and the Dolphins pick is in. Oh, no, oh it's, we love oh, I it. Think I like we it. love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It, it's, it's, a, it's a really nice one. I, I think Tom. Huh? There you That's go. A good Paul, point. Paul's dropping some knowledge on jersey buying. So don't do what I did and buy a Jalen Hurd jersey. Uh, because then they're going to end up not on your team and you're going to have a traveling 14 jersey. It's been it's been all kinds of different. It's not guys. a traveling 14 jersey. It's totally a Ray Ray McLeod it's a jersey. Ray Ray McLeod jersey. Uh, we all know it is. Or a Ray Worshing jersey. It's totally a Ray Worshing jersey. There you go. There you go. Right. Now we just need to get the actual like nameplate on the back end, and then you have no more worries. No I'm, more problems. I'm just going to continue to get different names. Or you plates. take the nameplate off. Yeah, I think so. Oh, good call. Ooh. Except for what if Ooh. Frank is in chat? What, what if Frank comes back? Magic marker could work too. Paul, Paul's saying he's got the magic marker in the truck. The only question is, is the 14 jersey hearing it? Oh, well, and Tendall just went apparently. So you could make it a worse yeah. jersey almost immediately. I, I'm, you're going to have to tell me. I think I need Google have to tell me. I'd have to have my head down. I a few too many one. tonight. <laughs> hey, look, though. This is, uh, this, is, uh, this is good times right here. The, the TCC. Is, is it like when you're hard. washing your hands? Ooh, Basically, washing like washing your hands. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All the, bear, bear all the, bo all the boomers yeah. right now. No, they felt that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting there. And, and we got Chiefs on the clock. In fact, their, their pick is in. We'll, Someone we'll very fast. Yeah, and, and Frank coming through in chat. Frank, me, and Frank are huge on the Jalen Hurd. We're gonna, we're just gonna keep sticking to that. I heard number fourteen was available. Hurd spelled H-U-R-D. Alex. I mean, he is still available. Is he healthy? <laughs> right. I mean, this is the only thing yeah. we love us some Jalen Hurd around here on this podcast. Is he healthy? Ooh, that's that's an interesting pick. For yeah, them. Leo Chanel is gone. Linebacker out of Wisconsin. They went linebacker last year and it paid dividends for him. So they go. I'm linebacker not a again. huge Chanel fan. Okay, so for so today's game, what, what's your what's your knock on him? What are you like not I, liking? I him? think he's a step slower. Okay, I can see that. Well, and now the Rams are going to be making their first pick of the night. Rams fans, get excited! Um, they thought they were going to have Cole Strange. They thought. They thought at 105. They came out yesterday. That shout out Bergeron. Yeah. Now, hey, right now, I'm going to throw this out there. This is should be an offensive lineman, right? It has to be. Th this this potentially could be Max Mitchell, offensive tackle to take over for Whitworth. Uh, maybe this is this is the time you see the Los Angeles Rams go offensive line. Um, can anyone explain to me why last night Whitworth helped announce the Packers pick? By the way. Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't know. Who who, who knows? Like, NFL does some weird stuff, man. They really do. By the way, by the, by the way his but, beard is really gray. Did, did, uh, was Eric Armstead the guy who he'll help to make the selection at 93? Do we know that? Because if not, he should be making the selection here at 105. Okay, minutes. potentially he will. We're not and if not, that. he that's lied true. to you. That's right. We don't have the actual Yeah, the actual we're, we're, we're a little bit If different. not, he lied to you. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JLE. We're not that far Drew, from the get ready. Now. Everyone's ready. Guess uh, his dad, Anthony, is saying, hey, this is he's a Rams fan. He's, he's saying this is going to be offensive line. So. Uh, I would potentially trust him, except for when Robert Woods is going to get traded. Oh, see you later, Rev Doctor. See you, Rev Doctor. The Reverend Doctor is out of here. Yeah. 
Seahawks, Seahawks fan left the building. I think the Rams come out with Carson Adios. Strong right here. Yeah, I know what happened. He's Seahawks fan. It's like, yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. He doesn't want to see the Niners get better. Uh, we see Carson Strong. Carson Ooh, Strong Car- to going, the Rams. You're going quarterback. Okay. Going quarterback. If I had another quarterback, I'm walking okay, off Okay, Brad side. Jones said Armstead did do 61. Okay, so, so Armstead, Armstead did, did 61. 61. So he Perfect. didn't lie. He was in Vegas. He was in Vegas, man. He did an interview this morning on Good Morning Football. Well played, Horace. Is well Khalil Shakur related to Tupac? No, I don't, no, he spells I don't think it different. So. Oh, definitely. Four with the U- oh, it's U- with the R. I, yeah, yeah, he spells okay. it different. Black's dad just asked, guys, in the chat, is the biggest surprise so far the draft of the Niners that Lynch hasn't made a trade? I think it would have to be, right? I, I, John Lynch has consistently moved He's going to trade course. 105 right now just because you guys he might. keep doing and, that. And it's no, going to be really Saquon Barkley? Are we, are we on that? Or we, we did that. We I mean, it's did possible. That. We, we did do that. So you think we picked a running back and then are going to go trade? Yeah, totally. Yeah, two running backs in the in the draft. No one would see it coming. It's a bold strategy. Bold strategy could totally pay off for us. I doubt it. Uh, (laughs) Ooh, they did go line, but they went Logan Bruce from Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, So Logan Bruce is is the or Bruss, I believe, is Logan Bruss is the pick. Man, if they took Carson Strong, that'd look good. Yeah, you would have. You would have looked great. Uh, But so they did address the offensive line. So this is going to be the starter potentially. Are, are you ready for Logan Bruss? Yeah. 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 Have fun with Have fun with Nick Bosa, Bruss. Yeah. Have a good time with him. And Samson, and, 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 and Jake Jackson and yeah, uh, all nine defensive ends that we currently so have the on the roster. So are on the clock. Here we go. This is the last pick, the compensatory pick of the third round. Jacksonville will be kicking off the fourth round, of course. Um, and now the Niners have all the potentials, Alex. Which way are they going? Uh, uh, nickel corner. Go Damari Mathis. Okay. At this point, just go nickel corner. Address it. Take hey, care of it. If you want to see me jump in excitement, let, let's see them go Damari. So Mathis. I know for a fact they're not going to pick him now. Now, uh, yeah, they fair. probably won't pick Damari Mathis. Uh, potentially, oh, we no, don't know. Man. Don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Who, who, I mean, who wants to try and guess? We stay war ready over here. Who wants yeah, to, who wants right. to guess what the Niners are going to do? Nobody knows. I, t- Davis Price at, a, at a LSU, the running back. I mean, I didn't see that coming. From, why, at, no, why is Xavier looking at me? Because he he likes you. Okay, so Frank and 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 some others in chat are saying Danny Gray that this is the spot for Danny Gray. The pick is in. Be. We're going to be finding out here real quick as the draft will come to an end. And of course, could it be Danny Gray, the wide receiver from SMU? Who knows? <laughs> I I wouldn't hate that pick. I'm not gonna hate this pick here at, at 105. I might. It depends who. Okay, it is. so it's saying it's Danny Gray. We'll Look see if that. this officially comes in. But chat is lighting up that this is going to be Danny Gray, wide receiver from SMU, four three ability. One of our favorite wide receivers in the draft. Yeah. Wow. That, Ooh, baby. Yeah. Th- this is this is that this is the one we like. This is see what it. we really like. So Show it to me. Loving this. Show it to me. I'm not believing it until I see it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna believe it at all until I see it. Chad, I love you, but. It's, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with San Francisco. I, I swear. They're I really swear. milking this, aren't they? Let's Danny go, baby. Gray. There we go. I like uh, that. SMU, Danny Gray, 439 so speed. There's the catchability. There's the 43 speed. How good does PFN feel now that they had him in the sixth round at the beginning? How ridiculous was yeah, that? Yeah, there you go. How ridiculous was that? So the 49ers go out and get Trey Lance some weapons. Trey Lance some weapons, Alex. I'm all for Trey Lance. Right. What do you want? Impact players. You're going to get after the quarterback with Trey Jackson. You're going to get a guy that can stretch the field with Danny Gray. And uh, the, the gentleman at LSU. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I have to I'll go ahead and watch some film on that guy. Sure, fair, 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 I got a question. Why are we getting weapons for the backup quarterback? Wow. Uh, that's a great question. Wow. Horse, Ho- horse, is, horse is bringing negativity <laughs> to a positive show. There we they go. Yeah. And that they actually met with. Yeah. One of the few times that I was actually it's, met with somebody nice. that wasn't the a joke. The crowd here is enjoying Danny Gray. The chat is enjoying Danny Gray. 
Uh, the running back coach is Anthony, Anthony Lynn. Lynn. Bobby Turner. This guy was probably picked. Oh, there you go. Uh, maybe. maybe. I mean, that's, that's, you got to trust that. Yeah. And everyone in chat, uh, thank you for sticking with us the entire time. This is, this is a wonderful time. We've been at this wonderful venue here in Galt, California, Back Alley Brew House. We allowed us to come here and do this live, and it's been a great time. The atmosphere has been absolutely spectacular. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, I've been enjoying it the whole entire time. From the food to the people, what a great time. Great environment, absolutely fantastic. Uh, just just this whole thing, the whole night, this, this entire thing, being able to come out and do something like this, getting to hang out and put names to faces, uh, meet, the, meet the TCC and, and just meet other fans of other teams and see them out here having a good time, relaxing, enjoying the draft. It's been a lot of fun. And it's always, it's even better when we get to have all the people who've been involved with this on with us and having Horst here with us as well to finish off day two of the NFL draft, round three officially in the books. And now we turn to, to day three and what's going to happen for the Niners. Yeah, day three is going to kick off early, Horst. Uh, breaking news for everyone. We're, we'll be live streaming right away, but the Horst is going to join me for the first hour of day three of the draft. So you're going to get to see us uh, getting getting after it. All day three, we're going to be there the whole time. By the way, go ahead. I will have my breakdown of Tyron Price. Ooh, okay. So expect that. Tyron Price will be broke down by horse. Tyron Price will be broke down by me. It's going to be a wonderful time. Come and join us at 9 a.m. tomorrow. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Of course, YouTube, uh, Twitch. We also we stream on Twitter, like Twitter, you can get Twitter fa you Facebook, e everywhere. And if you if you're missing this live, you can and you're catching this on the traditional podcast platforms as well. We appreciate that as well. Give it a five star rating. Yeah, and, and Frank saying what I think people were thinking after the 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 middle pick, the ninety three pick, they go do something like this and then totally redeem themselves. Well said. Yeah, I, I think I think that's how people are feeling. But I do want to take a wait and see approach. I don't know enough about the player to criticize it. I don't know enough to love it. Uh, but I did like him running over somebody and seeing the one cut and go ability. I did like that. Yeah, the couple of clips I saw I liked, but I'm definitely to be determined on that one. We're going to see what's going to happen. Uh, TCT, though, it was a lot of fun tonight. Thank you, everyone who stopped by. Thank you, everyone who liked. Thank you, everyone who subscribed. And if you didn't do that already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss tomorrow's live stream. You don't want to miss day three coverage of the NFL draft. We definitely don't. You will get to see me for an hour. I'm a main event special attraction. <laughs> opening. Opening the show. <laughs> The openers. The I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. You get to see me both days. Solid. All right. Well, I'll be there at 9 a.m. too, I guess. Uh, it'll be the horse. Yeah, and but no me. one cares. You're uh, always there. Yeah, that's that's true. And then Yikes. once the horse checks out, maybe we'll get Alex back. Who I'll, I'll, get, I'll get there at some Sorry, point. Sorry, guys. I, well, I'll get there at some point. I apologize as well. But TCC was a lot of fun tonight. Thank you for coming out. Tuning in. What an incredible day, too. Uh, some names that we're familiar with. Some names that we're not familiar with. We'll have some uh, analysis tomorrow. Get to see what the Niners will do. And uh, until the next one, cut back through in the faithful. Stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way. There you go.